PKA 558 with our guest Harley. Kyle? A couple of sponsors tonight, GOAT and ExpressVPN. We'll get to them later on in the show, but yeah, got Harley on for the, the evening. Should be a good show. How's it going, gentlemen? Good, good. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor was unable to make it, found the emergency, but he'll be back yeah. as soon as possible. Harley, thanks for jumping in. Hell yeah, brother. Glad to be here. Dude, uh, so what is new in your world? Honestly, the newest thing in my world is uh, like messages from PKA audience every single day. Go on. Something the audience has uh, since, I don't know if it's Kyle Six Pack or whatever it is, but everyone is just, it feels like everyone's just genuinely hyped all around. Um, Cause I'm always, always getting messages on Twitter and, and, and Twitch and everything like that. And I remember like I did Epic Mealtime, but then when like video game high school was out, like people would be like, Oh, video game high school. And then like when Twitch happened, people would be like, yo, I know you from Twitch. Don't shave your beard. Uh, but it seems like this era of my life is now uh PKA. <laughs> more than anything and uh, i never i never just i never imagined the audience being so um virulent present yeah everywhere they everywhere it really is a thing so our views are up which is nice but we also it's not our channel but there's a um at least a couple highlight channels and they get a lot of views too well that's not your channel no no i I honestly like i see clips of that it's like it was so funny (laughs) It was like the best one. And like my buddy will just like send a screenshot of them sometimes to me without like the link. But like one of them he sent last time was uh, it was like a picture of all of you. And it was like PKA highlights, PKA highlights. Were the Nazis that bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tenfold topic on the show. Uh, yeah. Sure, you know? Yeah. Uh, that, probably, that probably goes back to when I disproved the Holocaust that time. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. ended up looking it up and watching that video. Um, and uh, also, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of lately, like, uh, um, Project Mayhem. It's like I go to, like, the corner store. Like, I live, like, I'm, like, country boy right now. Well, I shouldn't say yeah. that to Kyle. But, like, I'm, like, Canadian style of a country. And, like, I'm, like, just out of, like, cities. And I'm in, like, this beat-up, like, gas station. I walk in, and I'm, like, oh, okay, the rolling papers with the filters oh thanks okay and, and a monster energy drink yeah i'm a 15 year old boy even though i'm 36 mm. yeah thank you for that and i take it and he's like yeah i'm like yeah he's like rsk my guy <laughs> <laughs> it's like some like guy he's like you know he's like some canadian dude he's got like uh doesn't even look like he'd be he's on like, the show like, you know he's got he's like a turban and like he, it doesn't look like he'd be rsk boy from what i imagine in my head it's like canadian like uh indian dude with the turban working at the corner store he's like rsk you go to pay him you go to hand him your debit card he's like it's on us rsk for life put in a good word put in a good word dude a similar thing just like three days ago i'm on this motorcycle trip i'm in nowhere pennsylvania i don't even know the town but my buddies and i stopped for lunch and uh, another guy sees all our motorcycles parked out front. They're kind of distinctive with like the luggage hanging over the side. They know that we're adventure riding. So he comes in and he catches us and he starts talking to us. And we talk for like four minutes just about motorcycles and places to go. And then he goes, wait a minute. You look familiar. And I'm trying not to say like, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a Z-list celebrity. Like, like I don't know how to <laughs> it, is, it is a hard part at once that I was like, you look familiar. And you don't know, but you don't know where they could know you from. But yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah. So he's like, "Are you Woody's gamer tag?" Or, or the, you're like, "You're PKA, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, 
yeah, I'm one of the hosts. And you get recognized <laughs> here and there. Yeah, yeah. That it's also another thing though, like uh, which I'm sure has happened a couple times to any of us over the last 10 years or so, like you're doing someone, someone's like, yo, you look familiar. And you're like, you try and decide like, does this guy, like in your case, you're like, does this guy know me from like a Minecraft server? Like the podcast? Does he know me from like that random episode of Epic Meal Time? Like right. where is it? And I'm always, sometimes people are like, yo, you look familiar. I'll be like, oh, ah. I do this food thing on the internet, and they're like, "Oh, yo, Harley, we played basketball together in ninth grade." I was like, "Oh, of course, yes, <laughs> yeah, we know each other in real life." Food I don't want to like talking about, you know, like yeah. Well, of course, you know me. I'm Woody's gamer tag, and then for him to be like, <laughs> "No, never heard of that." <laughs> I don't put myself yeah. out there. I always busted. say the same thing. They're like, "I've seen you somewhere. You're the." I'm like, yeah, Freddie Wong. That's me. That's yeah. Me. <laughs> I did switch. I did switch to be like, "Well, I'm a very famous hockey player." it's believable that. yeah people yeah. go leaves yeah <laughs> i've had people take a picture of me like in vegas someone else took a picture of me and like in like five dumb bitches were like oh my god it's, you know, what are you from and i'm like i'm a basketball player and they're like no way and i'm like yeah and then they're like taking a picture i'm like yeah make sure i don't have an instagram but make sure you put my name in there and i made up some like dumbass name and they're like yo it's this guy from the washington wizards <laughs> they, tag, the name they don't know shit have him tag us tim duncan yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i know that's why it's funny yeah but they don't know shit they don't know, know shit um, <laughs> you had like to me video game high school was a big deal and and you were like legitimately acting and i think you had an epic mealtime show you recorded too are you not pursuing the acting thing so much anymore just between gigs or no so like what I, the last thing i did was um a show called wine and cheeseburger which is actually like the best one of the best shows i've ever done uh, i did it with thrillist so i was kind of like the host of the show and it was i don't want to say it was like uh epic mealtime vibes but if you almost took like like it's like it was it's like over the top crazy, uh, but it's pairing wine and cheeseburgers. And it's like the editing, editing and producing was so funny. And normally when I don't edit or produce, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, but it was so good. I loved it. The views are shit. Um, the views were bad. Uh, but so I don't know if they'll do it again, but I'm getting I got a second job from them uh, in San Francisco. So I just go when things come up, they come up and I go. I've never auditioned for anything. Uh, well, I did audition for something once. Um, I auditioned for two roles way back in the day. Um, and both of them, actually, I think TJ Miller got both of them, to be honest with you. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but uh, I never went and did did that. Like, people go to L.A. during pilot season, like in January and stuff, and they, like, audition for, like, a million things. Uh, I never got around to it or never pursued such a thing. Um, mm -hmm. But acting is what got me into Epic Mealtime. I just uh, – I used to do – Meisner, have you ever heard of this Meisner technique for acting? No. It's like it's so the whole point is that um like a Meisner trained student can act with anyone. So like someone like uh like I'll use there will be blood as per, as an example. Daniel Day-Lewis like the fucking man. This guy when he takes the role apparently he like stunk like shit, like he lived like it was like 1892. Uh -huh. um, so the products he used, the food he ate, everything, like he stunk like a stinky old man, but not like a stinky old man, like a stinky man of the olden times. Um, and apparently the initial child, like his kid that they had acting in it was um, 
some just an actor and they did the first few days and he couldn't do it because Daniel Day-Lewis comes in and he's got like this energy that's like and apparently the kid which happens often people start to watch him when they're alive with him in the scene so they're no longer acting they're kind of watching the show that is Daniel Day-Lewis which makes sense um, and they replaced him with a guy uh, the kid he was in like Little Miss Sunshine um, okay. I forget his name. You guys, someone knows his name? I don't Sometimes know. I don't, I know the character's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got that. Uh, but anyways, that guy came. He's Meisner trained. And like what it does is it works on your, let's call it your tool. It's inside of you. It's the acting part inside of you that like it's it's never in your head. It's your heart, your gut, your crotch. Like you either want to like fuck something or you love something or you desires. But like you don't overthink things so he was able to take something like if you're meisner technique and you're in a room with like someone like uh daniel day lewis or a heath ledger like a method actor you're going to be better because you're based you're on response so i'm i'm saying all this to to basically lead up to what the first exercise is because it's so bonkers doing it but um i i can't teach it so i don't know if we're doing it right or wrong because you usually need someone to uh do it as well but like let's say i did it with like uh with one of you guys, like, let's say I did it with you, Woody, I'd be like me, me and you will sit down in class together. This is beginners. We're looking at each other and I'm going to say something about you. And then you have to like repeat it. It's called the repetition. So I'd be like, you have a blue shirt. I have a blue shirt. You have a blue shirt. I have a blue shirt. You have a blue shirt. I have a blue shirt. Now, the only reason why we do this is you repeat it because at some point we will stop like schmacting and we're going to get real. And I, I might be like, you have a blue shirt. And you might be like, I have a blue shirt. Okay. And I'll be like, you got mad. You'd be like, I got mad. You got mad. I got mad. And it's like the only reason that you're doing this is to train the tool. So when someone like Daniel Day-Lewis comes in and he stinks like shit, your tool is trained enough to take that. And, and be able to work with it like as an actor, ideally, if you were Meisner trained. Um, and I did that and like it was like and then you would do like uh, the exercise is like it's repetition, but it's like an activity. So like I might be like doing something in my room and someone knocks on the door and I open the door and they're like, you're really tall. And I'll be like, I'm really tall. And they come in and we're acting. But the whole point of Meisner is like the dialogue is not first. So like, you know, you might get a line Dude. that's just. You have an I example. One hundred percent get this. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, this go. description is outstanding. I, I'm I've never acted really, but I've been in front of a camera enough that I know that when I'm thinking about what people are thinking about my delivery, I'm doing a terrible job. Yeah, that is awful. However, They're stuck, getting stuck in the head. It happens to everyone. You get in your head. If you're just feeling what you're bringing, if this is you know what you're passionate about, if if you can get yourself to be in it then it's so much better. And yeah, I'm getting that from, from you. No, it's, it's true. It's like, and then the repetition is supposed to do that because like, you know, you get a line, you'll be like, uh, you have the line is you have one line. It's like uh, your boss is on line one. You're the secretary. So you stand in front of the mirror. You're like, ah, your boss is on line one. Nah. <clears throat> your boss is on line one. <clears throat> your boss is on line one. <clears throat> your boss is on line. You try and figure out, you're like, okay, you got it. You figure it out. You go, when you go to do the scene, and the person you're doing with is like bawling their eyes out. And they're like, my best friend just died or whatever. And then they look at you 
and now you have your practice line. You're like, your boss is on line one. And it doesn't match up with the scene. Sometimes people say lines at each other mm-hmm. rather than being like within that moment. And um, like an example of this is Robert De Niro in one scene. I forget what movie, but like it was a cop, a little cop. And she came in and she had to arrest him. She came in and she was like, put your hands up, motherfucker. And he cracked up. And he was like, we got to do that again. And she did it. And she's like, put your hands up, motherfucker. And he laughed. He's like, I will never put my hands up to that. He's like, I won't do it because I know my character would never. He's like, I don't believe you. He's like, if me, the guy playing the character, doesn't believe how you're delivering the lines, we're not going to commit to this. So you have to make me believe you. And it was like he wouldn't – like some people won't act against it like if it's not enough. I heard that about Marlon Brando once also. He like uh, – he would. you heard this? Did you hear this? Well, came- you know, Brando's weird because Bra- – Yeah. I, I think he fits what you're, you're saying pretty well because – you know, in The Godfather, he refused to learn his lines, right? He's got them on a piece of paper on, like... Uh, in, like, 12 spots around the room, apparently, yeah, or something the, like that. Like, 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 the guy he's talking to has Brando's lines <laughs> on his fucking chest. He's reading a cue card, but I just watched Godfather 1 and 2 last week. It's a masterful performance. It's incredible. It's one of the best performances. Yeah. It's a top 10 performance ever. He's so huh. good. When he's explaining to that guy who, who comes in and wants a... He, the, the the man's daughter has been beaten and attempted raped, and he's he's begging the Godfather to like give him give him justice, like, give me justice, Godfather. He's like, ah, you never once invited me to your house for coffee. You come here, you ask me to do murder for you, and you don't even think to call me Godfather. You don't come to me as a friend. You come to me to to hire a murderer to do murder. This I will not do. And it's just it's so fucking good. I need to guy, rewatch it. It's so good. I love Godfather One. I want to rewatch it too. My favorite yeah. movies. I, I think the my, the my favorite movies are the ones that like make me feel something. And Godfather One and Two, There Will Be Blood, The Shining, stuff like that that have those super crazy powerful performances. Like if it, like I could watch a class, or I, I did watch a documentary about The Shining and uh, about um, specifically the scene where. Uh, Jack Nicholson and Shelley Long are having that confrontation where he's walking up the stairs with the bat, and she's got the bat, and she's just like, "Stay away from me, stay away!" And he's just like, "Honey, darling, love of my life, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in." And she's just, "Just stay away." It's so fucking good. Yeah, so she went crazy good. from that movie. Apparently, they like well, really were rough on her. They like made they her do so like certain scenes like eighteen hundred times in a row, and it was well, just one line. Well, that's um, that's the director. He does that. That he believed in many, many, many times. He would big Stan. Um, um, Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Yep. Huh. Yeah. They say Kubrick had an IQ of over one hundred seventy or something <laughs> like that. He's just a very interesting guy and and so and his movies are meticulously made like when you when you go back and watch like 2001 a space odyssey or a clockwork orange which isn't one of my favorites or even uh that, you say that, it is, is not your one of your favorites no he is oh, oh yeah me too, oh, me too, oh, me clockwork, too. clockwork orange is not one of my favorites oh yeah i was gonna ask that i thought you said that yeah i love that one i i actually never ever stayed awake in one single playthrough of 2001 space odyssey it's hard it is like the most, it sounds like the most relaxing movie ever. Just the way it plays out, it's so peaceful and quiet. And like I can imagine if I was in the theater and saw it, I'd be like, what the fuck? 
But now I'm like, this is like a beautiful, like ASMR, like screensaver type go to sleep thing. It's a little mind blowing when you realize the year it was made. Yeah, and, exactly. And, um, and what the special effects look like, like like those first few scenes when they're just taking the little cruise to the moon and the spaceship and like the pencils floating in zero G. You're like, yeah, every movie does that. It's like, yeah, every mo- movie does that with fucking CGI. This is bef- this. Like, I don't even know if computers existed when this shit was made. Like, it's so it's they so did. fucking wonky. They and, did, but it was like this big. Yeah, it was as big as this fucking room, you know. Like, like, and they didn't make fucking pencils float. Like, they're they're using a wire or something, but the pencils like floating by, and he's just like, boop, grabs the pencil out of the air, and starts writing. They're, uh, you know, the the whole space station, the scenes on the moon, and then that psychedelic fucking shit when he goes into the black hole or whatever. It's it's, it goes on and on and on, and then he's in that white room where he's aging and things keep changing, and he ends up being a um, a. Uh, what do you call what the, the thing that's a baby before it's a baby? Uh, you know, that, that piece of shit that's inside of women that you like to get rid of. The, the um, fuck? It's not an infant. That's the embryo the, or whatever. No. Fetus. Fetus. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like he's an old man and he's a feet. Like, like all that shit is just super mind blowing. It's one of my favorites, but I feel like. Dude, it's need. boring just to hear about it. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle is so good at, at telling you about media. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this truck talk again? Although it is the, the good part to me, like the best part, the part where I'm just like a little stressed out is when they're dealing with the how 9000 or whatever. And the like famous part that like, is this movie overrated as fuck? Is it Star Wars? No, no this it's is because this is- it's because of the time. Like it set the tone. Like it really it changed things. Like and made it, it took sci-fi like and made it like very serious. Also artsy too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's an artsy sci-fi movie. Like like it's about a lot more than, um, you know, it, it's it's about the beginning and the end of the human race. It's about where we came from and where we're going. There's a lot going on in that movie. And I've watched it. I love a yawn. <laughs> I feel like it's an involuntary yawn. You're like, you're like, yeah, sounds like a real snooze fest to me. I do like the scenes with like the, the pre-man man, like the monkey people and the little war they have. Oh, I love that too. That's I love that part. like the, uh, the obelisk or whatever, like, yeah. like, like gives them that little incl- inclination where like, we're not getting pushed around anymore. They're, they're, they can't take our water hole away. We need some tools. It's yeah. uh, I don't know. It's pretty sick. I like that movie a lot. Uh, Clockwork Orange. I watched it when I was like 14 or 15, and it was really upsetting. Um, yeah. the, the rape scene yeah. and the scene where they beat the old man to death in the street. Um, it was They call it ultraviolence. The characters do. Mm. And ultraviolence was too violent for 14 or 15-year-old me. It was, it was a little disturbing. I didn't need to... Like, they're singing... It's this juxtaposition of the profane and the ridiculous where they're like raping this man's wife in front of him and they're singing, singing in the rain. I'm singing in the rain and like kick the guy in the face and like rip his wife's clothes off. And it's just like dancing with the cane too. Sure. It's a whole performance. Yeah. It, yeah, it was hard to, like you said, the, the juxtaposition of the sort of joyous and the evil, um, but then, like the reprogramming part of that movie was kind of dull. It, it's like something you had to endure to see how it ends. I like Clockwork Orange. I just don't know why it was considered one of the best ever. I don't rewatch that one. I rewatch Shining on a regular basis. I re I, re- I rewatch Two Thousand One on a regular basis. Um, and um, I actually like the one with Tom Cruise and, and Nicole Kidman with the sex club craziness. That one's kind of wild. 
what are that? your favorite movies? Number one favorite movie? Um, my number one is The Shining. Um, I feel like um, that's just like not only do I think it's just per- a perfect film uh, the way it's made, and I love that it's a Stephen King adaptation where he tells Stephen King to suck his own dick because he's making his own movie. Uh, right off the bat, you know, there's that scene where there's a VW bug crashed on the side of the road and like clearly the people in it are dead. That's his way of right at the beginning being like, yeah, I know what you wrote, Stephen. I'm making my own film because in the in this in the in the book, the family rides up to the of the to the overlook uh, or the overreach hotel, whatever it is in a VW bug right off the bat. He's saying, I'm killing your story. I'm making my own fucking story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it just uh, there's a lot of changes in the, in the narrative. But um, I, I think Nicholson's performance is really good. And there's so much like going on, like right in front of the camera that people don't ever see. Like, like I think my, uh, there's a lot of film theories about that. The one that I, I buy into the most is that Jack Nicholson is molesting his son and that he is feeling a lot of shame about that. And uh, and, and that's 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 what's going on. Like, like, like Nicholson is clearly like um, a closeted homosexual and most likely a pedophile in that movie. Uh, there's even a scene where like he's sitting waiting on his interview to be the, uh, the caretaker. He's reading a play girl magazine sitting in a lobby. And like, you've really got to like pause the film and be like, mm. wait a goddamn minute. Why is he reading Playgirl in a lobby full of people? It's just, it's clear that stupid that Cooper was like, your character is reading a Playgirl magazine. Here you go. Take this. And he's like, why? Oh, because you. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look for a like a three and a half hour YouTube video breaking down all the things about <laughs> The Shining because that's like one of my favorite things to do. There's a good documentary. It's called. It's called um, whatever the room is where the the naked woman is that that gives uh, Nicholson. Oh yeah, yeah. There. It's the, the room number like that. Yeah, one? it's it's like room seventy six. Like there, there's a good mm. documentary um, um, about the whole thing that's very well that made. Uh, I've seen that. I love that I've, shit. But then I've also seen a lot of like YouTube videos that really delve even deeper and get more ridiculous. There's also some stuff about faking the moon landing because it's all often been theorized that um, the U.S. government hired. It's called Room 237. Thanks, Zach. Mm-hmm. It's often been theorized that if the United States did fake the moon landing, how would they do that? Like, like, like I believe that we've got like rocket scientists who might be able to get us to the moon, but I just don't think we got too many masterful filmmakers who could like make the footage that was broadcast so the theory is that maybe they hired kubrick to do that for Mm -hmm. them and and then he was sworn to secrecy or threatened to secrecy in some way and that there are little clues within the shining where he said he's like hey look at this yeah yeah notice danny's got a little apollo 11 fucking or whatever it is like like rocket ship on his chest no you know Mm. notice that the guy that hires nicholson looks just like kennedy and he's got the american flag on his desk you notice that window behind him leads to nowhere. If you pay attention to the route that we took, that that's an impossible window. It cannot exist within a three-dimensional space. It has to be like a video game window, like like like, like Portal. There's a lot of crazy shit going on in that movie. It's wild. Harley, what's your favorite movie? You asked. Uh, Terminator Two. <laughs> I, I, it's up there for me. It's up there. Dun, 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 dun. I fucking Terminator, love Terminator Two. Yeah, I saw Terminator Two in the theaters when I was five, and it changed my life. Yeah. Like it was the first movie I ever saw in movie theaters, and I came out like, which is annoying because you're like, "Yo, this is how movies are," (laughs) and then you realize, no, that's like literally like it it should be like in everyone's top ten. Like movies are not like that. Like no other movie made in 1992 is holding up just as well today 
and there isn't anything wrong with that movie that doesn't hold up. There's not even to me. There's no lull in it or anything. I Perfect. loved it. Yeah, it's such a great movie. It is a good. It's movie. so hilarious. Uh, it's so good. It's so the iconic. Special and- effects. The special effects hold up so fucking well. Not only like um uh, like the, the the trick. Not only the camera trickery and the CGI. The, uh, the 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 stuff that's in the lens and the stuff that CGI are both excellent. Like like even when you've got the Terminator Two that's like melding and like turning into its like uh, liquid metal form, it still looks just fine. Like like and and when you've yeah. got like when you've got there's this one scene where um, it's actually a deleted scene, but I've seen it where Linda Hamilton is working on Schwarzenegger like in a mirror in that in, in a shop after he's been kind of busted up a little. They employ uh, Linda Hamilton's twin to like get there's no mirror she's just on the other side of a frame the twin is and so linda and and that one's working on the back of real arnold schwarzenegger's head because you can see his face and real linda hamilton's working on the back of a dummy's head mm. and because she's like reaching in and like pulling shit out you know? uh, i know exactly the scene very smart yeah. that's and, sick and then there's a scene of course where like robert patrick's character the T- terminator 2 takes the form of linda hamilton to lure john can john connor and she and uh and then the real uh, Lyndall Hamilton comes out. She's like, "Get away from him!" and like start shooting him and stuff. That's also Linda Hamilton's twin. So they they use two sets of twins in that movie. When you mm. include the uh, the prison guard earlier on at the middle hospital, huh. I, that's great. I like Endgame, the Marvel Endgame movie. That's good. I feel yeah. like it, it could be recency bias, and and, and but dude, I, talk about a slow burn. I watched 23 Marvel movies before I saw that 24th <laughs> yeah. one to build up to it. I had so much history. I was so invested in these characters. And there were all these moments where, like, like there was payoff after payoff after payoff. So I many payoffs the theater that were literally, like, 10 the years coming. The crowd was cheering when yeah. you know, like more than once. You know, there was the hammer scene. There was the on-your-left scene. There was the – like, it yeah. inspired right now. Like, yeah. I, like that, no, it's true. I it's amazing. I loved it. I love that movie. Yeah. How do you feel about um, Spider-Man? Are you a Spider-Man fan, Woody? I mean, I like the movies. I don't know all the comics history. So, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not super into the comics or anything. I mean, I watch, I've watched hours of videos about the comics, but I, I couldn't. I, I don't, I don't. I'm not a super, super fan or anything. But um, so, did you see the the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie? It's wild. Like, no. I think they, I think they've got another like multi-billion-dollar film on their hands. All right, so really? this is the deal. It's okay. sick. I didn't know how what they were gonna do for fa- for face. I was gonna tell it better than the trailer does, but go get on. Get pumped, all right. When I was in <laughs> high school, when I was in high school, I was in love with a girl who was in love with Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, and so I became a Spider Man fan. Okay, hmm. like like it's her birthday. Oh ho! Here's a two hundred dollars Spider Man fucking action figure that looks like Tobey Maguire and fucking has opposable thumbs and shit. Oh, like, I want that now, dude. I do too. That's <laughs> I, I I I blew a whole paycheck on that. So, Tobey Maguire. Pretty decent Spider-Man for the first one or two. Got a little cheesy toward the end. Very corny. They lost their way. Wasn't great. Fox, I think, was in, in in charge of it back then, or whoever the fuck. You know, now Marvel's got the property back. Then you had the um, the Andrew um, Gar Gar Andrew Garfield Garfield. Yeah, the Andrew Garfield version of Spider-Man, which I actually really liked. It made me fucking cry when he's on the rooftop, his legs all busted up. And he knows he can't make the jump, but he's got to do it anyway because he's got to save the day. And all the cra- those New York crane operators fucking bring the booms. And yeah. he's just run- he like zoop, shoots the web and like like stitches the wound shut. And fucking you see his, he's running and he's like got the limp run. And then he's just like, fuck it. And he's just doo, 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 goes into <laughs> super Spider-Man run, just going through the pain and makes the jump. And it's 
I cried. I cried at that. I'd never cried at a comic book movie before. It was sick. Um, and now the current iteration of Spider-Man is amazing. The, 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 this young British guy or whatever, he's, he's so fucking good. The new Spider-Man has him, of course, because he's our current Spider-Man. He goes oh, to Doctor oh, Strange. Okay. He goes to Doctor Strange because in the, in the last Spider-Man, Far From Home, I think it was, he got exposed. His identity as Peter Parker got, got released to the world. And finally, we see what happens when a, when a character's identity gets released. It's awful. He's being attacked in social media. He's being like, a, they're calling him a murderer. His family and friends are getting the brunt of it. It's, it's terrible. He can't go anywhere without paparazzi. And they're being cruel and awful to him. And it's ruining his life. So he goes to Doctor Strange. And he's like, you're a fucking warlock or whatever, right? Like, is there any way you can just make everybody forget this shit? And uh, Doctor Strange is like, warlock buddy, the Asian guy with the shaved head. He's like, don't do this spell, okay? You know how dangerous this would be. Don't do it. And he's like, I'm not gonna do it. And he like makes that gold spinny circle thing and like disappears. And Doctor Strange is like, all right, let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> well, he fucks it up. He fucks it up. And what we have is a multiverse scenario, which was teased obviously in the Loki movie, where there's the, all these multiple, all three Spider-Men coming together in one universe with all of their villains coming together in one universe. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, three Spider-Men working together against the original Dr. Octopus, all the original villains. Hopefully Jamie Foxx ain't coming back. Is they that didn't, they didn't show the Spider-Men yet, though. They're they coming show back. That yet. They're, they're totally they're, coming. They're trying so hard to not show that. Don't show us. Don't show <laughs> yeah. us. I know it's coming. Don't <laughs> yeah, show us. To. Because Doc Ock comes, which I realized he's right behind me. Where is that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Doc Ock pops up at the end of the trailer. Hello, Peter. Yeah. He doesn't know Tom Holland. Mm -mm. So he's got to be talking to the Peter he knows. Yeah. That's like, there's that, no two ways around. He's got to be McGuire's to, doctor. He's got to be talking to him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, I did see, I watched like a whole breakdown of it. Like the, the little ball rolls out and it looks like it's a, a hobgoblin ball. Um, and then someone pointed out sand and electricity. Um, and I know they're making a Craven standalone movie also. I have Craven and Doc Ock. Actually, and they got to bring Venom in. They got to bring fucking. There he um, is. They got to bring what's his name's Venom in. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, you got to bring fucking Venom or Carnage or all of them in. I want all the villains, all the Tobey Maguire's, the, the Andrew Garfield's and Tom Holland's, and then bring Doctor Strange in too. This is going to be some nerdgasm shit. I'm excited. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is good. Bring fucking Wolverine in too. Fucking dig. He won't do it. <laughs> I know. No, but you know what? Um, there's two things. One, I I don't like. I don't know if he won't do it. Like I don't trust any actors or directors or producers anymore ever again. They know the value of like a surprise. So I don't. Who knows if he won't? But like I think like a lot of my excitement now for uh, mm. Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase Four. Um, revolves around X-Men. Like, here's, I always love the X-Men. Here's what I do know. Kyle, I need help. Who plays Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Okay, so Ryan Reynolds and... Um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman are personal real-life friends who enjoy each mm -hmm. other's company, etc. Ryan Reynolds has asked Hugh Jackman to be in his movie again and again and again. And he's relied on this personal relationship, a professional relationship. I'm sure they're willing to pay him. And Hugh Jackman just says no. So it's hard to get him. That much at least has to be true. The problem is he's too old. He's but too Deadpool, old. Deadpool 1 mm -hmm. and Deadpool 2 did not have... He leveled to a 
super physiological 18 year old level. I, I, I've been saying <laughs> that. he's been there for a decade. He's, <laughs> he's literally done damage to his future. Like like Hugh Jackman is going to live die sooner. <laughs> he's he's going he, he he literally for Hugh. This is why I appreciate what Hugh Hugh Jackman's role as Wolverine. He literally has done irreparable damage to his body organs and his system to play that character i know the kind of drugs that he has to have been on to accomplish that they are damaging this is not a replacement dose of trt this is super physiological levels and probably a a compound like trenbolone or something something that meant that is meant to go into horses that they that they that's like made in private labs that he's been shooting into his ass to make him (laughs) look like that because he's he's not a big man He's definitely he, hit someone on impulse. <laughs> definitely hit someone. He hit someone he cares about and didn't mean he's, to do it. He's killed three to twelve hookers. <laughs> <laughs> they just they're just feeding this guy hookers in the in in the back. He when he when he comes out all raged out, he just killed someone. Like there's blood on that man's hands. Oh, I realized also I have a Spider-Man poster behind me too. It's Spider-Man the, Far From yeah. Home or something. Yeah. Um, so you know what I noticed about like on the topic of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in like when I first started looking at Marvel, it was like 1994, 95, the X-Men cartoon came out. Um, and there was like these cards, these Marvel cards called metal. And it said metal. And they were like shiny metal looking metallic. They were so cool. It was like Cyclops were all blue and had like 50 million pouches all over him. Yeah. And he had like his flow and you fucking hated him because he was fucking with Wolverine's vibe. And Wolverine was the man and Nightcrawler was so cool and like everything about Marvel. And I realized like I had this poster. It was a, it, it was like Marvel and it was just a hundred guys. And in the front middle was Spider-Man. You've seen it for sure. It had Hulk in the front. It had like uh, it had Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. It had the whole gang. And front and center, you had like Wolverine, Spider Man, Hulk. Uh, you had like uh, like Ghost Rider may have been there, and it was cool. Venom, Venom was like the sickest Marvel character, like in in 94, 94 95. He looks so good. He looked like, like, it was like amazing. Every, the illustrations of him are always like like really fucking sick. They look yeah, amazing. and it was it was like uh, it was just I, like I never thought about it, but each of these Marvel characters were like A list, B list, C list. And Wolverine was A-list, and Gambit was A-list, and Cyclops was A-list. The whole uh, X-Men were like A-list teams. I got a question. So which of the X-Men chicks were you do you think was the hottest? Was it G and it's down to two, I think. Was it Jean Grey or Rogue? You think it's down to two, eh? Uh, to me, it's down to those two. I'm gonna, Jean- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something and you're gonna remember immediately, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, oh shit, there's more than two. Because people always forget. Okay. Psylocke. You can't tell me you weren't popping little boners with Psylocke, bro. Those thighs? Psylocke more like it. See, I think Jean Grey Grey blows her away because Jean Grey's wearing this, like, weird costume that only covers her vulva. It's like it's like it's it's so it's so deep in her cunt. Like, like, it's it's like, 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 I want to be there. Like, 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 pull up Jean Grey. Like, 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 show me Jean Grey and like, 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 um. I, if that's her, then that's not the correct costume. Like, like I get that that's a, a version of her, but like, like the the, the X Men from ninety four, ninety five, like that Jean Grey. It's kind of like a blue thing. It doesn't cover a lot. And oh, you're, it's saw, like a, you're talking about Psylocke. I'm talking about Jean Grey. But if you click the Psylocke link here, you'll see. You'll pull it up. You'll see the uh, Psylocke. Oh, Jesus is, Christ! Is, Psylocke's uh, number one. 
Psylocke's the one wearing the the blue piece there. Oh, there it is. That, um, not that one. Not that one. It's it's on the screen though. It's on the right side, like second from the right. If you close that little bubbly. No, no. Get rid of the bubble on the right. That entirely. Yeah, X that out. Um, right side at the bottom. It's in the bottom right corner. That. Look at that costume. No, no, no. One to the left. God damn you, Zach. Yes, <laughs> that. That. The yellow part is hey, wait, skin. Pull up, pull up Psylocke now. The yellow though. part is skin. Doesn't no, that's, skin. that's Psylocke. That's, it's an action that. figure. It's an action figure. No, no, figure. look, look, look. Pull up Psylocke. I'm telling you it's exactly what you're thinking about. That's what you're talking about. Okay. That's super hot, too. I think, I think Jean Grey's better. Hey, I think Zach, Jean Grey's go better. to my link. That's the link you want to be at. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. Psylocke, Psylocke's too ethnic for you. You're not. But I think no, no. I'm into I'm into Psylocke for sure. She's super hot, but she's also scary because she's gonna she's, she she literally kill me. Uh, yeah, but, but Rogue, that, we can't even touch Rogue. We can't even touch. That, all the, it takes so long. The power to out of our penis. This show. Yeah, yeah. Rogue will fuck <laughs> will fuck your dick off. Literally, she'll like suck your life force out of your cock if you fuck her. Rogue number two, Emma oh, Frost. Emma Frost. Hello. She, yeah. I was trying to remember her. I, I could I yeah, couldn't think of the hot do. blonde. Um, yeah. And there's the chick who is Emma Frost, the one who turns into diamonds. Yes. Yeah, she could be. She could yeah, be. Yeah, that was diamond. super and, hot. And, yeah. and Jean Grey, the thing about Jean Grey, Jean Grey, though, is like, if you're into it, is like she's very pure. You bring her home to mom for sure. Bring her home to mom. Oh, she's going to read your mind and know all the nasty shit that you were thinking about Jubilee yeah. the night before. And Psyl- that's gonna be it. <laughs> you bring Psylocke, <laughs> like you can't bring Psylocke home. Like, you know, that like X factor has like run through her or like, you that's know, everyone's right. been got a piece of that. Hey, it's good for me. My mom's just going to be like you pig home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, so- I, I mean, these, I, the thing, the point that I was getting at is like, there was like, these oh mystique she could be whoever you want to fuck harley every one of these women is so impossibly hot they don't exist in real life because they don't have organs in their midsection yeah yeah who needs them you're right he's right he's right (laughs) they should have have hysterectomies at like 12 just to get a slimmer waist i'm not dating her for her intestines Mm -mm. um i'm dating her because she can kick my ass uh, the thing I was saying is like these these characters like when I grew up like yeah like Venom like everything that like you know that we we liked in the nineties they were like desirable to be in a movie or anything like the X Men were top tier and then like you get bad movie bad movie bad movie I remember they announced Guardians of the Galaxy I had seen one Guardians of the Galaxy comic in stores and I was like bro, do you know what Guardians of the Galaxy is? I'm like, it's a fucking tree and a raccoon. Marvel's so stupid. Oh, why fuck Disney? They took like a fucking tree and a raccoon and they're going to do this for a movie. Like, can we get Spider-Man sorted first? Can we get fucking the X-Men sorted first? Fantastic Four. And Fantastic Four. You're going Fantastic Four has always been A-list. And then I realized now things are different. I bought that poster just to dress a setup like two years ago. The front of that poster is entirely different. The front of the poster is Star Lord, Iron. It's the same uh, same poster. Star Lord, Iron Man, Captain America. Now, like when I grew up, I knew Captain America. I knew Iron Man. The Avengers sucked to me as a kid. Even I thought the Avengers were like, oh my god, the aliens are coming. We gotta punch the aliens. We gotta go punch aliens in the face till they leave our planet. Whereas X Men, even as a kid, I understood that it was like this is different. Like people are different. But should we be treating them differently? Are we scared of it? Was like such a deeper meaning. It was more like a question they about HIV. humanity. They're covering HIV and race relations in X Men. Exactly. That is the most adult shit ever. 
And you know what's funny is actually the great debate of X-Men has already been kind of settled, quote unquote, in the USA. And it was because when they were selling the toys, there is a thing called a doll tax, where if you are selling a toy and it is a human, it counts as a doll. And yeah. a doll gets taxed more than any other toy. So if I made a toy about like uh, like just an alien and sold it, it's cheaper. I'll make more money than if I made a toy of Batman and sold it because Batman is a doll. So they went to go fight like Marvel fought against the doll tax claiming that the X-Men are not human. They're not. They're like, they are mutants. They're not human. We should yeah. not have to pay the doll tax. I don't remember if they ended up, if they, they counted won. them as humans or not. But yeah, basically cool. it's like that. that is the actual outcome of X-Men. But I realized I know like Captain America, Iron Man to me as a kid, I didn't really like them. I didn't think they were cool. I didn't think they were no. interesting. No. I thought what was interesting was Spider-Man. Every kid loves Spider-Man. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought Venom because uh, he was fucking cool. And I love the X-Men because like they had the hype of the show and everything. But the now- the two biggest for me, and they had the best properties in the early 90s. It was Batman with Mark Hamill as the Joker. It was incredible. It was so well made. And it was the X-Men. It was like, na 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 My mom wouldn't let me watch it because she thought it was like anti-Christian like Christian or something because there's like a character named Beast and there's a guy named Apocalypse and all this stuff. Like There's a lot of like trigger words in there for a Christian. Um, so I'd have to sneak that shit. On and Saturday. there was the four horsemen of the apocalypse also. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Like Archangel. Yeah. What Marvel did with Guardians of the Galaxy was cool because I think a lot of people are in the same boat as me in that they gained our trust. I knew nothing about these characters. I'd never heard of them. I certainly saw the raccoon and the tree dude and thought, what the heck is this bullshit? They're exactly, dragging yeah. out of the archive. <laughs> At this point, they could take by beast and armadillo man and make a buddy cop film. And I'm fucking in. If it's yeah. Marvel, I'm going to give great, it a actually. try. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll give it a shot. If it's Marvel, they, I mean, they made the tree and raccoon thing really good. So I'm I on did. Board. There was one art, uh, like a uh, comic that I had read of, uh, like I picked it up after the movie. I was like, I should just check out Guardians of the Galaxy just because I've always been like, fuck it. And like it starts off and it's like the planet and you see Galactus and Galactus, he basically eats planets. He's like one of the biggest bad guys. So he comes to Earth to eat, eat it, literally eat it. Silver Surfer comes by first, see what's going on. And Galactus shows up at the beginning of this planet you see his shadow coming in i'm like yo guardians of the galaxy first comic i pick up is fucking galactus i'm like this is sick and everyone on the planet's like run it's galactus they're all running and hiding and they're going into special bunkers underground and everything oh, that'll work and i'm like yeah because they're all so scared of yeah exactly he's gonna eat the planet fucking idiot so he comes <laughs> and uh they're they're actually like a, they're doing all sorts of ev evacuation uh procedures and Galactus comes down, he puts his hands down, he, he sticks his head into the planet, opens up his mouth, and like a ramp comes out, and the Guardians walk out of his mouth, and you see it's a dummy Galactus, and Peter Quill's like, yo, we got 15 minutes until they realize that this isn't Galactus, rock everything. <laughs> and they just jack in the planet, and I was like, fuck, you guys got me. I'm like, that's great, that's great. <laughs> I guess just, you know, it's whoever, whoever is in charge of the property, is gonna like do great things with it and disney did do some awesome things with characters that i didn't give a shit about um i like neil neil gay man you guys know I, neil I gay man know character, no oh no no he's actually he's the author he uh wrote um this one called 1607 1602 1607 uh and it's just it's marvel characters in like the 17th century okay and it's so fascinating because 
you'll be you'll be there and and like you're you're speaking to these characters like uh like uh you know um like a squire this guy's like squires like you know Piaris Parker and like you know it's Peter Parker but he's like just a squire like to a knight and like the knight is like you know he's I'm, I'm kind of taking liberties because I haven't read this in a while but he's got like all sick uh a, a suit made of iron he's like an ultimate knight and it's like you realize it's like Iron Man um and then there's like this this monk we have to go see the oracle the oracle he knows everything and you go and it's like Professor X but they don't tell you flat out yeah. It's just like a Game of Thrones style setting to an extent. Like it's like a like a dungeon soap, but it's the Marvel characters. And like it starts off like even like with our like Angel and like how significant it would be if someone was born with angel wings like then and like all the beef that happens and just seeing the people come up like Doctor Strange and how they fit into here. Um, and there's a I won't spoil it in case anyone listening ends up reading it, but they like they bring out some of your favorite superheroes that were literally there the entire time in your face. And you're like, how the fuck did I not realize that this person with us was this guy? Um, It's a great one. He also did that. Uh, he did the, uh, uh, it's about death. It's all about death. Death, death's cousin goes missing. It's not even Marvel. It's like DC, but anything Neil Gaiman is sick. I like the stuff good. with Spawn. You ever reading the Spawn comic? Yeah, that's how Todd McFarlane. You're not talking about Spawn. No, I didn't. I didn't go into Spawn a lot. I watched the cartoon and I loved the movie and I loved staring at it. Like I would go to the comic book store and like stare at Spawn pictures, but I you never know. bought Spawn because comics were expensive, cards were expensive, and if you're already on Marvel, you don't get to like bounce to Batman and then bounce to Spawn because you have to buy like five comics every week if you wanted to keep up. You know they're letting Todd McFarlane make his movie this time, right? An R-rated Spawn, like however he wants to make it. That's great, actually. Good. Yeah. Oh, I, let me, let me get, oh, I gotta show you this. I, I'm super excited because Spawn is like the most hardcore, like 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 comic character ever. I think like like he literally has killed God and the devil. <laughs> like, I need to give it another chance. Oh, look at that! These, I got these on Kickstarter. It's like Spawn. I got them on Kickstarter. It was Todd McFarlane sold uh three like he sold spawn figures but it's like the old spawn figure from like 1995 but inside of it he like he like i'm not going to open them up you guys could just google images them um uh it's like signed by him it has like all these original pieces inside of it and i i got it like i'm not even a big spawn fan i got it because i'm like spawn's fucking badass like he's just fucking cool. Like he looks cool. How much and do they cost? I I, I got I them to... on the Kickstarter. I could probably sell them for like a thousand now. Um, but on the Kickstarter, there wasn't anything crazy. I think I paid like two fifty. Oh, okay, two eighty okay. for all three. I thought um, you were into those for like thirty five hundred, and I'm like, this guy. I, makes I was really hoping financial decisions. I was really hoping it was gonna be like <laughs> I could probably sell them for a thousand now, and you're like, well, how much did you pay? well those even these posters see these posters i have Mm -hmm. these cost me about 50 bucks but if you were to look them up online now like they usually go for much more than 60 bucks because they're signed and numbered um and i and i I do i end up collecting a lot of shit um but spawn exists because todd mcfarlane made venom um and he was like he was drawing spider-man at the time and he made Venom, 
And Venom was like apparently one year he was like 50% of all profit for Marvel. Like t-shirts were sold, really? posters were sold. Venom was like a big fucking deal. And Todd McFarlane saw none of it. So he was just like, okay, fuck this. I'm going to go make my own guy. So he went and like did it again. He made Spawn. <laughs> he like just made a guy that was just as cool. And uh, yeah, that was just trying to like make his own make his own way there just because you can't like Marvel. Like your ideas, they just they keep them. Have you ever seen the HBO animated uh, miniseries? Spawn? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Dude, you got to check. It's like six episodes. It's like very R-rated. Like like there's there's titties and I'm pretty sure there's dick. I'm this almost positive. Oh, oh, dick? Hold on. There, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's dick. Um, and uh, and tell, it's like hyper on, before we move on, Can you tell me more about the dick? Uh, it's a big black dick. It's a big what? black dick. Yeah. It has that image. You know, Dude hangs dong. Say no more, fam. <laughs> yeah, it's real fucking good. It's I've seen it a couple times. Hyper violent. Uh, it it lives up to like everything that you would want Spawn to be. It's so much better than the um, that uh, that movie they made. Uh, you know, in the nineties or whenever that with the terrible CGI. Although I liked that as a kid, I liked I love it. That movie as a kid, yeah, I did. It was great. Can't watch it now. And Violator was like such a cool ass character, like just like this clown that turned into a fucking terrifying monster it was just great yeah yeah eating the maggot filled pizza and stuff john Leguizamo like kind of made a joke of the character but like that's how he's written i thought it was good is that not i yeah i just imagined it was like that i always assumed yeah that. that's how he's written like 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 fart jokes and cum jokes and talking about pussy and and just being disgusting that's that's the character fart cum and pizza hey, yeah sounds like my kind of night yeah i was just <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I, I I like all the comic stuff. I I I think that some people say that they're getting tired of it, but uh, people keep buying it and renting it and uh, signing up for services to watch it. So I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. I wish they'd pay their fucking actors. I don't like seeing when actors have to end up suing Disney. Bro, I see people go online and they're like, "Oh my God, Scarlet! Like, are you not happy with the millions you got?" I'm like, "Okay, if we're gonna." If we're gonna get mad at someone here for nickeling and diming, why wouldn't we get mad at Disney? People do. People. People are so. People are like so tribalistic these days. It fucking kills me. Like people are like, "Yo, DC is better than Marvel. Marvel's better." I'm like, "Yo, can't you just like them both or hate them both?" Even like, you know what? Even like, not to get crazy off top, but like, even like the fucking president, bro. Since when is it cool to, like, suck the president's dick? This one or the one before? Like, in my days, I remember it was like, yo, bro, fuck both presidents. This is just the current goofy white man that is the president now. But people are like, it's their team. They're like, yo, Trump's going to come back 2024, and he's going to – I'm like, I don't fucking care what he does in 2024. Who knows what viruses we have? Or so don't have alive? then, you know? People love picking sides these days. And I'm like, bro, we don't need to pick sides. You don't need to be so DC, uh, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Trump. Like, yo, it's okay. It's the president. You don't need to suck his dick. He doesn't need you to suck his dick. In fact, I hold him accountable. DC, don't love their shit movies. Hold them accountable too. I heard that yeah. one's good, Justice League. It's pretty good. No, not Justice League, but um, Suicide oh. Squad, you mean? My mistake, yeah. Okay, wait. Although I Justice League Suicide was good, Squad, too. The Snyder Cut. Suicide Squad was very fun. I didn't expect to see, like, cum jokes in a, in a Batman in a Suicide Squad movie. But I got to point this out. I did not expect to like Free Guy as much as I liked Free Guy. 
That movie had me laughing. That movie's out? Yeah, yeah. And if I could recommend Dude, a movie, been, it's like that 18 one. months they've been hanging on to that movie. Bro, what about Ghostbusters? I feel like they've been hanging on Ghostbusters and James oh Bond forever. God. Yeah. I, <laughs> Dude, I saw the Ghostbusters Ghost trailer and I was psyched. Yeah, me too. I, I Fuck was me young up. Back when that came out. <laughs> me too. And yeah. I'm talking about the one that hasn't been released yet. <laughs> Bro, I, yeah. Yeah, it's a completely different timeline. No, I, I really enjoyed the Suicide Squad. Uh, they did a great job with it. John Cena can act. I, I didn't know that. John Cena's great. John yeah. Cena's great. I love him. He's funny. He's, I, I think he's good. I like him a lot. Idris, Idris Elba is, uh, is a really good actor, one of my favorites. He's, he, he did a strong job. Uh, he actually showed up. It looks like he's out of shape. We talked about that previously, but um, he's in so much armor you can barely tell. Uh, and then uh, Harley Quinn, always a fun character. Her little escape from prison was one of the best scenes in the whole thing. So you know what? Like, First of all, I heard she did that on her own which is cool, that actual leg thing that she did where she pulled her legs up and got the key. Apparently, like, she could do that. Margot it looked Robbie. real, yeah. Um, but I realized, like, watching that, and, like, no offense to, like, any of the girls watching the PKA, because I'm just going to assume that if you listen to PKA, <laughs> you're a, Listen up, but if, you're, if you listen to PKA and you're a girl, you might also be this girl, too. Um, <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of dumb bitches loving Harley Quinn. Like, Harley Quinn's interesting and great, but the amount of like dumb bitches or cosplayers or triple X porn parodies I see of daddy's little monster and the two fucking pigtails. I'm so tired of Harley Quinn that during her scene, I was like exhausted. I was like, oh, my God, this silly, dumb bitch. It's like it's just making me think of like a million girls, like a million different girls that love Harley Quinn and have made loving Harley Quinn like their thing. For the last few years, that I'm like yeah. so exhausted, and, and that happens to me. I get exhausted, which is funny because I like love but that's what, Marvel. But that's what women and Star do. Wars. They, they give up their own like um, you know personality, and they they like absorb that of something else, right? Whether it you know their boyfriend's a fish, a fly fisherman, and all of a sudden like they're fucking wearing some waders, or their boyfriend's a Mets fan, and all of a sudden they're like fucking at a Mets game and wearing a Mets jersey. On I always Instagram. joke about that as a calculated thing to get a husband. You know, like, oh, yeah, fly fishing and Mets. That, that's what I'm all about. Aren't I perfect for you? <laughs> yeah. That was like when, like, uh, rappers started playing Fortnite and stuff. And, like, every dumb insta was like, yeah, I'm playing Forknife tonight. All, <laughs> me and my girls got Forknife. We're all playing. And it's like, relax. I don't think, like, he was – I don't think, like, the whole movement was about Fortnite that much. So you got back to me when you have 200 wins. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> No, I agree with you to some extent. I, I, I'm, I'm a little tired of the She's just exhausting. Like, you know what else exhausted me? Stranger Things exhausted me, dude. I love Stranger Things season one. I recommended everyone. I was like, yeah, you got to see Stranger Things. It's so great. And then, like, by the time season two came around, I saw so many people that were like, my Stranger Things tattoo. And I was like, you tattooed that, bro? It's one season. You don't know if the show's going to be yeah, shit. <laughs> this is Netflix. They could cancel it even if it's making Any, money. Exactly. Anything. And I, people just love Stranger Things so much that I was just like, I'm going to relax on Stranger Things a little bit. I heard that. It, like, so I got arrested between season one and season two. And being high was such a big part of watching Stranger Things to me that I was like, you know what? I'm going to. Whenever I smoke again, we're picking Stranger Things back up. It'll be great. And season four is about to come out now, I think. But I've heard so much bad shit about it that I, I'm, I'm not even – I don't even want to go back and, like, pick up on season two. Are you right about season four? I, I'm way behind. I've only seen one. Yeah, there's season th – did season two and season three. Yeah, season four is three, about people, people complained about season three apparently and, like, fucked up a lot of the characters and, like, shit like that. And what, what about the actors getting older? Does Is that not ruining it? Like – 
because they were like literally 13 years old. Yeah, it was like Harry Potter, though, right? Like, like you know, every year they get a little older. Every every year they 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 face off against some hard, more hardcore shit. Like Harry Potter one, they're seven, and by the end they're like 17 or something like that. They're getting laid. Harry Potter did it really well. Maybe Stranger Things will too. I don't know. I just like the toothless guy. Like he's supposed to be that age. He has teeth now. He's got teeth. Stranger Things, uh, they got, uh, I actually don't know. I was just saying it. <laughs> the Stranger <laughs> Things guys, they, uh, they like when that, when that show came out, I thought that was the most, like the most Netflix algorithm thing ever. Apparently one of the most valuable things in the film industry is Netflix's search bar because of the amount of users that come in and type shit so much that like, they just have this information. And I remember, like, when I first got Netflix, like, like, uh, like, well, not first, but one of the the early days before they started doing their originals, um, they got Super Eight, and I swear, for like a whole year, Super Eight was like number one trending on Netflix. And Super Eight has that like nostalgia throwback vibe to it. Yeah, uh, and it was like they took that. And then there was like all these horror movies. People loved going on Netflix. They loved watching horror movies. Um, you know, things like it and stuff like that. It got, it was just so well received and people searching it that it was like, they took the search engine bar, the algorithm gave it to like their internal production company. And they're like, what comes out? And like, it shout <laughs> out stranger things. This like <laughs> nostalgia, like four kids, friends, like the electro horror, music, everything the fucking- about it. Yeah, yeah. was just really hitting it on the nose. And that's when I was like, damn, this show's like made by an algorithm. Like it's yep. like all the things we wanted currently. That search engine stuff is fascinating to me. So the number one search engine we all know is Google. What do you think number two is? Alta Vista. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know. What? Yeah, you- Bing? Bing? It's, it's YouTube. YouTube shit. Bing is fifth. Um, Who's third and fourth? Hold on. I have it up here. Third, I think it's going to be Amazon. We'll see if I'm right. Oh, it has to I'm be. right. Third is Amazon. So YouTube second. Amazon's third. Fourth is Facebook. Uh, Who, fifth what sick motherfuckers? Like, I got to go learn this. Facebook. Does the <laughs> vaccine work on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, fifth is Bing, and then we get into some foreign ones. I don't know Baidu, B A I D U, but everything's Chinese in the screenshot. Baidu, and then Yandex, <laughs> which looks like it might be Russian. The index, Yandex. Oh, Y A N D E. I was like the index. I was like shit. So the six and seven are sounds not English, but. Yeah, I just thought it was like YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world, which kind of means Google has one and two. The, the next one's Amazon. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's so yeah, crazy. I don't know. I um but I really dug season one season one. Uh I thought it was one of the coolest things I'd seen. I like that 80s shit. I like the electro music, the yeah. synth stuff, like like the John Carpenter style shit. Uh and uh something about like uh when Drive came out, it really like I, I yeah. had a lot of those same feelings. Um, or is it, you know, that uh, the movie where he's like the autistic, like stunt car driver and he, and he gets hooked up with a chick? And... I know. It has that song, Night Call. You're not thinking of Night Baby Call Driver. by Kavinsky. No, is... no. This is so much better than Baby Driver. Uh, no, Night so... Night Call by Kavinsky. It's that song from Driver that you're like, this sounds like it's from a time that I'm not supposed to be a part of. But like, I, it's like reminding me of older times somehow, but it's not my time kind of. Um, but yeah, yeah I love that movie. Uh, and I, I, what's the name of the fucking actor that that beautiful man? Um, Ryan Gosling. 
Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Gosling's in it. He's got the scorpion fucking jacket. And uh, I, I don't know. It's it's so fucking. He's just so soft spoken. It's like it's like a modern day western in a lot of ways. It reminds me of like a Clint Eastwood western. How he's just like the the man with no name who's just chewing on a fucking toothpick and people are talking shit and he's kind of looking straight through them. And then when he needs to, like he just flips that fucking switch and stomps that guy's skull until it's pulp. It, like like he just grabs the chick, fucking kisses her. It's just the music's playing and then he's just on that guy and the guy's on the ground. And he's just he's like. He's not even, he's like grabbing the rails to get more fucking power into the stomps until there's no face left. It's it's great. And then he, he goes to that strip club with the hammer. Ah, it's great. He played uh like a bully kind of in this show called Breaker High in Canada. Uh back in the day. I don't know if it was Canada, but it was on Canadian TV and it was Breaker High and it was like a school on a cruise. And it was not a show I liked, but it was just like on after Are You Afraid of the Dark or some shit. So I ended up watching it. And I would watch it, and he was on it. And I didn't think anything of him. It was just, that's just the guy. And then I remember I was in Vancouver once, and I was at this mall. And I'll never forget this. It was, like, in the mall, all the way across. Like, he could have been, like, 100 yards away from me. It was Christmas time. There's people left and right, people everywhere, people everywhere. And, like, I see him from a mile away, and I'll never forget it. He's, like, posted up on the wall, like, leaning holding a bag i guess his girlfriend or something is like inside he's got this leather jacket on he's got like these tight jeans like the cuffs rolled up his hair is like greased but he keeps like greasing it harder on his head and i'm like yo that's the guy from breaker high <laughs> and he is fucking cool and i'm there and i'm like grabbing my hand i'm like that guy's from tv and she's like yeah he looks like it i'm like no on tv he doesn't He's not that on TV, something else. And I'm staring at him. And I'll never forget. It was like, it was like, it's such a weird thing to say, but it was like star, star quality or whatever, you know, like he had it or whatever. Yeah. That would be. The guy was standing there doing nothing. And I was like, oh, that's the guy. And I was like, holy shit. He should be fucking stomping people out in an elevator with a hammer as the lead yeah, not fucking yeah. jerking himself off in this show yeah he and doesn't he looks like he's a different species than the rest of us do like, like like he looks like 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 there's like there's like chimpanzees and then there's us and then there's whatever the fuck ryan gosling is like a level above us hmm. <laughs> he looks like he's his, his people evolved like another fucking step ahead of the rest of the human beings yeah you know like i see like uh people like 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 chris hemsworth love like chris hemsworth for sure such a beautiful man so beautiful like if you were a middle-aged woman and you're reading a, a book about like getting your pussy licked that guy's on the cover or someone that looks like him chris hemsworth so beautiful and i'm like if i was a girl i don't think i'm fucking chris hemsworth that's Ryan Gosling like, in Breaker High. I'm not caught up. <laughs> That's exactly what he didn't look like vibe-wise when I saw him, which was so crazy because he was cool. He was like yeah. very cool. Same hair though. Uh, but um, yeah, like I'm not about I'm not about Chris Hemsworth. There's something about like uh, huh. I guess being so beautiful that it starts to lose it for me. And that's why I could see Ryan Gosling, and I'm like, I get this. This guy's like. Like he still has like it's not like uh like Chris Hemsworth comes off as like a parody of a very beautiful person. My wife <laughs> like won't admit it, it like but I know she's into Chris man. Hemsworth. Like it, every time he comes up, it, we all know. She's like, oh, he's totally fit. He's perfect. He's a great husband. He loves his children. When she gets into that, what a great husband and father he would make. It's like 
Bitch, you looking for an upgrade? (laughs) 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 My God. She's like, I don't know. I'm not the one that worked out for a year, fixed my teeth, and now is gone every weekend. I think I'm going to go watch. I'm going to go watch Thor. Uh. (laughs) 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 I feel like I hit a little too close to home with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What is like? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. I'm sorry, I'm enjoying so, uh, only sex work back. Huh? Oh shit. Okay. Oh, they were saying God. it was a negotiation technique that he was trying to get pressure on the payment people. Like by getting a public upswelling of we want our porn. And now the credit card processors who wouldn't work with OnlyFans are like, okay, okay, maybe we should work with you. And now OnlyFans is allowing sex work again. They decided to keep it. Yeah. And I found out what the problem was. So as a YouTuber, we all get this. They have a strike system where like, I don't know how you break rules, probably non-consent stuff. And one of the rules, which means rape. And and one of the rules was uh, um, child exploitation. And... They had a strike system, which you could interpret as like, we're okay with a little child exploitation, but not a lot. And that became this like knock against them. People, you know, saw them in a really negative way. And they were like, well, forget it. You know, we'll just get rid of all sex work entirely. So that that was the the cause behind that whole thing. I like and the so idea. They're saying a, it was a ploy. I like the idea that it was a ploy, right? Like, like I, I feel like they, they were like, we're going to get so much free press. Everybody is going to be talking about us. And every one of our content creators is going to be talking about us. Not about their pussy this week and, and like what they're sticking up their ass. They're going to be talking about OnlyFans and how get it while it's hot, folks, because it's not going to be here much longer. And then, just like that, we give it back. And, there, and there's going to be a, a fucking inswell of people coming to get it. I feel like next week YouTube's going to be like, you know what? Audio only from now on. No more videos. No more videos. Podcast. used to do that. They used to say ASMR. they were quitting just to get everyone to be like, no, 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 don't quit. Do you remember that? It was like That's risky trend. business because they could be like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I, had, I used to like this t-shirt site way back in the day, T-shirt Hell. And I always went there and I watched, looked at the t-shirts. I was like, oh my God, so racist. Could you imagine wearing this? And like, I would like look at them and laugh at it. And then one time they were like, yeah, uh, the site's closing in two weeks. Yeah, our t-shirts are too hardcore. And I was like, oh shit, I bought two t-shirts. And then like after two weeks, they were like, yeah, we lied. And sales went up 180%. So was I got a cool t-shirt just the other day. I'm going to get it. Nice. And yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'm never trusting them again. And I stopped going to the site. The Not purposefully, I just think it just happened. Camera, that would that that'd be the views. That'd yeah. be a highlight clip right there. Get it the yeah, that, on camera. That channel that isn't you guys will be loving it. They'll be all yes. over that shit. <laughs> Get two point five million views in a video. The um uh, what was it we were just saying? The uh, before I started hell? thinking. I was thinking about his his six pack. Before <laughs> know, before I'm that, distracted as well. Uh, YouTubers who would pretend to quit. Oh, OnlyFans. Yeah, I had a. I don't want to say it's a hot take about OnlyFans. Okay. Uh, but I have like strong opinions about OnlyFans. I don't think they really stand out to people a lot. Um, but like I, I did want to share it. I wanted Kyle to hear it too, though, before I shared it. But yeah, Kyle, it's that you shirt. A chance to casually change your shirt on camera. That's what. Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's he what I do. No, he didn't. 
(laughs) (laughs) Where did you get this bad boy? What is it? I ordered it straight from the Trailer Park Boys official website. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking love it. I got the cheeseburger. That's beautiful. That's what it's pride. a good freeze. It's a good spot. All right. Yeah, it is. He's back. It froze. That's hilarious. It did, but yeah, it was but perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Welcome to the cheeseburger a... picnic. A man's gotta eat. Fucking twenty five dollars well spent. Have you watched Letterkenny at all? I love Letterkenny. Yeah. I've seen it all. Okay, good. Yeah, that's like our next uh, next Canadian entertainment export. Dan, I don't think you got to meet him because he came. He was like on the weird later years of Epic Meal Time. He wrote an episode of Letterkenny. He's he's on Letterkenny. Oh, sick. You know, yeah. I think I think Shores he's getting his own spinoff. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah, they should. They should. Uh, well, they know what they're doing. Um, I had a, I had a hot take about OnlyFans that I wanted to share, but it's not a hot take. But yeah, I hate hate how it's like so blatantly cool to have an OnlyFans, and the reason why I hate it, and because like, listen, I support sex workers. I love it. Do it. You want to do it? Great. Kill it. You know. Uh, I think if anyone talks badly about sex workers uh fuck them but the thing that i hate is that it is so cool and so mainstream that like something like an only fans like 16 year old girls see that now or 15 year old girls and they aspire to do that and then at 18 years old they do it and they might like they, like that's not the time to make such a decision that's not the age to do it. And I know we allow it at 18, but you don't know shit at 18. And I we love hearing the success stories. Yo, she made 30K. Great. Good for her. You know what sucks? The like 18-year-old girl that made the OnlyFans right away as soon as she was 18, did it for eight months, uh, brought in like $700 over eight months, and it wasn't worth it. And all of that content exists, and it's out there. And there's a digital footprint that – you would never be able to escape. And I started to think about this when uh, I saw uh, Mia Khalifa. She was on, uh, she was talking about, uh, you know, the horrible things that Pornhub had done or things that had happened to her. And there was just so much regret in the video that I saw that she was explaining. And I was like, this is a person who's at the top of the industry. No one goes on Twitter and says like, yo, I did OnlyFans for 10 months. And it was a waste of time, and my entire neighborhood saw me sit sit on a cucumber and put put fingers in my ass. And like, it's like at eighteen, I wasn't ready to make decisions. Even if you're a very mature girl, like you're not ready to make that lifetime decision. And you only have like normally a couple years to really milk this before it's gone. And you don't have it, or you're you're so you're, start you're, early. You're, you're coming at yeah, two yeah, different yeah. angles <laughs> with your thought process. The asset is that it's the, discouraging eighteen-year-old girls from doing this. What is your thought process? Don't you're, listen you're, to Harley, ladies. Oh, I'm saying <laughs> yeah. there isn't there isn't enough. Like you go on Twitter, you go wherever, you listen to rap, uh, like rappers or or, uh, or or musicians or like or Instagram influencers that are doing it. No one's ever going to be like, yeah, I did it, and it sucks. Instead, people are like, yo, Karinikoff showed her tits and got millions of dollars, and it's like, bro, I'm not going to sit here and crush your dreams. Okay, I won't do that. I'm not going to say that it's not going to happen. There's a chance your tits are going to be great online and people are going to love it, but there's an even greater chance that it won't. Take a crack at going on Twitch. Take a crack at doing YouTube. If you want to perform 
or you want the attention or you think you could handle being in the limelight, take a crack at that. Jumping rate to OnlyFans uh, is, unless you have this burning desire to, to stick things in your ass on the internet and share it with people, unless you have that burning desire to do that specifically, like I can't get behind it as like the default, here's a great way to make money online because yeah. a lot of people don't. And then they, and I'm not saying it's me because I don't care. I have, I have friends or people, or I know people that are uh, in porn or, or cam girls or escorts, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. But let's be honest. Society does. And we haven't gotten to that point where we don't judge and people will judge you, your, your neighborhood. If anyone in your, in your high school finds it, like they're going to share that shit everywhere. You will be judged. And will it be worth it? There's a super big chance. It's not going to be worth it. And yeah, I, I, I think just from a money, so you're 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 coming at this saying like, hey, start with the Twitch or the YouTube because like, let's just make sure you even like performing, like like maybe like you'd like performing and making money performing, not necessarily just being a dirty dirty whore online, like like that that's the easy route and it's the quickest route to making a few bucks, but maybe maybe like you could you could be successful doing these other things. I think you're ninety nine percent there. The truth is. We're going to stick stuff in your butt, but start with Twitch, start with YouTube, <laughs> because there's nothing that'll actually get me to click buy on an OnlyFans more than like a YouTuber or a Twitch streamer that I already like being like, you know what? I think I'm just going to take my clothes off. I know I've been here just playing COD for years, but like, yeah, we're going to move things up to the triple X level now. Try that on for size. Like, like I, I like that. Like if it's someone who, especially if it was some wholesome shit that they made back in the day. Well, people are always like, oh, my God, this girl made she made 20K this month. And it's like, yo, that girl was homing it up on Instagram for eight years before this day. So you can't look at that and be like, yo, and like, I know a lot of girls like growing up or whatever. They look at it and they're like, yo, I'm better looking than that person. I should do it. But there's so much more to like just being better looking. There's probably yeah. there's probably so many incredible only fans that we'll never hear about well there is that we'll never ever hear about that are, that probably could be top tier content but like you just won't see it there's so many factors but you know who are the first people to see it normally the people that are close to you in life your friend tells a friend tells a friend whatever and like i know it's not important fuck your whole high school fuck your whole town if you want but i'm just saying it's not at 18 you might not want this to be part of your life forever and it's not outlandish to say there's plenty of people who have tattoos they regret. But imagine instead of it, it was a tattoo, it was like your dad saw you getting DP'd, something like that. And you can't you can't change that. And I just like hate that there's no thought process yet. Like That's I back worse. it, do it. No one's thinking about it yet, though. No one's thinking like, oh, is this the right move? It's just What's mainstream. Worse on very your cool. permanent record, though, Harley. A regrettable tattoo or I don't know, naked content on the internet. Oh, uh, naked content a, on the internet. But for me, content on the internet gets lost, right? There's tattoos so get lasered. There's a yeah. People, it depends. It, it also depends. No one's right. ever found my nudes. You can take your tattoo right off though. Yeah. Like you, can get, you can get a you can get a cover up tattoo. They do they do excellent work there. You can there's like some lotion you rub on it and it slowly fades over the course of months and it's just gone. You get lasered right off and it's good as new. Yeah. Like See, tattoos are not nudes. permanent. Nudes, people like it all depends. Like people look at me like my nudes out there, they're like, What? Yo, I what? Yo, his dick's so little. That's crazy. <laughs> but like if I had like a weird tattoo, they'd be like, ah, silly guy. So like it depends. But I mean, you know, I don't even I personally don't even think anything's bad with a bad tattoo. It's just like, ha, ah, you got a bad tattoo. Okay. Anyways, everything else like, about life. 
I was but thinking I just about don't it. Want, I don't want you, someone to be haunted by a decision they made at 18 because it was cool during pandemic to boot up an OnlyFans. You know what I For mean? For example, like a tattoo is not going to prevent you from getting a job in corporate America as long as it's not on your face. If you you can you can have whatever you want, like as long as it's hidden by a fucking button down shirt, like and and you know a collar, you're, you, it's not going to stop you from getting a job at an accounting firm or or, or a legal uh, office or something like that. But maybe if like you were the DP queen of 2020, that might be an issue. You, you might not be able to get that same job. Well, you've kind of gone to extremes there, right? Like you compared a facial tattoo to an, a famous. Well, I'm one, saying. Right? Well, well, well but, like, I don't think I, that my argument sort of is that. You know, a lot of these girls, whatever they upload, I'll make it up. You know, 113 pictures over the course of six months. It never gets any traction. Is that stuff even like findable? Doesn't it just disappear like pee in the ocean? Mm -mm. But no, who, it's all connected. This is how you. I imagine it. People, I know how people are. I'm only talking about people. You, you, you have a friend and you guys are really tight and you tell this friend or you need help or the picture, the guy that takes pictures in your city that took pictures. There's a million ways. But just one person tells another person, and I just feel bad because I know how people are in society. I know how people could be. Like I've had, I've had a target on my back. The things that people will say to me, but I don't give a fuck. Imagine I was like a nineteen-year-old boy or girl that made a decision and didn't even really feel good about that decision, and then having that targeted on you. People don't think of the long-term goals. They think about like the long-term uh, repercussions. They're like, "Yo, this person made this much money." And maybe See, you can longer but... term than you. I think that's the difference, right? Like you're like this 19 year old regrets what they did at 18. I'm like this 27 year old. Their actions from nine years ago have now disappeared like pee in the ocean. I have this fear okay. <laughs> that goes into what you're saying, kind of that every single thing you've ever typed in your search bar, text messaged anything whatever it's all stored i've been on i've been on like the end of like a snapchat prom promotion where they were able to hook my snapchat up to my computer and what it did was uh, like for that brief period of time all the snapchats that came through it saved it on the computer and it was because they needed it to take a picture to edit or whatever so these people were sending me snaps and it was all being save 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 they didn't know though now amongst that it could have been people that just felt like on that day like sending me their tits or something but it's a saved picture now. They thought it was gone. And I saw this and I was like, damn, this is scary. Because uh, like, what if everything you've ever typed, searched, looked up, any message you've ever sent, in the grand scheme of storage, it is very small in the grand scheme of storage to take note of everything you've ever done, every picture you've ever done, everything you've ever done, everything you've ever typed and searched. And with Facebook and sites like it, there are like 7,000 data points on you specifically, who your friends are, what your phone number is, where you lived, what you love, your favorite shows, what you've said about certain shows. And this is just on Facebook, everything like that. And then you'll go to a website, a porn website, and it'll be like, want to share this on your Facebook wall? No, you fucking stupid porno website. I'll never, I'll never. Have this. you ever almost done it? Like, like, first of all, let me just say, like, like just the record, like, I don't have Twitter on my phone, but I've got yeah. Twitter and Facebook and shit. But like I have like been one step away from it. Like I said, I don't have the Twitter hooked up, but like I have accidentally hit share 
and then I like, one more button, and it would have like tweeted out like yeah. I don't know, Debbie does Dallas. Or I'm really enjoying. I'm, I'm really enjoying like <laughs> whatever it would be, you know, whatever uh, single thing, uh, whatever uh, video. But like yeah. I look at that and I'm like, yo, this is like. Like, what if everything that has ever been done, searched, whatever, anything like that, like you've been on that website, Facebook knows you were at that porn site, Twitter knows you were at that porn site, those are data points. Like, and now this is attached not just to a data point of a user, it is attached to you because your phone number is used on the device. I saw saw one the other day where this guy was trying to search sexy kiss on on a porn website and he accidentally searched sexy kids no oh my and it God. immediately like like i guess there's something built in now so they were just like whoa hang on a goddamn minute how oh no oh you're looking for some sexy <laughs> kids huh you thought you were on the dark web this is Pornhub, you freak we got your name we got your number and he's, just, and he's just like no 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 i wanted sexy kisses sexy kisses. does it have a thing does it have like a thing like, it's got like a warning he, he said I, I, I didn't want to test it out obviously but yeah but, bro you end up on a list right away yeah and then think, good luck being like no my friend did this and i was just seeing if i swear like, 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 if if you if you found out I was on some sort of fucking kitty porn watch list because I was looking for sexy kids and I tried to tell you I was searching for sexy kisses, you'd be like, okay, sure you were, yeah. pal. You know, <laughs> well, okay. my friend. It's because my friend told me about this story. No, I yeah. just want to see sexy kisses. I was feeling I was in a very vanilla mood that night. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my fear is, uh, and uh, like I I don't know how it would play out. I always thought I'd make an excellent movie idea or a Black Mirror episode. But what if your log, your log, the phone number, the device attached to you as the person was entirely open? Now, like, let's just say it was a thing like a hacker flipped a switch. And now if you went onto this particular website and you put in like Harley Morstein, you can go look at my phone activity typed in messages sent, messages received or whatever from up to eight years ago, nine years ago. And it's all logged. And I think there's like a lot of like, like when we think about privacy, you're like, oh, I don't care if the phone sees me jerk off. Let that FBI agent watch me jerk off. I don't care. But it goes deeper than that. It goes deeper. Like what if in like 15 years from now uh, you go to buy a car and get insurance and your insurance is higher because they're like, oh, no, when we checked your uh, your log here, uh, you watch a lot of race car videos. And we find out that people that watch lots of race or, car videos or we are saw, prone to be driving faster and get or, into or, more accidents. Or even more embarrassing. Like, we saw that video on your phone where you were getting your dick sucked on the freeway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Your rates are doubling. Exactly. Like, like, like exactly. I don't know. I, I, like, like, <laughs> I, like, I've gotten my dick sucked so many times on the freeway. If 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 Geico you said knew, you'd never tell anyone. I didn't, <laughs> you know, like like. Why do you guys think I did all the driving when Woody and I went to New York? <laughs> uh, anytime I've ever gotten roadhead, I ended up parking. I'm like, let's pull over right here. We don't need to do this anymore. Yeah, I. I, I Kudos I, to you, Captain <laughs> Safety. I, I, <laughs> there was nowhere that I, I I pulled over parked one time, and then literally like like some sort of like cop was driving through the park with his sirens blaring. And it scared me to death. I was like, get off me. Get off me. We've got to go. <laughs> Gosh, she's, she's attacking me. It's her. It's her. Not no, me. Not me. I've done that a bunch of times, but like, I've never thought like my insurance rates would go up. I didn't know that was a possible consequence. I'm just saying, who knows, man? You never know. <laughs> and then I'm saying like, you know, they can like, they could pull up your, your search history. Everything is attached to your phone. 
everything on your phone is attached to you and you as a person. We literally have a number that identifies who we are. All of that is is accessible. It's all there. So I'm just like, damn, what if at some point someone flips that switch and everything is public now? You can go look up like like uh, your uh, girlfriend's phone, your wife's phone, uh, your ex-girlfriend's phone, your mom, your dad, anything. People are, we are like numbered and documented and it's attached to everything we've ever searched looked up or whatever even if you're on privacy mode apparently like uh apple or whatever is getting in shit for uh tracking you during incognito mode there's no such thing right unless you're fucking cool ass big dick hacker boy on like linux or some shit doing like whatever needs to be done to to stay private everything we do is is here and the data points are crazy the information you have like i'll be on set and then i'll get home and facebook will be like hey you may know this person and I'll be like, yo, I literally never even spoke to that person, but I saw them at the gym today. How the fuck do you know? Oh, because the GPS was on on this and on their phone. Um, I, I remember we spoke about this recently because I watched like PKA hype highlights. Woody is scared when Harley shows him that his phone is tracking him. <laughs> yeah. But like, I still think about that stuff. I still think about it. I, th- I think of like if there was ever to be an attack on like on like society, like an excellent terrorist attack would be to open up everyone's phones. Like, literally just make it all like that. Imagine you saw every politician's phone and what they search for. Like, it would be complete anarchy. The police, what they search up, or police officers, or wives and and families and husbands, and everything would fall apart. You found that Trump had watched that I'm just a bill video like 30 fucking times trying to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about Afghanistan. Did Did you see Biden's speech? I thought it was excellent. I didn't. Oh, the the get tough one. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, "We're gonna find you, we're gonna track you down." And then the press secretary like took it a step further. They're like, "Could you clarify oh, yeah, some of president?" She's like, "I think it made me. I think he made it very clear that he doesn't want them to be on the earth anymore, and that we're gonna do our best to accomplish make that a thing." I like, yeah. Well, before we get into right. it, because I want to get into it, I was I was uh, watching a Twitch streamer yesterday waiting for him to talk about it, and I ended up falling asleep because it was like four, five a.m. or something. Um, but you guys got to get him on here at some point. I don't know if he was an option. John Zerka. You guys know of Zerka? Yeah, John Zerka. And I don't, I don't know his audience. I, it's, he's just a streamer that I watch and I, and I come on here and I just think he'd be a great addition to the show one time. And I, and I knew I wanted to say it before I got here. And then you brought up Joe Biden's speech and I was like, okay, I got to remember that. And I'll bug Chiz about it too. And maybe put them in contact or some shit. But yeah, uh, John Zerka, it's a good one. And. And I was waiting for him to talk about it. It didn't happen. I fell asleep. So I'm happy to hear you guys talk about it. Uh, yeah. Something Harley speech. said earlier about like this division, how people just totally suck Trump's dick or totally suck Biden's dick. It's a little frustrating to me because Biden is saying this kind of stuff that Republicans would love this like, hey, <laughs> We're pulling out of Afghanistan. They loved that last year. They absolutely loved it. They bragged about it all the way up. Trump was like, dude, I made it happen. This is me. I said pull out in May. He tried to undo it. He couldn't. I tied his hands. Now they're completely ignored that. They've removed that from their website, et cetera. Uh, now they're acting like this was all Biden's idea of pulling out. Now, we all agree the execution could be better. But there he's doing shit that Republicans should love, and they hate it now because it's him doing it. We got attacked by ISIS, right? He's like, we are going to 
Like he practically gave the I have a very specific set of skills speech out yeah. there at, at the podium. And uh, and, you know, he is going to hunt them down. He's going to kill them. He's going to remove them from the earth. And it was tough and it was well delivered. So what do the Republicans do? They act like he has dementia. They're wondering who his handler is like that same old tired bullshit. And it's like, bro, you love this shit. You love yeah. it. I love it. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, am I being biased when I love it? Am I allowed to? I don't, I don't know. But I like you know, true. people. I like, I, I like what I like. I, I think I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good yeah. at, at like, like just liking what I like and not caring whose team it is necessarily on. Um, you know, That's I you're supposed to be. I, I mm-hmm. think it is. Like, like, like. Look, I, I I like Trump more than Biden. I I, I genuinely okay. think Biden might have a few screws loose, just a little bit. But but like, it's not like Trump was a fuck was like the professor, you know? Like it's not <laughs> like he was coming out like with fucking flow charts and shit. And like it was just, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm probably wrong about about that opinion. However, like. I feel like they both did a pretty good job on this Afghanistan thing and, and about war in general. I really like yes. that Trump was like, I feel like Trump would have pulled out, but, but like he really wanted to keep the right happy. He really wanted to keep like the, the insiders from the right happy. And they, and, and he, it seemed like he was like, yeah, we're, we're getting out of there. Of course we're, what are you guys talking about? It's, it's so expensive. What are we doing? And they were like, nah, nah. Yeah. Cause that's not here's my question. Doing. Trump, like, left a goodbye note but he didn't pull out he was president for four years nothing has changed in the last 10 years in afghanistan so why didn't trump do it why is it all trump did is make an agreement with the taliban to so that he like so that the next guy would pull out that that was what he accomplished and i like that trump was legitimately anti-war it, it would seem you know and, and he was also willing to get tough sometimes like he bombed that guy from iran i forget his name but he pulled out of the Syria thing um, and he you know, wanted to pull out of Afghanistan. I'm not sure he would have. Right. Because he didn't. He didn't get it done. All he did is say that he would if reelected. Why didn't you do it? Biden did it. Having said that, I think he wanted to and I give him a little credit for his heart being in the right place. He just didn't get it done. Biden did. And now they're all pissed off at him. And then too much team bias nonsense. In this. I think it's this. It's interesting. Like one thing, I don't think there's te- team bias necessarily on. Doesn't seem so anyway. Is the is the vaccine? It seems like stupid is as stupid does when it comes to the vaccine. Because I saw Trump in like Alabama or somewhere, you know, right in his fucking wheelhouse, being like, you know, and and you know how how he speaks. He's he's excellent at talking to a crowd and saying saying a lot but saying nothing at the same time. And uh, he said something like. You know, and they got this vaccine, and the vaccine is good, and the vaccine is great, and you know, hey, I've got it. the vaccine, but I, but uh, you know, you you got your rights, you got your rights, freedoms. You know, he, he got your freedoms. You know, on one hand, he's saying like, get the vaccine. On the other, saying if you don't want it, don't get it. And like, like, like he's just like putting those right next to each other, and and the crowd still is like like booing him. And the more they boo, the more he's like, yeah, you got your freedoms though, you got your freedoms. Might yeah, be mercury in there. Hey, it might be mercury in there. <laughs> Dude, I think Trump <laughs> is weak as fuck on his vaccine pushing, right? You know, he had to get it privately. His whole fucking administration, back when the vaccine was really oh, hard Oh, come on. You get. know why he got it privately, though. He didn't want to roll his sleeve up in public. <laughs> they could have cut that out of frame, What if they put, but, like, what if they seized you a Rambo arm on him? <laughs> I was making the point that his whole administration used their privilege back when they were the White House 
to get the vaccine before anybody else could. And they all did it privately, right? They all wanted it and they didn't tell their followers that it was a desirable thing to get. I think they're absolutely anti-virus in the Trump White House when they should have said, this is the Trump vaccine. The Trump vaccine is saving us. They could be beating the Trump saved us drum well into the Biden presidency, but they played it wrong. Yeah, I would have named I would have named the fucking vaccine the Trump vaccine. And and Biden would have had to been like, they'd be like, which which vaccine did you get, President Biden? Well, I got the Trump vaccine. <laughs> if, if Biden had had to say those words. It would have been so beautiful. Like, 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 like that would have been such a good piece of media to just have to roll out for the next yeah. campaign. Like, 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 like Trump saved America. Bi- Bi- Biden is just a fucking middleman to the solution. Like, like Trump's plan. Biden executed it because you because you guys weren't smart enough to to keep the the bully in there. You wanted to put the guy who stutters in instead. Um, I find it so, yeah, it, it is just like, it's just so crazy to me. I think uh, there's a lot more influencers that do politics now more than ever. And I just can't help it, but I instantly default to like, even people I watch, I'm like, oh, this guy's a grifter. All I see are grifters, like people that are like pushing politics so hard. That's their money. That's where they make their money. It's always going to come down to that. This is their livelihood first and foremost. Yeah. So like, if like uh, Biden did something that makes sense, it doesn't sell though to say that it doesn't sell, and they got to make their money. I or understand Trump being works both ways. Works both ways. I understand being passionate about um, political things like 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 gun control or, or marijuana legalization. Those are things I care about, right? Um, obviously, the marijuana thing. I'd love for them to expunge my record, but like. Jesus, I don't fucking talk about it twenty four fucking seven. Like, like, like I got it's guys. Not your identity. It's not my right? identity. It, I, I, I know gun self worth is not wrapped up in who your president is. But like, I know guys in the gun community, and it's like their Twitter feed is nothing but like, oh my god, they're taking, the, they're gonna take this from you, and they're gonna take that from you. And here's the Constitution, and here's this and that, and it's just like, do you ever tweet that like, oh, oh Saturday afternoon, enjoy my freedoms, cooking some steak on the barbecue, and. Oh. Then, for real, that's exactly what I'm saying is like, like I look at like even like even like no matter who, even if like that's a perfect example, like like, you know, like these gun toting big dick bad boys. Shut up, bro. You're a bitch. Everyone fucking complains these days like everyone bitches, everybody bitches. And it's always someone's fault. And something's always the next thing to complain about. And I, I, I brought it up like uh, the last time I was on it was um a rapper that I find so fascinating. Um, and I, I didn't say him by name, but his name is uh, Tom McDonald. And he's like a, a very fascinating rapper. Uh, not my style. Uh, I, I don't really get behind his message, but he concisely takes his message and wraps it out for his audience. And his audience loves it. And I find it fascinating because of the things he says and how he hyped up his audience is. And I look at it and I'm like, this guy's fucking complaining. He's just complaining. Every single new song. And like he's, you know, his he's a Canadian dude, or he was born in Canada, I'm not really sure. But like, you know, his like uh his whole message is like, you know, like fuck the woke people. If you're woke, like you're an idiot, the government and the media are lying to us and controlling us. And it plays up the whole thing. He's literally his rap sounds like a Facebook rant from like uh like a crazy like uh right wing like Facebook page. Uh, but I find it fascinating. He's very popular. He packages his stuff and he markets it and delivers it in a, in a way. And he's he's very successful. But I look at it and I'm like, bro, constant complaining. And then you get in the chat and they're like, yeah, man, these fucking people. And it's always they, this, they, like, who is they, bro? 
We are look, they. We're all I, they. And everyone's look, always bitching. I look down on the guys that are upset about who whatever, like, your part of the media is telling you to be upset about right now. I'm probably guilty of it sometimes, but like when Dr. Seuss was canceled, all the guys on my Facebook feed, they're totally in just obsessed with these two books that no one read that I guess had like racist yeah. images in them or something. And it's like, bro, I feel like you're being played. You didn't ever, you didn't care about those books. There's a guy right now talking about the maybe 12 dead soldiers yeah, you didn't post a pic, an image of a single dead soldier during the Trump administration, but now it's the biggest deal to you. Yeah, you're just being upset at things they're telling you to be upset about. This isn't that might be apples and oranges, though. Though I do agree completely with your stand, your, your your general like like idea there, because like the the soldiers thing, yeah, that guy's a fucking like Trumper who's like, oh, here's another thing to picket Biden for that I would have never thrown in Trump's face. The Dr. Seuss thing, you could kind of like stand on an island where you say, you know, that old adage where like they came for Dr. Seuss and no one is no one up came and for him. No one told Dr. The company said these books don't sell and they're kind of a landmine out there that someone's eventually going to step on and be mad at us for. OK, well, Let's name another thing like, like Aunt Jemima's fucking syrup or Uncle Ben's ride. Did anyone come for these? Like, like maybe they did. But in, in the Dr. Seuss one in particular. It was the company who internally decided to, to do this. Maybe yeah. Aunt Jemima, there was a movement to take. I need to speak to Aunt Jemima herself and see how she <laughs> feels about them removing her from her own syrup bottle. Because first of all, that's a wide hip, sexy black woman. And I'd like to have more of her in my life. And second of all, that, that syrup is delicious. That It's some of the best syrup. Their low calorie version only has 10 calories for two tablespoons. They should pay me for this, by the way. Um, huh. It's it's good syrup. It's very tasty. Low calorie maple syrup is not as sinful as I thought it was before I started counting. Five calories, calories for two tablespoon. If you if you use the kind that uh, that I that I've been liking, I, almost sure I use exactly what you told me to get. And and uh, yeah, it, it, I Kyle did this. This is what sold me on it. He's like, I'm putting maple syrup in everything. I use it to sweeten my oatmeal. That might not be a good example, but I do. like, like it, yeah, yeah. So it was. And, and I'm and he's like, so I, I I finished a whole bottle, and I'm like, well, it must add up. How many calories are an entire bottle of maple syrup? It was like 120 or 140, something yeah. like that. It's like, oh, yeah. Turns out five plus five plus five doesn't add up to a lot. It was it was like 18 minutes of jogging for an entire <laughs> bottle of syrup. And that syrup <laughs> added so much like happiness into my life. Like, like, like every bottle is just like, like fucking cradle that shit at night. Because like, like you said, like I put it in everything. Like, like, like anything that would be better for like coffee. How about a little maple coffee? Like, 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 like everything. That, like, I sweeten everything with it that that could like. We it. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I love it on everything. I love maple cookies. I love, I love maple cake. I love everything. Maple is just, it's just great. I just, I just, I don't even have to say it. It goes without saying. Like I'm in Quebec. I'm in like the hub of of it. Like, but literally, like I go out. I go to the grocery store, and the maple syrup in the grocery store is from like uh, within a mile from here. I hear Vermont has better. Yeah. That's okay. True. Yeah. Yeah. You heard that. That's word on the street. Everybody's saying that Canadian right, maple right, syrup. They're saying the Canadian maple syrup has mercury in it. And if you Vermont? want the real shit, you go to Vermont. New Hampshire. I heard that Canadian Vermont, Vermont maple syrup dessert. changes your DNA. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Dude, true. We were talking I about hope so. 
I'm not happy only, with this DNA. We were talking about <laughs> OnlyFans is a job that like regretful. I watched two YouTubers who were committing suicide in different ways. And I don't even catch every video. I just check in on them because I'm curious. Uh, one is, oh, I need to look up her name real quick. My mouse is moving so fast. What do you mean? Eugenia Cooney. Are you familiar with her? Oh, no, wait. Okay, wait. You're not. So you don't, you're not intentional. No, not intentional. But um, I know, I only know this person uh, because I have, by the way, I'm deep on YouTube drama. It's always been a uh, with, um, a thing of mine, uh, a guilty pleasure. Uh-huh. I know her because she was friends with Shane and um, she people were commenting a lot on how she looks and how she's what's oh, happening no. And, oh, no. and everything like that. Yeah, uh, this woman is. Yeah, yeah. Can you just show her a little bit? So I, I, like, like, is this someone that you you're friends with in some way? Or should I should I? Not me. Them? I don't know this person at all. I have no loyalty so I don't, to anyone I don't, on YouTube. I don't need to temper myself. <laughs> you put her full screen and just so people can see her, Zach. Look how thin um, she is. She looks like she's dying of of something that is incurable. She uh, does for, a makeup channel, like a hair and beauty channel. Yeah, but obviously well, uh, she. You talks mean you about, mean for like. For, for like people who dress up dead bodies or like <laughs> she actually did a cosplay of a dead body recently and it got a lot of attention oh all right all right now that's yeah, she looks a little better in that one like a yeah, little turn around <laughs> um i don't know the date you're on donating 50 dollars to als you need to spend that at kfc bitch <laughs> jesus christ what's turn the around date on that one zach August twenty third, twenty fourteen. Oh, she's oh, melted off a good. She's lost yeah. a good ten pounds since then. And she, this is a chick who did not have ten to give. Yes. So I just check in with her every so often to see like how she's doing. She talks about her mental health from time to time. And poor girl, she suffers from all the people criticizing the way that she looks. She doesn't like to hear it. But how can you not? Here I am. You know, like so. That's her. There's another one. He's a motorcycle guy well don't watch this eugenia <laughs> yeah right sorry eugenia because you're killing yourself slowly but surely more so than the people who eat a fucking bucket of fried chicken every yeah. day eugenia i don't know how to convince you you will still be hot with 20 pounds of body fat you'll be much it's hotter not, it's not it's and nothing we're, we're gonna say is gonna be productive or useful or helpful people uh and i don't right. know her personally or anything right. at all but i i have a family that works with People with eating disorders, and it's just it's a major, major s- s- mental illness. Is there medication? Like, I could flip the switch. There's honestly, little... from from what I gathered, asking questions and listening to people, there's lit- it's like a, a a point in 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 health where we really do not know what to do yet. We don't know how to help these people. We don't know how to make them make permanent changes. Sometimes they bounce back and do better. But apparently, from what I understand, and I'm super ignorant on it, we are we are at a loss. And these people, I don't try not to offend anyone. These yeah. people are very, very, uh, very sick. You know these what I've like, seen these that are like works? The sickest people. What I've seen that works, and this, I'm not I'm not joking anymore. Um, I've seen chicks that were um, look like that, whether they were bulimic or anorexic or or whatever eating disorder was the was the cause root cause, and they turned that into actually like extreme fitness, like lifting. And, and, and it sort of like uses a similar part of like their mental illness, but in a more constructive way, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where it's like – That's where Pete did that actually. Where they're lifting weights and getting big and muscular and, and they can, they can, they're still lean as fuck. 
but they've actually they don't look so frail and it's got to be a healthier thing because now they're eating calories that they're utilizing because yeah. like like she doesn't have any muscle or fat like she and it's just downhill from there but but whereas like I, i've definitely seen like at least two or three people including furious pete that you mentioned who turned anorexia or bulimia whatever into like being a pretty like soup like like really thick big like strong people like like i don't know bodybuilding's the right term but like i don't know just getting super into lifting and getting big and strong and fit so zach's gonna queue up the other guy that i watch so this guy rides motorcycles on the street really fast like he's much better than i'll ever be at, at riding fast but he'll never be like a world-class gp racer I, I, in my head he's the equivalent of wings of redemption ed cod really really good better than almost everybody but not one of those you know mlg pros so he's carved out a youtube space for himself he has like eight hundred and eighty thousand subscribers like it's, it's really big for a motorcycle channel but um to get people's interest he has to almost kill himself every ride he has all these close calls and when zach finally cues this up uh here we go this wasn't a close call so this is how he rides. I know it's a little stuttery, but hang in there. Oh, you can go to yeah. I was just say you can go to like yeah. I, I had a timestamp. I just, I just wanted people to get a taste of normal riding. Yeah, he goes really fast and like goes down like where his knees almost touching the pavement. Yeah, and shit's about to get real. Ah! Ah! I, I, ah! Oh! Oh, I don't quite shit. gather. I don't quite gather oh, like, what what was the cause of that. Oh, he he, he, he right smashed into the back of that car. He like nudged it. Oh, the car, his car, the car. No, the, the cause of it was the car. The car like moved yeah. a, about a foot and a half, two feet to the right. It's the car. Look, if he's driving you're in like a car. A, if you're in a car and someone's ripping by you like that, you do kind of you're like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, Where, like now, the car is going to the shoulder. It looks like he doesn't know. The, the car is going to the side, but it would be normal for a car to swing wide and cut the apex like that. Like, you know, uh, like, like I almost, did. I don't know it. I could be wrong. It almost looked like the car did it on purpose, but I think the car was just panicking because they saw him coming up so fast and they did and they did the wrong thing. He moves quit very quickly to the apex of that corner, almost in a way like that he meant to do that. Like, look how he's on the white line. Um, Did and he assume uh, the motorcycle was going to go to the left, and that's why he went right. I mean, who fuck passes you on the right? Like, 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 like right. I'm not trying to put the onus necessarily on the car because, like, dudes on a fucking crotch rocket passing you on the right going 90. Like, yeah, something. I, I don't think we put the fault on the on the car driver, but but I think if you, I think that was a big part of what caused the crash. I wonder. Yeah, so there was a hole there that closed, and, and he was going to the right. If you watched it more carefully and, and you could see it straight up, there's also sand on the right. If that car doesn't move, he's still in a lot of trouble. I don't know that he was going to make it at that speed because of the road conditions. But anyway, I watch this guy all the time, and it's partly because like. He'll, he he uh, he keeps almost killing himself. Like that's his content, where he just rides around in unpredictable conditions, doing crazy stuff. What is this? So Zach pasted something. I'll yeah, be the bad guy it. here. I'm much older. I've been riding sport bikes since the mid '80s. I've seen guys like you, Max, come and go. Some are in the ground now. You've got more guts than brains. While that's exciting, you're also gambling your life. 
You've got the absolute skill to burn up the track. He'll probably even be endorsed. You're definitely taking the love of this hobby to the limit. Don't let it kill you. I bet he's seen that comment. It's the top comment. Yeah. But that's like, look, I, I'm not knocking. Like, he's a million times more talented than me at motorcycling. But he's in the hospital every couple of years, and all his motorcycles are bought with like GoFundMe's from the, the accidents. Yeah, that, I, I'm, that's it. That's I, I, I may be the only one here, but like, like I see the girl as like the girl, the girl they eating. Oh, oh the Eugenia Queen. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like, like I get that they're kind of in the same league. These are both people who are like doing dangerous things, and they're in the public eye. But one of them is doing the dangerous things to stay in the public eye, and the other one is in the public eye and the dangerous thing. Is honestly, I, I maybe this is kind of weird and mean, even meaner to say than like giving her a hard time about being so skinny. Would she be so like noteworthy if she didn't have the eating disorder? Like, like is she so good at cosmetics that she would be like this this known cosmetics channel if she did if her hook wasn't that she looks like she's killing herself? She's got millions of views with Shane Dawson, and he did that. Uh, um, like he kind of like. Like she, yeah, she was already a, a thing, but I feel like that put her on more. Like I only like this Shane Dawson thing has thirty two million views, uh, and another one she has like five million views uh, with Shane, um, and it revolved around that. It revolved around that. So I the wonder. Energy. It's yeah, it's tough, tough to say, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember there was one guy who'd always trying to do cool shit, and he. Do you remember this? Oh, I hate thinking about it. He shattered his like heel. He jumped off a pool, like a hotel, into the pool, and the whole thing was like he was going to be really close to the ledge, but he hit his heel on the ledge and like shattered it. And he had needed this GoFundMe, and the entire GoFundMe was like filled with one dollar donations, being like, "Yeah, here's a dollar. Thanks for the content. You're a fucking idiot," and like things like that. And like people watch because it's like what they want to see. Like, why do you think that like Hood Olympics milk crate shit is popping off? <clears throat> It's not yeah. people successfully doing it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, fully people hurting themselves. You're, you're making my point for me because, like, my whole thing was like, mm -hmm. I think that they're watching because it's so fucked up and dangerous. Like, like in the motorcycle guy's case, if he was just making regular moto vlogs, like I watch, um, who's that guy we watch? The, um, um, he's got like a catching it. Yammy noob. Yeah. I, I watch his because he's informational. I like his bike reviews. They give bikes away. Like, like, how can I not like, yeah, I'll subscribe. You're gonna give a fucking Indian away? <laughs> like, like I'll I'll take a one in ten thousand shot at a free fucking Indian. Let's go, clickety click. But um, I enjoy his content for that. I don't know if your fucking squid buddy here, not not that he's your buddy, this the squid guy here, um, like is gonna catch my eye for anything other than being an asshole out on the roads. Like I'm watching the same reason I watch Jackass. I want to see him like be death defying and maybe even crash uh, with the girl. I don't know. Like, like maybe if you're her body type, you're like, oh yeah, she found a way to like make me look pretty, even though I've got an eating disorder. Like, like I, is that her hook? I don't think so. I think people are watching to like come back and be like, oh no, it's gotten worse. Yeah, yeah or gotten better. Either one's interesting. To yeah, me. that's that's true too. I mean, like one video like that I always watch in here, and it does come down to it is this guy. There's like a fucking. Like, and I, I do like his channel. I've seen all his videos, but this one clip, there's like a truck there. And he has this high-powered rifle and he shoots the truck and the door goes flying and like almost misses him. This door would have cut him in half. I've watched this clip on his channel so many times. 
even though I've seen the rest of his channel, this particular clip where he literally almost dies is the one where I'm like, oh shit. You guys hold on, let me pull it up. You guys should you guys should check it out. Yeah, I like that stuff. Yes, Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I liked doing dangerous stuff in videos. Like, like I like I like for things. Yeah, to I watched your videos because of the dangerous <laughs> shit, bro. Like yeah. I watched it, I was like, "Yo, this guy." Like we used to watch it and be like, "Yo, yo, do you see how, bro? He fucking blew up the car." Or like when you there's like fire and shit, and I felt like you had to do that. You had to do more things to amp it up and take it up and take it up and take it up. And I used to be like, damn, like this week we got to use more pizza. This week, <laughs> this week for him, he's like using C4 on a drone. Yeah. Yeah. It literally was stuff like that. It was, it was, I wanted things to look as dangerous as possible while being as safe as possible. And there's a, it, it, there's a weird sort of diagram where it's like, oh, this looks incredibly dangerous. And I'm like, yeah, because it kind of is. And then, but, but you don't want anything, you don't want them to be even, right? You don't want to be like a 50 50 overlap where, like, yeah, it looks dangerous because it is incredibly dangerous. I tried to, like, it should try look to more do dangerous than it really is. It should look more dangerous than it really is. Um, no, there I think that car times. door, that car door is one of the craziest. <clears throat> is it a car bro? door? I'm mixing it up with a yeah, door. yeah, it's, it's like the pickup truck and the fucking, but, I well, remember, both like, you're 100%. It's both of those happen, bro. Um, the, the refrigerator door came back and uh, and took Scotty out. Um, let's see. I'm wearing a chive shirt. Let's see. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I remember something. Look at his little arm. How adorable your neck is in that one. The, uh, Yo, this is fucked. This oh, is actually Yo, that is crazy, bro. You couldn't put the Every TNT time. or the... the the hell is it called that binary yeah so every so time what happened, that it's so fucked to me dude that is yeah, so fucked. the uh the, the reason that happened what he was about to say it but um uh i usually hung the explosives the tannerite from the rear view mirror so they're centralized in the cabin of the truck and they're also easy to hit and this car that truck did not have a rear view mirror because i'd gotten it from a, like a junk lot or something and so it had to be attached to like the oh shit handle on the passenger side and uh and so it's just right against the back of the door and it created a shaped charge that's how shape charges work you've got explosives on one side and on the other side you've got a flat piece of metal and they the, obviously the explosive mm. like sends that metal forward to like do damage it's it's how like lots of like weapons of war are built claymores are somewhat built like that lots of like armor piercing like munitions are built that way but in this case we sent a fucking truck door back at me at the speed of light Bro, I watch it once a month. I watch it once a month, literally. I'm like, yo, this guy didn't almost just die. He almost got fucking cut in half by mangled steel. It would have been pretty rough. Um, it could have killed yeah. me for sure. It could have maimed me a little. Um, I kind of wish it had hit me, but like not injured me too badly. <laughs> like, like if it had like hit me and sent and like 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 blunt impact, like like the edges don't hit me. Like if it, if it just like hits me flat and like knocks me on my ass and I like pop back up, like oh, that kind of hurt. I think that would have been even well, more. At that point, it's slicing by a real close and just yeah. giving you a badass scar. Give me one of those. <laughs> and your bloody face, you're like, have a nice day. I oh, I had totally well. done it. <laughs> I had totally good. done it. I think that if you got hurt, it would have been hard to land future sponsors. That it would have gone so viral. That's a sponsored video, by the way. There's a reason I'm wearing a chive shirt. There's <laughs> <laughs> an like irresponsible gun owner thing would like give you so much attention. Well, he's standing like 15 feet. 
from the fucking truck. I'm real close to that truck. <laughs> He's so Are you? close to the truck. Oh yeah, we're close. I like as I like I'm I could be uh, kind of a pussy with certain things. I would have stood further away from him holding the gun than he was from the truck. <laughs> like he was like in there, but that was part of it. It was like that was the aspect you knew there couldn't be one motherfucker in the comments be like pussy stand further away pussy. Like you th- there was no room for guys like that. No, so, like that's that's how you like that's how you take it. Like that's where you go with it. Yeah, that, and, that, that and clip I, is I, insane to me. And I oh. also like the framing, you know, of the shot, right? Where you've got like just enough, you got all of me like waist to head filling the left side of the, the, the frame. And then that truck is we're so close that it's filling the rest of the frame. So when you get a big pop, it just like it's a cool visual. That's that, that's what I always we would that's what like I would move closer. I'm sure we could have gotten an expensive lens that would have accomplished all of this, but uh, but no, <laughs> I was I was like, we're using a big ass Panasonic 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 with fucking zoom on it, and it's just is like that Gator is that Gator holding it? Yeah, it's Gator. Oh, He's actually, right next to you? actually, that day I had hired. <laughs> I a, imagine uh, it goes through his legs and he doesn't move either. It's just screw his legs. I've got a full crew that day, actually. I've got um I've got like a I had hired like a five thousand dollar per day uh production crew with a high speed camera. There's high speed footage of that somewhere. Um like 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 I don't know, maybe two thousand frames per second, three thousand frames per second, something like that. And uh they had never filmed with me before. These guys were like semi-local and what after they're all very professional, they didn't say shit, right? So we didn't have to do any audio engineering. But afterwards, they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? It went right by us. And now that I know it's 2,000 frames per second, imagine just like a car door slicing your head and face off in half in 2,000 millis- like 2, frames per second. I would go on the dark web and be like, yo, you remember FPS Russia? I got the clip. I got the clip of him getting mangled by a car door. Two thousand frames per second. Someone would have uploaded it for me. Like, 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 let's get it fucking going. I wouldn't give a shit. Like, everyone should see that. It, that was that would have been so fucking cool. Like, I don't want to die or anything. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to die. But if I'm gonna die, let's fucking upload that shit to my main channel. Let's get this shit a, a hundred million views or something like that. If I'm gonna die, um, that was wild though. Uh, and it was. But you know, like we did more dangerous shit than that. Like, like I, I had a cannon shoot right past me one time and cut a tree down behind me. Uh, we didn't upload that one. Kitty thought that I, one didn't look a little rough. I did always. I did watch your videos with the knowledge of being like danger is an ingredient in these videos. Absolutely, there was like an element of people would always be like, uh, you know, the the things like, oh, is it Russian? Is this guy real? Uh, then being like, oh, he knows how to shoot. Like he's good at shooting. You had that part too. But then there was like, I always believe that there was like three elements to make something viral or interesting on the internet. Something that made you have to have your reaction. Then another thing where you're like putting your hand on the mouse is actually Freddie Wong told me this. And then the third thing, which will make you share it. And that third thing's important. So it was always like the third aspect was always danger was always a present ingredient. And I think people like we were talking about, like to your point, like people like that shit. What I did early on is like I reckon like I saw what viral videos were. You know, they'd be these one-off things, like like I don't know, chocolate rain or something like that. Or or one of them would be like, you know, like like some sort of natural disaster, something like that. And I was like, there's these videos, they get like a hundred million views, like they all have some commonalities in them. Like, like, like if you could just do that every week, like that could be a career. If you could just if you knew how to make a viral video at will 
Like, like that's a thing. So I thought that like the mystery of the character was interesting. I thought that um, it being dangerous was a comp- was definitely going going to always have to be a component of it. It being short, like, like none of this 10, 20 minutes. Short, short was a big deal back then. Short was like, I looked at like, like before I put up like that was our most popular video, fast food lasagna at the time. I was like, bro, this is five and a half minutes. Bro, five and a half minutes. People aren't watching YouTube for hours, bro. We can't do five and a half minutes. Now I sit down and I look at a video. It's like eight minutes. I'm like too short. Yeah. I, I felt like if you could squeeze everything into five minutes, you had a fucking home run. If you had five minutes of just nonstop, like if you could squeeze in some jokes, if you could make the person laugh, gasp, and and then fucking like re- rewind a little and watch a thing for a second time. Like those were big components to me. Uh, I was I was I was like, all right, we gotta get a, get as many jokes as we can in there. At least one of them will be funny. Um, we gotta we gotta have something in there where they're just like, oh, 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 okay. And then we gotta have one moment where they're just like, hang on, I gotta see that again. There's co- that again. there's companies that take uh uh like your content, all your content, and like they'll uh package it for Facebook. And re-upload, you wouldn't even have to do a single thing. It would work great for FPS Russia. It would work great for PKA highlights. Uh, and you, they would just you just give them access to your content. You sign a little deal with them, um, and you know where you making like uh, you know at least half of the lion's share. And then they just do their best to monetize your content on Facebook. Because to be honest, like FPS Russia, PKA, they would just like that would vibe very hard. Like if I that popped up on Facebook, like were the Nazis that bad? People be like, "Yes, bro, been waiting for this on Facebook." Facebook like, Go, finally, someone who's speaking my Go. language. <laughs> As they're wearing an SS cap, <laughs> it's stylish. We've covered that. It's a tentpole topic. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and and then you know, like, I, I think the refrigerator door thing. Um, that one was uh, silly. Every time something bad happened, it was a product of failures that that were a little bit out of my hands. Where I could and I could have prevented them, but like it was it was a sort of like the show must go on kind of thing that happened where like the refrigerator door thing that happened because um, the explosives that I had were supposed to work with shotguns, but they just weren't working. And we were making a video with a Sega 12 shotgun, a, you know, a, a Russian fully automatic shotgun trying to blow up this. Uh, I think I had a red dot. Um, it didn't work. I don't remember exactly what it was, but you're, you're thinking of in the red, uh, and uh, and and it wasn't working. It, it wasn't working with the shotgun. I think it was uh, I think it was Tannerite's um, low velocity stuff. I think I had some of that. It, anyway, it wasn't working, and uh, and so I had my my friend with a rifle, and what he was going to do is like when I fire the shotgun shot, he's going to time it just right. He's going to hit it with a rifle, and we get the visual of the shotgun blowing the door up. And uh, he had been drinking apparently. L- l- I didn't know that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go, boom. And then he goes, pow. And then it blows up. And I'm just like, well, we just blew the door up. I only had the one door, you know? And 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 he's like, God damn it, Kyle. I'm sorry, man. I, I should have told you I had a couple beers before. I, I was in, you know, I, I was at my house when you came and got me and I'd had a few. And I'm like, we should probably should have said something, man. You're back behind me with a rifle. <laughs> and he's just yeah. like, well, I wasn't going to hit you. I was like, all right, I guess not. I was like, what are we going to do now? I was like, we got like an hour of sun left. He's like, I got an old refrigerator at the house. Y'all can have that. And so we took his old refrigerator out in the field and we filmed with that. Same technique, um, different shooter behind the rifle who could get the timing right because they were fucking sober. <laughs> and uh, and when it when it went off, you know, 
it's a fucking refrigerator and we're so close to it and a big chunk of like bendy sharp steel just hit scott right in the fucking leg and um i don't know it makes the video better i'm glad it, nobody really got hurt he got a few stitches it was all good but uh you know that that video went extra viral because he got hurt uh so you know nothing no you know it went fine i thought sure, yeah worth it all the injuries were because of stuff like that though i don't think there was any I had some little injuries, like 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 nothing to even like speak of. But like I had bullets, like ricochets come back and hit me and like draw a little blood. Um, I had a fifty cal round come straight back at me and hit me in the chest one time, and I looked down and it's just there, and I, it's just like <laughs> it's a fifty caliber bullet. Like I had been like Were you shooting. wearing anything thick, like a coat. I was wearing an FPS Russian shirt, <laughs> professional Russian T-shirts. Like, <laughs> they're still for sale, like maybe. Yeah, they're bulletproof, by the way. Get one. Especially in law enforcement. It'll it's save you. Good I, that's not a true thing. But I, I'm like shooting like con pressurized concrete was bup, 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 and this armored round comes straight back like a tennis ball or something. And I feel it and I like look, I'm but I just keep filming. And when we're done filming, I'm just like, here's one of the bullets, guys. And they're like, Where'd you get that? I'm like, it just hit me in the fucking chest. It came back and hit me. And then another time we were shooting frangible bullets. These are bullets that are meant for like specifically things like if you're uh, an air marshal and you're going to have to shoot a gun in an airplane there, they take a very fine copper powder and like denim and they compress them into a bullet. And that way it'll like go into a person and kill them. But even if it were to go through them, if it were to hit something hard, like the fuselage of a plane, it just goes poof. It's also, like if, they're target friendly. Like if, if you were to shoot a lot of rounds it pierce your targets and damage the thing you're shooting at like at an indoor range yeah i know when i went to new jersey and they required frangible ammo because they didn't want anyone busting up their targets yeah that's usually because they've got cheap steel for their targets um now armor piercing rounds they'll fuck up even the best armored steel but uh, um but like regular full metal jacket they you're fine but um i i had two versions of this stuff i had handgun and the handgun stuff, you could you could walk right up to steel target and go ping, ping, ping. And I mean, the barrel is this far from the target, which means that I'm this far from the target. And I'm just going ping, 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 ping with a 1911. And the bullets are going poof. And it feels like sand hitting you at like kind of high velocity. It, it, it barely stings. It's cool. It's like, oh, my God, this is so cool and safe. And uh, and so I filmed that. And then I'm like, give me the AR-15 version, the 556 stuff. And we slap that in an AR. And I'm. I just start approaching a target while like dumping a magazine. I'm just like ping, 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 ping as I walk closer and closer and closer to the target. And at some point I got too close and the splatter shoots me in the crotch and it just shoots fragments all in my, like it didn't hit my dick, but it hits both of my inner thighs. And I finish filming the video, like camera turns off and I pull my pants down to my ankles and like roll my boxers up and my thighs are just bleeding because there's just bullets all in my fucking inner thighs. Um, and then one time when we were shooting the minigun, um, and I was like holding it like fucking Jesse Ventura from, from predator, uh, one of the bullets exploded in the belt feeder next to my thigh. And I thought I was legitimately shot. Um, and sure. when I, when I, we finished filming and I like dropped my pants again and it looked like a cigar burn on my inner thigh because it had exploded and just like went through my pants and then kept sizzling in against my skin, but it didn't like penetrate me. But I thought I was, I thought I might be dying on that one. Cause we were so far from help. But other than that, it was mostly like a few close calls here and there. Mm. I, read, I did. Yeah. Kyle? Pardon? Ad time? Oh, you said ad time. Oh, I didn't know what the words were. Yeah. Uh, goat. If you're buying sneakers online, there's a good chance that the shoe you're looking at is fake. 
How can you be sure that it's real? Well, GOAT.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They're the largest market marketplace in the world for authentic Yeezys, Jordans, and over 600,000 other sneaker listings. They've made the whole process frictionless and trustworthy. They do this by only accepting sellers with the best reputation and by verifying all sneakers to ensure their authenticity for their buyers. Every detail is inspected from the stitching and the color to the size and the weight. Go certifies that every pair of sneakers on their site match exact factory specifications. With over half a million sneakers on the platform and 10 million users, you won't find better prices for verified 100% authentic sneakers anywhere else. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at goat.com slash PKA. That's goat.com slash PKA. Plus, you'll, of course, be supporting the show, supporting all of us, making us look good for our wonderful sponsors. So head on over, uh, goat.com slash PKA. That's goat, G-O-A-T, slash <laughs> <laughs> PKA. Uh, go check them out. I bought some sneakers on there just the other day. Don't even know what they were. I just thought they looked cool, and I clicked buy, and I knew that they were authentic. There it is. And, uh, of course, Express VPN. Admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you'd be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action which is why we're recommending you get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cyber criminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, or tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click, and using it, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. It's less than 7 dollars a month and you can get the same express vpn protection that i have express vpn is rated the number one vpn vpn service by tech radar and it comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee so protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months for free at expressvpn.com slash pka that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s vpn.com slash pka for three months free with a one-year package visit expressvpn.com slash pka to learn more two wonderful sponsors for our wonderful podcast go check them out guys always appreciate it check them out <sighs> i just nailed oh. that taylor just lost his job there it is harley <laughs> last time you were on here you had gotten invisalign braces and you were brand new to them yeah been a little while how's it yeah. going so i'm at now my uh you change them every every 10 days i have days. uh mm -hmm. uh let me pull up here to see because now i'm scared i'm like shit that i not that am i supposed to change them uh i have them in uh four days to go and it'll be the 100 it'll be the 17th tray so 170 days and it they're so ugly when you see them because they look like a weird fake grill uh but like i have crazy yeah. feelings and stuff but like uh okay my mouth used to be like square uh-huh at the top and it's rounding out now it's rounding out, um, and I feel it. And I love, like, the feeling of every tooth being squeezed very hard. Like, I'm very comfortable with that. But I mess with my jaw a lot, and I'm, like, a weird guy. So people will, like, come in online when I'm, like, on Twitch, and I'll be, like, yelling and screaming and doing my weird shit and be like, ooh, and then I'll sit there and I'll, like, 
mess with my jaw and I look like a crazy Molly Cokehead or something. Cause I'm like yelling and screaming, energy's high, and then I'm like focusing, so I'm quiet, and the whole time I'm like I like having them on. I am like you have to like I'm wearing a mouth guard. Yeah, I'm a little farther ahead of you in the process. So maybe like, Oh, I didn't know you them. had them. We spoke about this. Did we talk that you had them? Or I think so. I don't know. But uh yeah, so I'm eleven months in. And and how long do you have like, to wear them for? Two years. Oh, you so you only do a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have to do two years. Okay. Um, Functionally, I had space between my teeth. So every time I ate, I needed to floss. Mm -hmm. And um, cosmetically, I had like a bottom front tooth that was really crooked. And three months in or so, that bottom front tooth was like 90% fixed. How crazy is that? Because you don't feel like it's doing, like you know it's doing something, but you never know. But then like I'll put in a different tray and I could tell it's like targeting different parts of my mouth. I'll put in a different tray and I'll be like, oh, you guys are, this tray is going after the bottom corner here big time. So it was that tooth in particular i always wanted to bully this week you know i put it in i'd be like what you're pulling apart my teeth yeah. <laughs> i never gave a fuck about that or, all you do with this or i have yeah. a top tooth that's crooked you can't even tell yeah. like i can with my tongue it's not really crooked anymore but it, it was never something i gave a fuck about it was like i want to bully this tooth yeah. all the time that's your focus why are you wasting my time with anything else and uh so yeah you can tell which one is getting it i change it every week which i think is nicer because it's easy to remember yeah every um, seven days is yours yeah everyone's i, I might for gathering from the, the that it's two years and the 10 days mine mine is probably two years because of those extra three days per tray and mm. maybe just it's maybe they, they need to be a bit more hardcore uh, but for me, my bottom teeth, like they all angled inwards a bit like this, okay. which functionally there's no problem. I have an overbite also. It's just like not a problem. But I was like, I want my teeth on the bottom, like pull outwards. And now I'll put in trays and I'll be like, oh, shit. Like I'll feel it along the sides, like pulling them outwards. And my mouth, my mouth is absolutely different. I hate the speech things that happen. Sometimes like I'll go to do an S and it'll be like a th. Yeah. And that sucks because my mouth, my tongue's in the right spot, but it's like hitting the plastic of the Invisalign. If every the, the, week your mouth is a little different, yeah. then every week there's an opportunity to get and it just a little the wrong. Worst thing, the worst thing is like sometimes I'll talk and there's no air that passes between the teeth. So it'll all come out the side and I'll make like a farting noise. Like <laughs> and it's the worst. Be- I'll be like, yeah, it's, it's like this face. It's in my, I got it all over my face. And like it farts out of my mouth. And it's like the weirdest, weirdest speech impediment is like an accidental farting noise. My favorite um, thing about it is I feel like I'm wearing a mouth guard. So when I'm like motorcycling or something, and maybe I hit a bump or jump or something where I would otherwise... Like maybe bite my teeth together or something like yeah. that. Now they're all protected and insulated and they're in what's basically a mouth guard. And they're so world, delicate when you take them out though. You take them out and like I can't even touch them against each other for a bit. They're like they're too they're too delicate when I take them out, my front teeth. So yeah, and uh, anyone who's watching, probably your teeth all lock together. They find a way to lock together and that's a thing. But I'll be in an intermediate stage most of the time where they're not locking together quite right. So when you first take them out, you're like, what? I've got like two points of contact. And yeah, it, it, it's messed up. 
Oh yeah, that yeah, exactly. And like you're touching two teeth that never met before are the only <laughs> teeth touching each other now in your mouth. I have to put elastics in at night also when I go to bed. I put two elastics here and like it like pushes my jaw forward. I didn't just know a little bit. Elastics and they were like, Yeah, you, if you want to really like take care of it, you gotta have to get surgery, like jaw surgery. But for that, I'm like, nah, fuck that. Okay. Like I don't care. I have I just have an overbite. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, but they're like, yeah, if you want to fix that. And I was like, no, nah, I don't give a shit that much. This is enough. Let's just do this and be done with it. Yeah. And I got depressed when I first put it in. I was depressed. I put it in. I was like, this every day, dude? And, like, I'm pulling it out and then brushing my teeth and putting them back in. I was like, this is going to be fucking hell. And I was sad for, like, three days. I was a little different. So what I had was anxiety. I went in there with my you know, what, what I felt like were my crooked ass teeth into the orthodontist. And I'm like, just like you were, tw- I had braces when I was 12 and I had all the same feelings at 47 or eight, whatever I was. And, uh, 47. And it was like, Oh my God, like I got to wear these things. What's coming. I don't feel good about this. I, they're not, I do better in like a high information environment where they tell me mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're working on me. Like I'm a statue. Like they're not explaining yeah. <laughs> shit to me. They're just going at it. And I hate it. I don't know why we're doing what we're doing. They're bringing out like ultraviolet lights to fucking seal the cement or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, like, but I'm in the dark as to why we're doing any of this. And I don't know what's going to hurt and what's not going to hurt. And then mine were so tight. The orthodontist, there's like a couple orthodontists at this place. She had never had a tray so difficult to take off before in her career. Mm. So like the, the nurse tried it. She couldn't get it. The orthodontist tried it. She couldn't get it. I was like, let me give it a try. Even though I'm new, it's my mouth. So I've got this like, you know, sensory feedback that maybe you wouldn't if you're doing it to someone else. I couldn't get it. The orthodontist went back at it. When she finally pried it off, one of my brackets went flying. And she's like, well... I'm paraphrasing. Fuck that bracket. It was just causing us trouble anyway. Yeah. (laughs) And she said, like, I've never had one this difficult to remove. And I'm like, this is my life. This is this is where I am. But, you know, a week or two later, not only do I have the technique down, but my teeth are fitting the trays better. And uh, now it's it's just been a super positive experience. I kind of like wearing it because Mm -hmm. I drink monster energy drink with the men. I don't do that. No, you're not allowed. No, and, uh, how like you hate you know you gotta brush your teeth, you brush your braces, whatever. I'm like, this is stage one of my weight loss plan, bitches. Like it, if snacking, it happened for me too, snacking, like snacking is dead. Chores, yeah, fuck snacking. Yeah, what, what? Like, yeah, imagine you had to brush three sets of teeth every time you took a bite of something. Then you would just be like, this. Is sometimes, sometimes I get high and I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat at all now. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take my tray out. I'm going to I'm gonna get high. I'm going to fucking have half a bag of this fucking whatever it is. Let's do it. I take my tray out. I get high, and I'm like, food's weird. I want my teeth to be squeezed right now. I'm putting the tray <laughs> back in. And I'll, like, put them back in. And, like, it has, it has been, like, eating has been completely different for me. Because, like, sometimes you sit down, someone's like, yo, you want some of this? And you'd be yeah. like, okay. Now I'm like, I can't. My teeth. Like yeah. the movies, the movies, going to the movies, completely different. Like I have my teeth with me. My wife uh, will be like, you know, like, hey, I made this. Would you try it? No, no. I, 
I don't want 12 minutes of work for one <laughs> spoonful of whatever the fuck you're pointing yeah. at me. Like, it, yeah. it's not. Smell it. Not Smells great. <laughs> yeah. And I went I went for fake teeth. Let it, try it on the dog. See how he thinks. Oh, he loves it. <laughs> well, must be another winner. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like like it dogs. always is. <laughs> yeah. When I went to go do it, I went to go talk to, like, the orthodontist. Or, and I was like, yeah, truth is, I want to get um, veneers. Like I want, I want to have Steve Harvey smile. Yeah. Like I want to smile, and I want people to be like, "Those teeth are way too big and way too white for your mouth. Well, it makes no sense." I thought it would be very funny. Well, face tattoos are funny, but you didn't do that. I are, know. Teeth are funny in a really cool way. I, I thought big ass white teeth, huge <laughs> yeah. white teeth, would be fucking. Did you hilarious. have this idea that it was a temporary decision? That like you could have hilarious teeth, and then three years later get good looking teeth. You could do that. Yeah, I figured it would be expensive, but yeah. Uh, but then right. I saw – actually, I saw Philip DeFranco. Um, he was like uh, – and it was like after that. I spoke to the orthodontist, and he was like, yeah, you don't want to do that. Trust me, they kind of mm. suck. You don't want to go to Turkey and get fake teeth. Um, and then I saw Philip DeFranco. He had done a thing. Uh, it was like, like the video, and I'll show you my nubs, like my little nubs. Um, he was changing, and he had his veneers, and he was talking about it, and he was like, yeah, uh, don't do this. He's like, so many people are doing this. He's like, you don't want to commit to, I don't know what his exact words. One of the things we're like, yeah, you commit to spending 20 K in like 12 years from now In 12 years from now, you will spend $20,000 getting your teeth done again. Cause that's just what has to be done. Yeah. And he was like real teeth. He's like, just keep your teeth real. If you can keep them real. And my thing was haunted mouth. I said, I had ghost teeth. I told the guy, I was like, my teeth aren't like yellow. Oh, but they're not they're, they're like see, they're like see-through i call them haunted like ghost mouth uh-huh. uh, and he was like if you do this he's like you straighten your teeth out a little bit he's like and then you just whiten them he's like i promise you you're gonna be so much happier than getting fucking big white chiclets in your mouth i'm like yeah but know, will man. it be funny though will it be I funny <laughs> <laughs> the, i read about steve harvey the other day on reddit they said that um he had a teacher in school that told him he'd never be on tv and so every year he sends that teacher a TV for Christmas <laughs> so, he, so he can tune the fuck in. Uh, that, yeah. that teacher is like, wow, you showed me. Okay. I, I like to imagine that they're really crappy TVs. Like, like, right, like the, the kind that, yeah, he would never want to actually put. He's not sending like a 70 inch plasma or something. No, it's TVs, but there's no ports on it. Yeah. Okay. It's just a TV, better. no port. You it's can't even plug it or anything. You can't even use it. Yeah. It's just a mirror. Um, you know, Boogie's Boogie got those ridiculous teeth. And I remember thinking, like, it's that old thing that Woody brings up sometimes when you've got like an old person who gets a facelift and you're like, well, is looking like a lizard better than looking like a really wrinkly, wrinkly old person that's 85? I don't know. It's a different look. I think it's different better, though. Uh, and like, like I kind of draw I have the same thoughts about Boogie with his big chiclet fucking teeth. You know, um, it would have been. I don't know. They were they were all rotted out and gross before. I, I know the number. He had 17 teeth before. You're supposed to have 32. You guys, maybe a listener doesn't know. But yeah. he had 17 of his 32 teeth. That's and... very Arkansas. How many teeth do you how many teeth do you have, Mr. Big Shot? <laughs> Countless I'm actually teeth. I'm actually miss I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Um one of them uh, or at least two of them, something like that. And um and I had one tooth pulled. I had like one of my. You had a tooth pulled. Yeah, all the way in the back, all the way in the back. I had, I had, tooth I had pulled. Yeah, I had a molar all oh, the way in the back, and uh, it was always rubbing against the inside of my mouth and like causing sores. 
And uh, and sometimes I would bite it like the inside of my mouth, and it would I would have I would be gargling salt water for a week to like get it to go away. Ugh, and eating worse and, and eating carefully, so because like you bite it once and then it kind of swells, and then it's easier to bite a yeah, second time. Yeah, you're biting nonstop at that point. It's awful. Um, and uh, I have the tooth somewhere. I, I kept it because it was so gross. Because the the reason I got it pulled is it had uh, uh, the filling had fallen out, and I know it, and then it had gotten like really gross, like it had like started to rot. Like like so, it, it's big cavity right in the middle. Space. It's just gum. It's just gum there, and it's hard yeah. gum that's like healthy gum and like, like, well, like. I have I have two spaces of gum here on top left and bottom right where the teeth were pulled out. The teeth shifted forward, so I never had to pull my wisdom teeth. It like created room, um, and it is gum. And the the Invisalign the Invisalign is also yeah. opening it, keeping the teeth straight there. And the guy was was just like, yeah, if you want. We'll keep room for a replacement tooth. He's like, but if you want to do that. Um, but I thought, I remember when Boogie did that. It was like, that was like peak time of me being like looking into that as well. And that's when, if you take note, if you look at like Boogie and you take note and you watch, a, look at a lot of YouTubers or even a lot of rappers, teeth are some of the first thing people do. Uh, and there's a lot of fake teeth on YouTube. It's like you dude, watch I creators would, and you'll see it all the time. I would argue this. If you are yours? See, are my teeth fake? No, I was asking Kylie. He's smiling. Nah, I'm like shit. Nah. I don't even know. Okay, yeah. If you're nah, I got all my teeth. Really good looking. Oh, except for one. To have two things figured out, you need to be thin, and you have to have straight teeth. If I'm you skin. have that, like you're fucking handsome. Like, yeah, that's all there is. Skin complexion also, and yeah, I agree. Thin complex because people people do like if you have like uh, like crazy acne or something, people do give that but, okay put I'm a knock against that. that but usually adults get their complexion sorted out like yeah yeah he's fully aware yeah but, but yeah if you yeah teeth are a game changer for people if you have straight teeth and you're and you're not fat you're good looking like almost every variety of person is pretty good looking if, if, if they've got those two things sorted. if you are a guy and you have straight teeth and and you're somewhat fit don't be a fucking idiot and you got everything you need <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like guys a lot of times we just ruin it for ourselves. We'll like say the wrong thing or do be have the bad attitude about something or whatever it is. But like I've seen like I remember like just even like going on dating apps a lot and stuff like that. Like I would like start start to see how how you know girls would say that I would be like never 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 or whatever. And I'd look at my friends and they'd be like oh yeah it's not working out for me or it is working out for me. And I'd look at their pictures and I'd be like bro can you just shut up? Like I'm looking at your bio and I'm already like if I were a girl like I'm scared. Like I'm scared. <laughs> well Kyle's laughing. I saw Kyle's Tinder. I was like bro this guy like if I was a girl I'd be like I want this guy to dominate. <laughs> it's the most i saw it i was like this is the most dominating tinder profile ever like black and white jacked i was like this motherfucker looking to drop mad loads of come on people but i didn't see the. but if you don't have words. a six-pack like that if you don't have a six-pack no it, it's that there's always exceptions to the rule if you're ripped like that do whatever you want it doesn't matter uh yeah I, <laughs> but I, I like remember, people go remember. up there and will say like they'll say like a lot of things I'm like my favorite show is the office i love the third episode because it taught us a great lesson that when <laughs> even though if you're if you're like and it's just like bro shut the fuck up i'm an artist i'll be like that sounds like you have no job you know like you have to be careful because like girls are a bit slicker than us when it comes to reading into things and sometimes we think we're slicker than we are and they pick up on that really fast oh and yeah here, I, I don't know. I got, i'll read you my my tinder profile um oh i don't think it says anything too catchy it was i i, I had actually just like recently changed it. it used to say something like um 
I take pills to come more. Yeah, it was something like that. Um, but I, I had recently changed it because I had bumped into like a couple of prostitutes on Tinder and it was annoying me. And uh, But anyway, it says, uh, looking for someone fun. Let's go to the movies again. Uh, I'm 6'2", if that matters. I don't care how tall you are, but don't outweigh me. If you have an, <laughs> if you have an imaginary friend, I'm not interested. That's referring to Jesus. And <laughs> everyone likes a cute slut, but don't be an actual prostitute, please. Like that's what my uh, that's what my Tinder said. And, that's uh, like it, that's like basically saying what I gather from that is like I'm gonna take you to the movie. I'm gonna fuck you. The fuck is gonna be crazy. So don't be thinking about Jesus. And you're definitely not getting paid for this. Yes, that's exactly what it says. Um, <laughs> that's what he and, wants uh, you to know. That's what I want you to know. Like going in, so we don't waste any time. Uh, don't be talking to me about fucking chivalry. Uh, and how like I'm supposed to meet you halfway. I love that I'm, game. You're oh, coming to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, the right, sword play is good. <laughs> I, can't I think I, I think Mord Howe is better, but 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 to each <laughs> his own. Um, but but yeah, no, like like I, I kept bumping into like prostitutes on there because there's so many fucking whores on Tinder that or they're like wanting to pimp their OnlyFans, and it's just like I don't give a fuck. Like do you do you, do you really think pussy and ass are a commodity right now? That is like like you're. You're selling oranges in Florida. Like, like you don't fucking understand what you're doing right now. This isn't nobody's you buying. Know, half the people on earth have one of these. Yeah, half of half the people on earth have one of these. More than half of them, if you count Bussy. I renamed Dirty the other night to uh free <laughs> free Bussy if you message me in the Discord. He 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 uh he, he took it a step too far, so now his name is Bussy Boy or what something. Did he in say the, that, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. He 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 just did, did he, I he, knows, he knows now though. But and then the other part is like 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 I want to let the fatties know, like, don't fuck with me. And then I also want, like, I don't want to, every time I see a chick who's like, says they're in love with Jesus in their profile, I'm just like, I want nothing to fucking do with you. If you love, if, 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 if part of your identity is loving Jesus Christ, if that, look, look if you're religious, sure gives the best blowjobs. Those but, ones give the best blowjobs for sure. Priests give good blowjobs, but girls who like Jesus don't. <laughs> Like, oh my fucking god! Like, like, I remember a chick asked me once. She's like, it was a really cute like black chick, and she was like thirty miles away, so it probably wasn't going to work anyway because I ain't driving to you. And she was like, um, "What's wrong with imaginary friends?" She thought it was like some cutesy joke I had thrown in there, and I'm like, oh, "I just, you know, I just don't, I just don't believe in that nonsense." And uh, she's like, "She's like, like, like what?" I'm like, "You know, like, like Jesus, like, like, like imaginary friends." She's like, and she literally says, "I love Jesus," <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> And I wrote, bye. <laughs> and she goes, yikes, harsh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, well, go pray on it. Like, like, what do you want me to fucking say? Like, like I, I don't want to deal with somebody who, like, like, if you're religious, that's fine. I got no problem with that. My, my mother's religious. But, like, if part of your fucking identity is your imaginary friend and your love for an imaginary person that, that you've only heard about from a guy who's scamming you out of, like, 10% of your, your money on Sundays, then, then, I, then you're just a retarded person. I can't deal with you. I don't want you in my life. Did I, uh, did I, I'm not going to persecute you and burn you at the stake like you people used to do, but I don't want you in my life. <laughs> did I bring up, did I bring up the sugar baby site? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we talked uh, all about the sugar babies last time. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, that's the thing is like, you do get a lot of prostitutes, uh, on Tinder because they'll double up on that site. Um, you know, not saying necessarily that they're prostitutes, but, uh, like if you find someone on Tinder and they're also on seeking, like that's a person, you know, look, they're looking for money. But if you mm -hmm. match them here, you won't have to pay them. But if you match them there, then the understanding is that you pay them. Well, they so, match with a different group of guys on one than the other anyway. So, nah, so you like, get me on both. 
Oh, you get you on both. Okay, you overlap. You overlap. There is one. Actually, I remember when I was on the site, I matched and like uh, I got um, a message. Someone had messaged me. They had messaged me and they were like, I'm a super uh, well-known influencer, so I can't share my photos right off the bat. But if we have something good going, then we can meet and I'm comfortable and I'm down for this, that, this, that, this, that. And I was just looking and I was like, okay, I'm like, who is this person? Didn't think anything of it. Um, and then I was on Twitch and saw them and they were also from Toronto. And I was like, oh, I'm like, that's the person. And I'm like, and I could tell because of this particular picture. And I remember then like now, like never, never met up with them. Cause I was like, I'm not, I don't want to see you. Uh, and I'm like, I don't want any of this. And I was like, and plus like, yeah, okay. You're an influencer. I was like, me too. But it's my picture. I don't think she knew that, though. I don't think I, I was the de- her. She was my demo. Um, but then I saw her. And now it's like legit. Like I'm uh, that's like a person that I'll watch and I'll see just because I'm like, I know now. I know. How many yeah. times do you have on YouTube, Harley? Do you have a billion? Yeah, I think there's a billion. That's a lot. Something. I, you know, it was yeah. one of those things when people are like, yeah, I big meal times dead. I'm like, too late, pussy. We got a billion views. I don't care. They're like, yeah, Epic Mill, how's it feel having a dead channel? I'm like, how's it feel having over a billion views? Yeah. And literally like playing video games for a job now and just doing whatever what I want. It feels pretty good. We had Arian Foster on the show. He was one of the he's one of the NFL running back greats, right? So he's very good, very successful. And people are like, You're washed up now. Okay. He's like, being washed up is great. I just it do is. what I want all the time. I'm pursuing my music. I'm rich. I'm famous. It's hard like, to describe yeah, that to people. I hope that you can be washed up someday I, too. I wish good things for you. It's so true. It's like it's hard to to grasp because usually the type of person that'll come in and be like, "Wow, bro, dead YouTube channel, dead Twitch channel, whatever it is." The person that came in, it's like I know that you want to have this path. You want to in ten years from now be washed up. I know this because like you 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 aspire to to be a part like you you even know to to come in here and make the comment like and I always think that I'm like bro like being washed up is so much more relaxing and good on my soul than when we were the center of attention. If I was the center of attention still now I would have been me too. Something would have happened. And I mean there's no reason for me to. I never did anything wrong, but I'm just saying something yeah. would have happened. Put that in there. An old tweet, an old tweet, something would have happened. It could have been anything. Um, and I'm like, who knows? I'm like, I don't change anything. Like, I love the history that I've had with the website and what I do. But like when I sit there and it's like 2 a.m. and I'm like stoned as hell, and someone's like, Wow, bro, dead YouTube channel. And I'll like go and click their thing, and they're like 17 or 18 years old. And I'm like, bro, you have school tomorrow. <laughs> that sucks. And I would hate me if I were you because I'm like here and I'm like not stressing. And you think people think like if you made it and you're not killing it like you used to kill it now, you people like want you to suffer for that because you got yours. So now you have to su- suffer and, and, and hate being not relevant or whatever. But it's like, yeah, what is relevancy? Look at the top YouTube channels. I always think about that Max Payne quote where it's like you think a piece of shit feels popular because it's surrounded by flies. Look at the most popular creators. I'm happy it's not me. Like I'm cool 
as long the only thing that I miss, and I always say this, the only thing that I miss about like not being a novelty and being like top 10 most subscribed channel is that I would put something out that I was super proud of and people would watch it. Mm. Nowadays, I'll create something. I'm like, damn, I wish more people could see this only because I think they'll find it funny. But for me, like fame or being the center of attention was never the goal. And I've met so many YouTube creators that are like, I legit feel bad for. Like I've met people who like, they're like beefing their brother. The family is beefing because it's good for views. I'm like, I'm so happy. I don't have to fight my brother. Sometimes like even when, when Kyle pulled up those two twins on uh, those two twin uh, porn stars and I was like, man, that's a bummer. I'm so happy. I don't have to lick my sister's pussy for a job. I'll think I'm, like, I'm like, I'm so happy. I don't have to fight my brother for it uh, to get more job or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. I don't have to like search the void. Like I watched some creators oh, like one of low key, one of my best favorite creators of all time. Fousey, just so fascinating. I love it. You guys ever see when he tattooed his head? Yep. No. quality youtube top tier s tier youtube content some of the best shit ever he tattooed his head he tattooed hair on his head amazing another <laughs> great video removing it um but <laughs> that content to me i'm like i know this i've met people like that where it's like you are severely affected if your video did not get the views you are affected and it's gonna have a major it's gonna fuck you up and it's not even like it's a job anymore because you have a ferrari and you bought your family a house it's like something deeper that I can't relate to. And people come in and be like, yo, they'll say this or that about dead channel. And I'm like, this is like, like, I wish I could express to this person how I'm impervious to that because like, I'm a fucking 36 year old man, bro. I'm not like trying to be vlog squad, you know, like I think about like, I don't know if you guys know, like Jeff Wittick, like, you know, he climbed on this rope and he let his buddy like smash him into a steel pole and he fucked up his eye and fucked up his brain for views. Like, back in my day, people used to fucking shoot a gun at a car. And <laughs> the whole point wasn't for the door to fly by them. But if it did, okay. And the views were there. But it was never, like, where they're at today. Today, things have to be so much. They got to do so much. They have to be involved in the drama. You got to go and call people out. Like, I'm too I'm too high for that stuff. Did you, did you, did you and I, or did you see the, the offer I got the other day? No, what is it? Um, I, I'll I, double it. Take your shirt off. Do you know what the bare knuckle fighting championship is? Yes. They offered me a uh, main event fight against Diego Sanchez, a former UFC fighter who, who was, who was in the UFC like this year. Um, and I was immediately like, no, <laughs> <laughs> why they, why they pair you up with him? Cause you're Jack. They're like, you look like you're yeah. great at, bench pressing yeah, fight exactly. this man they were like we want a former <laughs> youtube legend to fight a former ufc legend and i'm like that doesn't sound like it's gonna go well for the former no. youtube legend I yeah. was, you're gonna let me bring a fucking ar-15 then let's go but like <laughs> i don't call him back and be like yo yo me versus freddie wong call him that's like, what they right said freddie wong, let's Dude, do I'd it stomp freddie wong's ass if they had to do that or even me versus you i think you kick my ass but i least, my I, back you got the six pack i don't even want to i don't even want to get in yeah the i'm octagon. gonna hit you I, with my six pack it's all saying, <laughs> to the point. i don't like, want to get in the octagon with you and just be shirtless next to you yeah <laughs> i told Kyle, like, he would look really good at the uh, weigh-ins and at the part where they like say all right He's you both know stage, the rules just, he would struggle with the part after that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I would be great, like talking shit to this guy because this guy has CTE. Like, like yeah. I, 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 pull, I could make him so 
I could hurt his feelings because this this <laughs> guy is bad strategy. This guy is you want to make friends. This no, guy you got to shit talk. You got to shit talk Dimitri style. You have to. He's it first has all, to be Dimitri going out there. I could, yeah. I, I mean, I could. I, like, first of all, he's clearly a closet homosexual who was molested by his last trainer. Like, he's clearly got brain damage. He's all washed up, and like, he needs the money. And and like, there, there's so many awful things I could say to this man. Don't say him though. Don't say him though. The problem, <laughs> like, like one of the main reasons, or right, one of the like top five reasons, I said no. I had been talking shit on this guy just like I just did now months ago oh, because yeah, I because I am a UFC is. fan. Like I know who this guy is. I followed his career and and he and he is a ridiculous human being. Like he he, he would foam at the mouth at the fights. He's the guy you may have seen him like come out with a crucifix. Like crazy. Like like he's an actual crazy person cuz he's got brain damage and he's a weirdo anyway. Um but but like but like yeah, I would look good on the weigh-ins. <laughs> I would I would look good in those like pre-fight interviews where we're like talking shit. He would just be like, you know, I'm gonna go out and do my game, and I'm just like, I'm gonna fuck him in his ass. Like I just go hardcore, <laughs> like, like like, and he's gonna like it, just like when his fucking fake ass trainer fucks him in the ass when he's chasing him around with a knife. And I, I could, <laughs> it would be funny, and then we'd have to get into the ring and fight each other, and he would beat my ass so badly i would never <laughs> look on the same again talk goes wrong compilation forever. yes yeah. <laughs> they would it, they would be playing like, be the, the curb your enthusiasm theme as it, all your videos play yeah and it would be it would that or the coffin dance you know where they're all like <laughs> like, 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 like they're all dancing with the coffin it was like, like like you like play like a short clip of me like yeah bring it on diego the fucking nightmare sanchez and then you, you like zoom in it's the black guy with the fucking ray-bans and he's like yeah let's do it pussy and then it's the guy's <laughs> shoes like like panning up from his legs and they're just like dun, 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 just fucking dancing with the coffin because yeah. that guy would he could literally murder me the whole idea is a is a farce yeah. you it's better hope farce. that he's not actually gay because if he is there's nothing you can do nothing i can him. do he can rape You're me out of luck like like i like, like like he's literally one of the greatest fighters of all time like like top 500 fighters of all time True. easily and you might be like, well, I mean, 500 is a big number. I'm not in the top million. I'm not in the top 10 million. I'm not in the top 100 million. Okay. Like, like that's the difference we've got oh, here. The like, like, top 100 million. million. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. How many billions of people have existed? You could beat up 95% of the world, I'm sure. No. I, I mean, well, I mean, there's a lot of women out there. He said I, of all yeah. time. I mean, he's got to go up against Neanderthals. <sighs> I, look. <laughs> I think we all know that I have no business fighting Diego, the nightmare Sanchez. And the worst part is it's bare knuckle boxing. So like, it's not even yeah. like if it were MMA, I might even be tempted if it were boxing, like with those big fluffy gloves, I would do it. But it's, it's fucking bare knuckle boxing where he's can literally ruin my if life. MMA. I might walk to him backwards and expose my neck. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is how I want to lose. Or, or, or like learn enough capoeira to like dance at him or something. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 but, but, but like the whole thing is just a farce. It, it's just silly. They were going to film a fucking, he, he, they were like, yeah, we'll film a whole documentary series about you training for the fight with the best in the world. And I'm just like, it's going to be me waking up at 5 a.m. crying every day because <laughs> <laughs> I signed your goddamn contract. Oh, uh, no, no, it's it's just nonsense. But yeah, that, that kind of falls back on the thing I that you were talking about. I do wonder what your number is. You I don't want to do know. I, there, there is a number, and I don't want to know what their number is. Yeah, you don't want to um, say it. I like to pretend to you. I like to pretend their number is $30,000, but like they said their last fucking pay per view did 
300,000 buys at $50 a pop. Wow. And so like if you main event that, like I got to imagine that's a lot of fucking money even if they're only paying 3% of that though. I don't know. I don't that's all negotiable, right? Like like I don't want to know the numbers. Get the calculator away. Put it away. No. You said 300,000 at 50 bucks and then I'm going to do times 3% because I think that's right-ish. $450,000. That's 150 grand higher than my number. <laughs> that's a... You've hit my number as well. <laughs> right. my, my, I, my number is, is about 300,000 as well because I figured like, you know, that's a lot of weed. I just pictured in bales of weed whenever someone offers me money to do a <laughs> thing. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, that's, a, that's about eight bales of weed. A bale being the big circle things you need a tractor to move, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's 600 pounds a piece. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to fight anybody, though. I don't want to fight anybody. Like, like, if they offered me to fight, like, someone who's in my wheel. Like, again, if they invited me to, if, if, if they want me to fight Harley, I'd fight Harley. Because, First of all, like like Better. even if Harley beats me up, he's it's not gonna be gruesome. If they wanted me to fight Freddie Wong, I could I could just straight up beat up Freddie Wong. No offense, Freddie, if somehow by some weird means you hear this, um, I'm just saying like I'm much bigger than you. And, yeah. and but, but but like, why am I supposed to be fighting a guy who was in the UFC yeah, like, like like three months ago? Yeah, but like, like I don't know how to fight, fight though. I don't know. I don't know how to fight. I can only. Like, I don't either. That's the you. problem. See, that's the problem, Harley. Neither do I. Yeah, the internet's <laughs> gonna. Get when I thought about it, time. when I thought about it, I was like, oh, who would like I fight? And like, how much would it be? And like, muscle who would? Because I, I remember I was going through that. Yeah, honestly, no. Muscle glass has to fight Dimitri. I thought about. I was like, you know what? I I, I think I would fight Doctor Disrespect. I fight muscle glasses. Muscle I, think glass. would, I, I think he would. I think he. I think he would handle me though. He's, he's an athletic. Yeah, he's athletic. Yeah. He's like six. Like he's my height. Also, he'd fuck me up probably. Problem. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I. Uh, Did he play pro ball? I know he played college, and I think I might have even exaggerated. His well, Austin, I watched. I watched the fights. Like I'm gonna watch the Jake Paul fight this weekend. I, I watched that shit. Like I watched the Austin McBroom one. I bought the fucking Dude. YouTubers versus TikTok it TikTokers. Uh, to, uh, fight Back with Jake that. Paul. Yeah, I have been watching Tyrone Woodley. He's he. I one hundred percent believe he genuinely dislikes Jake Paul and yes. everything that he stands for. Yes, he's like this guy is a fight vulture, just living off the hard work that real fighters put in. And Jake Paul actually puts in real work. He was telling Jake Paul that he's in real danger. He's like the people you are training with. Are not giving you their best effort. You think that you are prepared to fight with a guy like me, and you're not. You're really going to get hurt. You don't belong in the you ring. You think he's you. going to beat Jake Paul? I Jake hope so. Paul's crew disrespected Tyrone Woodley's mom, and he's like, "I don't play that shit." It's on video. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, you know, you like, you better get your fucking dogs away from your mom. I'm in there, and and, and like, I believe every bit of it. Every bit of it. Tyrone Woodley wants to hurt Jake Paul. I Tyron Woodley is so washed. I don't know what he has left, but you would think it's a mismatch against Jake Paul, right? It, yeah, I do think it's a mismatch. I think that Tyron's going to knock him out. That would be my bet. Um 
it's not as much of a mismatch as me versus Diego, but it's still quite a mismatch. Because, I like, think like, Jake yeah. Paul will win. You do. And I got one piece of information that, that I saw that made me think that. Um, okay. And it was the first. It was the first time I'm making a, a decision because even when like Jake Paul was fighting Ben Askren, I was like, I don't know. I think Ben can fuck him up. That was my thought. I just thought, oh, you're like a fucking UFC fighter. You're gonna you're gonna get inside like once the he's worst inside. Striker in UFC history against a striker. A YouTuber. Yeah, I don't okay, know. Okay, I, I just, okay. so, and, and I get it. This guy's a striker, right? I don't know a lot of UFC. You guys do know more than I do. Um, but there was one clip. It was Jake Paul and him, and they were on stage together. And Jake Paul said, if I lose, I'll tattoo I love Tyrone Woodley on me. And he was like, and if you lose, you have to tattoo I love Jake Paul. Deal? And he hesitated so long, and it looked like he wouldn't, like, or whatever. And in that moment, I was like, okay, Jake Paul is in his head. <laughs> or, or hear me out. Hear me okay. out. My first thought was like Jake Paul's in his head, and that's where I rested. I'm like, but there is the chance that culture-wise, he might be like, nah, bro, that's gay too. Yeah. Like, I don't want my name on you. That is also gay. That's Dude, some that's some, a that's some homo white boy move tattooing my name, like none of it. I a don't tattoo means thing. very little to Jake Paul, right? Yeah, and he's I like, like, like the whole thing. Take Mayweather's hat off. And he says, I got your hat, right? The next day he had, I got your hat tattooed on him. Mm -hmm. That like, that to me demonstrates that a tattoo to this guy is, is like a, you're right. And, but I did, when I read it the first time, I was like, I think he's in his head. Now I'm not going to be like, yo, I'm a huge Jake Paul fan. I'm not going to say like, yo, Jake Paul. I'm like, I'm obviously like, not that. I mean, I, I feel bad that he had to fight his brother in rap songs to keep the, to keep staying on top of YouTube. But I look at it and I'm like, to me, on paper, Jake Paul is doing everything smart. And this goes back like over a year. I thought that the whole Conor McGregor thing was a huge victory for Jake Paul. Like, you call out Conor McGregor. You just did 40 chess. He's in the corner. So now he's going to say no. And that's ugly. That's a pass. You passed on it. Why wouldn't you? The money's there. The money's there. Why wouldn't you? You are that guy. You you fought uh, Mayweather. Like the money's His brother there. Did. What he's saying His that he, no 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 he's oh, saying oh. that that, oh. that Connor, oh no Conor McGregor I was like Conor I'm McGregor sorry. I'm like what kind of fucking conspiracy theory is this? <laughs> no, McGregor and his brother fought and lost. okay so yeah I'm like you did that move and now you are either too scared to fight Jake Paul or you're avoiding it or you fight Jake Paul and you beat his ass and we're all like, of course, or you fight Jake Paul and the worst case scenario you lose. He would be, so he did put them in that position. And then Dana White got so invested in, and in, in making us, it got so invested in not being invested that it also came off in a bad way by being like, it's disrespectful to fighters, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, I'm not a huge UFC guy, so I have no loyalty or allegiance to anyone. Conor McGregor threw fucking chairs at a bus of his fellow fighters, cut them up like by throwing the chairs. I saw him knock out that old man at the bar. If you're there and you're like, yo, Conor McGregor's fucking badass. I love Conor McGregor. You can't write off Jake Paul because why? He's an asshole? Conor McGregor, bro. 
Like I when I watched Mayweather and Conor McGregor, I was like, this is gonna be fun because I want to see them both get punched in the head. Like I would love to see them both get knocked out. Didn't this guy didn't this guy hit his wife or something? And I've seen this guy beat up old men at the bar, even though he's a trained fighter. So when Jake Paul called him out, I was like, bro, you have to kick his ass, Connor. Or what would be really crazy is if he doesn't kick his ass. And I thought when Jake Paul did that, it was you you have are now in conversation. That's why every MMA site or whatever, they want to talk about him. They want to do it. And like I'm a huge wrestling fan. I got like wrestling chairs behind me. Like I go to the events. I love wrestling. And I always thought the pageantry of wrestling is so valuable because we know that the, the winner is decided. So what's going to get us there? Well, the, the, the lead up to it. And Jake Paul, I'm not being a fan. No one needs to be like, bro, fuck Jake Paul. Fuck you, you fat idiot. Shut up. You're missing the point. <laughs> the point that I'm saying is that he did it masterfully. Masterfully. Because he's in every conversation and so many people want to see him get his ass kicked. And, like, they keep putting him up against these people that are just not guaranteed to 100% kick his ass. Get someone in the UFC right now. The top of the UFC, like like Dana White, like, see the opportunity here. Yeah, John and Jones just get your fight. best fighter to kick his fucking ass. End it. Nip it in the bud. Instead, you're like, oh, he's not a real fighter. He's not a real fighter. So he's sitting here selling pay-per-view after pay-per-view, like crazy money, breaking pay-per-view records. And winning because you don't want to like because you don't want to put your best fighters against him. even though the best fighters are like bro please let me knock his ass out but instead no one wants to do it they they find themselves above it but you can't hold yourself above the showmanship of it you can't hold yourself above that aspect because that's what sells tickets boxing doesn't kill it like it used to when my dad used to go watch boxing like it was like everyone shut down front page of the newspaper the next day the boxing results people couldn't even tell you the top five boxers in this day and age no one could and back then it could have happened yeah, five five Paul, yeah me too. tyson fury and then and his brother black guy and the fat guy <laughs> yeah tyson boxing fans brother. know who i'm talking about with those there's that Does the Klitschko still fight? Yeah, they think they're too old. I don't know. Yeah, if they, they were fighting when I was in high school. Five. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Boxing is fucking lame, man. Boxing is fucking lame. I, I, I hope we come full circle and go to sword fighting <laughs> again. <laughs> you want me to sword fight somebody, I'm down. That'd be sick. Yeah, like something that neither of us know how to do. Like, 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 don't, don't, don't have me go play baseball against fucking Derek Jeter. Come on, he's been retired for years. Fuck you. Like, like, have me go. Sword, <laughs> yeah. You want me to sword fight Derek Jeter? All right, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Right. The final season of Walking Dead is actually that's a terrible idea. About to start. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you probably swing. could swing a sword. <laughs> yeah, you made it, but you chose you the wrong you at the yeah. section. But I want to talk about Walking Dead. So I rewatched all 10 seasons with Colin. We finished it. Season 11, which is the last one, is either just aired or is going to air this weekend. Like it's, I, I think the first episode's out. And uh, all I know is they interact with another civilization that has 50,000 people in it. So every time they interact with another civilization, they're a little bit more behind the eight ball. Like there's a part where Rick and crew are the baddest motherfuckers in, in the, the known universe. And then, you know, like the governor is a little tougher match. And then Negan, they're severely outmatched and they need to bring in more people. And then with the uh, Whisperers, they're even more severely outmatched. These people have a nuclear bomb worth of walkers that, you know, some, I'll make up a number like 250,000 walkers they can launch at the thing. 
and now 50,000 humans. Sorry, whispers are people that can control walkers. They, uh, yeah, they whispers dressed up as walkers and they had masks on and then they would guide the herds and use them as their weapons. And uh, so they had to deal with I them. stopped watching Walking Dead, but I used to read the books I a lot know. and I loved them. I, wa- I, I read up until like around Glenn. Um, so then I oh. watched up until around Glenn. Uh, but that I didn't get this far and like on paper, I, what you just described sounds very interesting to me, dude. Walking I'm going to watch a like, three and a half hour YouTube corner. video on it. Walking dead turns the corner and gets better again. Like it kind of peaked when they met Negan and then it kind of sank when they fought him and it just dragged out the whole, we're having a struggle way too long for like an entire year of 22 episodes or something crazy like that. But it's come around again, and Walking Dead is actually one of the better shows that's ever been on TV. It's it's there. Like there aren't too many. Like Sopranos is better, The Wire is better, but Walking Dead is just right past those. And, and you watch it again, and especially with the good pacing you can get by watching a few a day, it's good. And there's a spinoff coming after this, where daryl the other crossbow guy and carol the meek woman who turns into kind of a badass uh just go off on their own and wander and you know it's the they've got the two of them and they're wandering dead sorry (laughs) so anyway i'm psyched for the next walking dead to come out and i think there's an episode out there i guess i'll I'll watch 10 seasons of this fucking show (laughs) (laughs) like i guess i will they lost me. I'm never going back. Um, okay, I, I'm off it too. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, they lost they, you when they were fighting Negan, right? The, the show. It was awful. There. I mean, it was getting there, but like, like, and a lot of things happened right after they met Negan. For one thing, um, the network responded to the backlash over how violent the episode with Glenn was, and they toned the violence down significantly. But then, like, right after that, it's like. Look, you have to strike this balance between having plot armor and having mainstay characters. Like, there's a there's an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where Picard gets assimilated by the Borg. It's the I think it's the end of season two, three. Yeah, it's the end. It's, it's a, a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's a cliffhanger. All right, you literally end season three, I think, of Star Trek, and Picard seems to be gone. And it is a very serious. You're like, what the fuck? That's the end. And I'm sure a lot of fans thought that Riker's the captain now because they've pretty much written Picard off and it seems like all hope is lost because, like, he's essentially dead. And uh, But then you come back and he's back. So, like, like, you know, Picard's got some plot armor. Say what you will about that. But, like, I, I think the show is better with Picard in it. When they lost Rick, when they lost Carl, like, like it, it, it makes oh. so many of the earlier episodes worthless. It's like, why did I care about Rick and Carl's oh, journey? I disagree. I love why, the why did I care? plot armor. Game of Thrones is bitch made, right? When 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 Jon Snow dodges a trillion arrows that you hated that. The I rewatched sun. the show. I rewatched it, and I, I, I was with my girlfriend. I was like, oh, you know that podcast PK. I'm like, Woody hates that episode. And it ended, <laughs> and she was like, whoa, he lived. I was like, yeah, he didn't like that. Battle of the Bastards. One of the best episodes of, the of anything that's no, ever aired on television. Dude, <laughs> look at the IMD ra- IMDb ratings. Look, 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 look I, at the I, I, I rewatched the, the only reason why I was excited about the show at the time. But now that you know that he can't die, it, it's just fucking ruined. And Game I got a better question. I rewatched it. I rewatched it. Why did okay. he come back? 
Oh, why did he, why was he killed and come back? Why did he come back? I literally rewatched the whole. I don't know why I watched Game of Thrones again. I hated how it ended. Hated. Uh-huh. I did like Battle of the Bastards though. If Jon Snow okay. died, then I would have been like, what All the right. fuck? But I love Game of Thrones. It's the last two seasons, I've never seen someone dismantle something I cared about so much so quickly. I thought it was so bad. And even watching it again the second time, I'm like, oh my God. And it's it's hard, faster and faster and faster. The last episodes, the last two episodes are the absolute fucking worst. I love so that dumb. Rick is off the show. Now, he's not dead. I think they're making a movie with him. This and is he's funny. By he's the like, way. it was a big mistake to leave the show. I wanted to spend more time with my family, and now my family's tired of me. This is in an interview he said that. He, in, in the, but, uh, in, uh, in the, no, go ahead. I yeah, saw him once I, at, a, at a coffee shop in Athens. Go ahead. Oh, cool. Um, I just think it's really neat that nobody's safe. Rick isn't safe. Carl's not safe. You know, like it, I happen to know Daryl and Carol are safe because they're doing a spinoff. But aside from that, anyone could die. You know, Maggie was gone for like a whole year. I don't know what it was. Contract negotiations or just the way they wrote her out. But like people go. Michonne could die. Andrea died. Andrea's alive in the comics. Like it, if people watch Walking Dead, Rick and Michonne become like kind of married and you know live together, <clears throat> whatever. That's Andrea's role in the comic book. Yeah, like, that I, I think what look, I, I I understand you feel that way and I understand why you feel that way. But I wonder if you if you're results oriented here, or if or if you appreciate the show for for what it what it would be if they had had their way as showmakers. Because the reason so many characters die is because a Robert Kirkman got fucked in the ass by A and E, and all of those actors and actresses like like Andrea, like that older bald gentleman who was always good at fixing the van, you know, or the motorhome or whatever early on, like all of those early Glenn, those are all like his guys. Like when he when Robert Kirkman makes a project, these are his go tos. When he when he did uh, the Mist, go watch the Mist. You know when they're all in the supermarket. So locked good, in. such a good movie. You're gonna see a lot of familiar faces. Great from, movie. From, These characters die in the comic book though. I don't. I don't know, well, Andrea doesn't. Does. The Andrew one thing, well, yeah, the one I thing that I liked about the does. comic book when I read the comic book, and it was one of the last things that I got, it was the whole fake phone thing. Uh, Rick carried around the phone uh, in the comics. It was a oh, phone. Is it a walkie-talkie okay. in the show? It was a phone, and the phone would ring, and he would pick it up, and it would be his wife. And he was kind of losing it. This is uh, when he got to the uh, – We did that once. They went to the society. It was like a society. Get a community. Can't have your guns. And then they ended up being the troublemakers. They had to go sneak their guns back because they they wanted to be armed. They didn't trust people. It was after the governor. And it, it, anyways, Rick carried around this phone and um, it would ring and he would talk to his wife. And one time Carl came in and Carl, like in the book, is like still nine. Like he never got older. And he's looking at his dad. He's like, what are you doing? And his dad's like, okay, sometimes your mom calls me on this phone. And if you just... Honestly, I know things are hard, but if you just listen, then you'll be able to hear her. And he like gives Carl the phone and Carl takes the phone and listens for a second. He goes, oh, my God. You're fucking crazy. And like, drops <laughs> and I was so excited because I remember like they give this little Kirkman gives a spiel at the beginning. He's like, there's no end to this comic. It will go. It's just going to continue. There is nothing. People will come. People will die. He goes, most importantly, people will change. And I remember the one thing that I was excited about then is I was like, yo, Carl is fucked up, bro. 
and he's going to keep getting fucked up. And like you had like those kids like in the prison in the comics like that killed uh, they killed someone and like cut him into pieces and shit. People were getting fucked up. And I thought that was very interesting. And I was like, oh, I wonder what they'll do with Carl when he's just like, Rick, you're a pussy and you ain't cutting it. And we need to be harder. And I thought it would get to there. But, you know, you can't do that on the show. Like it, things have to be milked appropriately and and i just i remember that's when i was like oh we don't, we'll never get this on the show the we'll never get this type of stuff rick rick and carl's relationship was the the cornerstone of that show for me um the 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 and and it's you, you're touching on it right there it's the idea of rick from the old world um and carl who's been f- being formed by this new world like that should have been the cornerstone of the show and and like whenever they try to make the show bigger than what fits inside of a room, I feel like they're failing. Like whenever they, cause it, cause it always falls short of like my expectations. Whenever they have to, whenever they try to have like 50 of us fighting 50 of them and we've got machine guns, it ends up doing exactly what sons of anarchy did. Sons of anarchy is at its best when they're in a room, when they're in the confines of a room and they're having a discussion about what needs to happen next. And then the next thing you know, somebody's getting a knife jabbed in their back. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, like game of thrones. Like Varys and Littlefinger having a conversation was Amazing. so much better than like the Dothraki writing into the darkness against. Now Game of White Thrones Walkers. does a really good job. That, Game of Thrones is one of those shows where they had the budget and the creativity uh, to make the big shit cool. Like 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 Battle of the Bastards. The fact that those were real horses like blows me away. Still, it's just such a beautiful fucking scene. It's it it might be the best battle that's ever been put on camera. Like like like. I like Braveheart. Uh, there's actually some scenes in the early part of Gladiator. Braveheart really is good. Cr- crazy. I if watched Braveheart the, the other day. If Jon Snow died, I would think Battle of the Bastards was the best scene ever. They you lost know, a lot they of characters. given him a valiant death. Why would, would Jon so Snow cool. die and then die in Battle of the I don't even know why he died and then came back. Like I'm, I watched why it again. Why did he survive that battle? He like, didn't he run into everyone solo? Yeah, they he shot ran his first. brother. Yeah. It's the thickest plot armor in cinematic No, the history. thickest plot armor is after that. It's one of the last episodes when Arya assassinates him. The what's his, you know, I don't want to guess no spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and like Sam is on the ground surrounded by White Walkers and John walks by and looks at him and 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 there's just so many people that are are destined to die and nobody dies and i was like what the hell i thought this show was all about killing motherfuckers the whole time i mean i never wanted Jon snow to die i just always assumed like he would live but like if he died i would have been like okay i'm not surprised i just hate that that whole show went on and then like after like the the night king it was like well bitches be crazy and that's where they took the whole show she just went crazy because they killed ned stark in season one like that, that was great when you that were was like great. what that because the whole time Ned red stark wedding rob stark hurt even more the whole time ned stark was in legal trouble in season one i just knew he'd be fine right he's obviously the center of the show there's no problem here and they're talking about beheading him and i'm like yeah 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 and then when they chopped his head off briefly i'm like how are they gonna put that back on? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What? we're gonna yeah. need a wizard. <laughs> yeah, you know, like obviously he's not gonna die, die, but it, his head does just keep rolling downhill. <laughs> and like, it was crazy. That that, that was that, a turning point for the show for me. 
Yeah. I was like, good. Because you don't want to be played for a fool. You want, you want like, you want it to play out that way. Um, I mean, I did. I, I like it. Like, I'll watch a show when if like someone gets killed that I cared about. I'm like, okay. Now I'm listening. Um, but yeah, and Walking yeah Dead I just in a huge way. And I know Kyle said it was budget related, but a lot of it's comic related too. <sighs> you know, Glenn didn't leave for budget. Glenn got killed in the comic. You know, and you know what I like what doesn't do things that like I would love for it to do that doesn't take those risks uh, is Star Wars. And like there's one point, I don't know if you guys saw The Last Jedi, it's the one that everyone hates. Yeah. There's this one point where like at the end, the bad guy, Kylo Ren, reaches out to the good guy, Ray, and he's like, take my hand. Forget all the Jedi stuff. Take my hand. And in the theater, I was like, because huh? it was like, are you really going to take everything that makes Star Wars? The white guy, the good guys wear beige. The bad guys wear dark clothes. And you're going to flip that on its head? And then she was like, no. And then they just kept fighting again. And I was like, bro, if you guys would have done that, if you would have gone that harsh, like that, that, that thing where people will come like cry, not just like kill off a character like Han Solo beautifully, but do that major risk. I respect that. Like the last, the last, I don't know if you're watching Marvel. What if, but the latest Marvel, what if is all the Avengers are dead. They're dying. It's like, what happens if like Tony Stark is assassinated right at the beginning. And then the Hulk is assassinated and Hawkeye is assassinated. This Who's is on Disney plus. Disney plus right yeah. And I, I didn't like the first two episodes of what if we're like interesting, they're kind of fun or whatever, but this third one is just this alternate reality. It felt like some of the risks DC takes with their TV shows and stuff or, or their movies where they're like, we got to try something crazy to get the attention. And I like that. And star Wars would never. And I wish they would have, I wish they had that chance to really take it somewhere else. And they didn't pussies. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to go hardcore, hardcore to like this this angle for us where we never expected it then just give us what we really want give me luke skywalker fighting fucking ten thousand stormtroopers if you're not going to do something crazy risky that. then do something like you know did you did you watch mandalorian yeah you saw season two yeah the ending of season two i saw that i was like thank you oh wow so hard so hard. You have the hype of 45 years. <laughs> Put him in there and have You're him get right. ass. We've been waiting, bro. Some of us have been seven years old waiting to see it. And now we're 47. Just have him kick people's asses. If you're not going to do that, though, if you're not, then commit to the big risks. Do the crazy things. Don't do like the last Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker is so fucking. It's like they want to make a Marvel movie. And it's not quite the same because Marvel, it's like, bro, we're just happy that all these people are here wearing their silly fucking costumes and fighting together because no one ever thought that we would get 10 years of lead up to this. But Star Wars, you have 50 years of lead up. So either do the big risk or give us exactly what we want. Don't do this halfway bullshit, at least to me, at least in my You're selling me. Yeah, yeah, I love I love that Mandalorian finale. I thought it was so cool. And I was like, great. Yeah, bro. I'm not. You see the Star Wars visions trailer it's like uh it's 
nine Star Wars tales made by Japanese studios. So it's like anime Star Wars that'll be on like Disney Plus. And you're looking at it and there's like a fucking girl and she's got like six arms and six red lightsabers and the lightsabers are like wrapping up the other lightsaber and guys are stopping beams and someone's going to slash someone with a lightsaber and he's not catching it with his hand. The force is catching it. And you're like, okay, thank you. Yeah. Like just do all the cool shit then. If you're not going to take that crazy risk or commit to like the good and the bad being flipped on their head, then just do all the crazy cool shit that I just wouldn't even imagine because I'm not a crazy Japanese artist or some shit. Uh, but that's Star Wars Visions. Yeah, you guys should check out the trailer at some point. That does sound um, cool. It is neat. It's very cool. And that's like it's like it's like uh anime, so there's like a lot of yelling in it. You don't like get that in Star Wars. You never get people like charging, screaming, holding their lightsaber. You know, yeah. they're always like the trying Jedi to be is all that too much class. Yeah, exactly. They're exactly. Like royalty. Or, I guess yeah. samurais. But when I started to watch Star Trek after Star Wars, you people like you spend your whole life like or I did being like Star Wars is for idiots. Uh, Star Star Trek is 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 for smart people. You know, like it was like this mentality you have, and then you're like, oh, they're entirely different things. Uh, but I still have the comparison in my brain. I look at it and I'm like, bro, I look at all the problems Star Wars has. Like, the the Emperor! The Emperor is running a whole... I'm like, bro, please let Picard have one conversation with Palpatine. We'll get this all sorted out. <laughs> like, literally have him share, have Palpatine in his office, having some Earl Grey tea, let them talk, and you're good. You're good! <laughs> Like, he's literally just that guy. And people are always like, yo, Palpatine will fucking... And, then he's, like, ah, and he's like, you know, he's not going to do anything because if shit gets really crazy, maybe Q will come in and be like, hmm, eh, you do a favor for me and a favor for you. Some shit, like, who knows what. But, like, <laughs> I'm just like... It, it, like, Picard, to me, is, like, such a superhero in the realm of, like, realism and realistic, but also on the supernatural aspect where I'm like, I would trust him having a conversation with the, the darkest sith lord that has ever existed like they could they can converse and figure something so out you need that where you talk about star trek do you want to go kyle i was gonna say you need that patent uh oswald thing yeah. from uh, parks and rec where thanos uses the reality stone from the from the gauntlet to merge realities between star wars and the marvel universe <laughs> like, like get all of that shit cooking together yeah when you say star trek is the picard universe and it is but star trek is Different than that, too, because it is now the swashbuckling, skydiving, base jumping, gravity defying, motocross riding, UFC fighting show, too. Like, they're always like, oh, we've got a, a real problem down there in the mining colony. Is anyone good at base jumping and trampolines and motocross? Because I mean, there's a reason skill <laughs> set that's going to solve this. Uh, it, it, well, I mean, all that got canceled, right? They're not making any more of those. And uh, it, now it's now it's about being as woke as possible. Yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. Star, what am you, I missing? What's Star Trek Discovery? There's three Star Trek shows in the air right now. Me and Taylor talked about this on PKM. <laughs> I don't week. know shit. Okay. Yeah, there's there's three Star Trek shows on air right now. Picard, Discovery, and, and, uh, and Lower, Lower Decks. Decks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and and uh, Lower Decks is the best of them. Uh, it is animated. Where are they? Yeah, Lower Decks is anime like Family Guy on Star Wars vibes, kind of. And Picard is about Captain Picard, and a lot of people are choked because they've kind of like sh shat on the legacy that people expected of it. Yeah. Because um, I, 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 where anyways. do you find them? CBS is where I watch uh, Picard and. Uh, but here's the thing: Discovery, oh, like, I, like 
I think I think that they're on mine. Uh, I think Discovery <laughs> is uh, like, see, I don't want to bash the movies Discovery. I because like I'm still entertained, but it's nothing like Next Generation. You want to know what the closest show to Next Generation is? Um, the Orville, which was a comedy show. The Orville on Fox okay. is exactly like Next Generation, except it's funny. But it's the same costume designers, set designers. I was on that set. It's all the same. It's literally Next Generation, but written by and starring Seth MacFarlane. What were you doing incredible. on the set? It was like a thing where like they paid me to go and be like, yeah, the show's coming out. Look, I'm on set. Okay, bye. It's on Thursday. Uh, so it was like <laughs> one of those things. Uh, but it, the show's amazing. It's literally, if you like Next Generation, it's right there. It's so good. Such a good show. Uh, but like Discovery, like, they got to make it so interesting for people. They're trying to like, like, like they're just, they just try hard. Like the movies tried hard. Um, but I also can't hate the movies. Cause I, you know, what got me into watching next generation was the first trailer for the first star Trek movie came out where, uh, the kid is like in the, his dad's sports car and he's ripping past that future s- motorcycle. And then he jumps out of the car and the car goes off the cliff and crashes and he's like, my name's James Tiberius Kirk. And I was like, oh, sick. J.J. Abrams. He's really good at getting people hyped about things. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I, he got me so hyped about Lost, I watched till the end. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I saw this and I was like, oh, this is sick. So I'm going to go watch Star Trek because I don't know shit about Star Trek. And I was like, and I should. As, uh, you know, as a cool-ass big dick sci-fi nerd like myself, I should be, uh, I should be up to date. And I started to watch Star Trek. And I fucking hated it. I was like, this is so fucking dumb. I'm skipping to next generation. And I've gone back. I cannot watch Star Trek. I think Star Trek is so bad. It doesn't, I don't vibe with it one bit. Um, but then I watched Next Next Generation and it was hard. And like we brought this up, Kyle, I think just when, we were, when you were streaming uh, or whenever, it was, when he got the beard, once Riker got the beard, I was like, now we're going. Now the yep. show is good. But and it was great. Deep Space Nine, have you seen it? Yeah, I watch, I watch them Deep Space Nine. And I like it. It feels different. It's different, but it's the same, but it's different. It's so different, but it's so the same. They got it right. Yeah. And then discovery is like, uh, it's like a new, like, it's like a new show. Like it's like people can love star Trek discovery and maybe just hate every other star Trek show. And I wouldn't be surprised. Or there could be people that like star Trek and are also like, yeah, I will. I like discovery also because it's star Trek and it exists. Does Um, the cast follow the same, like, insanely diverse equal men and women formula well it's it's like i well a lot of people that i see like when they'll they'll clown discovery they'll talk about the characters um Mm -hmm. there's like one speaking of plot armor like the main character of the show she's like the sickest she is like the sickest person she like she's just like one of those people that are just super awesome and like you're never worried so sick as in she's fantastic yeah, like yeah, okay. like sick, like sick, bro, like corn. Yeah, music, right. nineteen ninety nine, like sick, the sickest. Uh, she's just like so. She, she, there's just people that are like like aspects to the show where it's also like the concept is like high high action. Like whereas like Star Trek, sometimes they'll be like, oh, this someone comes over, which you know, like uh, you know, Professor Exposition, and she's like, there's a planet down there where they have this thing and the thing about this planet is you can't have your you, they don't wear pants on the planet and then this other moon over here they have all these pants and we don't know what we're going to do with the pants and, the, and then you kind of stop and it's just five minutes into the episode and now the the exposition that they brought up you're kind of like oh damn 
what would I do? Now I'm excited to see how Picard handles it because to me, this guy has established himself as this awesome dude that really makes the right decisions. And then you get Picard where everyone's like, yeah, fuck that guy. Episode one was like, oh, fuck that guy. And you're like, what? Oh, well, I guess it's a show. So it has to be like, fuck that guy. Cause if he's the best then we're not, like, what's the show? And I'm sometimes just like, can't we just have the sickest guy? Like, can't we just get that? Not like a new up and coming, but a person who has been established. And I don't get mad when they have like, you know, strong female leads or anything like that. I'm totally cool with it. But like, I do like when my when my my people are respected to an extent. Like, you know, Luke Skywalker, when he was on that random planet in, in episode seven, I was like, I wonder why. And as things played out, I was like, okay. As the whole thing, I was like, oh, you guys didn't know what you were doing with it. But when I when I have my characters held held to a, a high regard, it's okay if they're ass kickers. It's okay if they have the answers. It brings me to Halo. If I just talk about Halo for a second, I'll somehow tie it back to this. Okay, when I played okay. Halo, my buddy was like, yo, what's so good about this game? And I was like, it's you versus like 10,000 aliens. And it's just you. And like, and like, it kind of like applies to, to Doom also. You're just like, you're the guy. You fucking mm-hmm. kill it. But not necessarily the newest Doom. There's no, no, there's no progression. You're not unlo- unlocking new techniques. There's no new skills. You're not in level one and you can't fight level 20 until you're level 20. You're ready to go. You have everything at your arsenal. You fucking kill it. Splinter Cell was like that too. Splinter Cell Blacklist. It's like your Sanford. You didn't have to wait to be like, well, now that you leveled up, you can use this guy. No, you got every fucking super spy gadget. And I know I'm going to kick this level's ass. I know I'm going to kick it, but how I kick it is the game. <laughs> And I like that. Like, it doesn't always have to be like this tale of progression, the hero's journey. Like, no, bro, he's the hero. It's established. Now let's put him in situations and see how he would handle it and make that interesting. It doesn't always have to be that that same, that same, like that, that climb, that climb. Yeah, exactly. They always got, it's always got to be a comeback. No, it doesn't. He's the guy. He's the king. I I came here to watch the king fucking kill it. I want to see Picard fucking just doing his thing. But instead, it's like it's got to be a drag. We're gonna, you gotta drag yeah, it right? back. That's the show. What shows are like? Does the guy just hit the ground running and he's awesome from the day you meet him? Miami Vice. <laughs> Miami Vice. What? I went old what? school on you. <laughs> what year what is it? Good show? It must be a good show that we all like. Where it's like, yeah, that guy's like right off the bat. He's not fucking around. He's just gone right into it. I'm sure there are movies too. Like you know what movie was like that? Dread. Fucking love the movie Dread. Yeah. Starts off. He's on his motorcycle. He's fucking speeding. He handles these guys, handles business. He gets into the building. The fucking fake judges come. He handles them. He does it all. Like he fucking kills me. I love Dread. If Dread came out a year after it came out, it would have been just as hot as all the Marvel shit right now. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. It's It's one of my favorite movies. Like, like I that like I don't own a ton of Blu-rays, but that's one of them where I was like. You know, yeah. I've, been, I've rented this shit three times now. Um, <laughs> we're just going to have to order the Blu-ray because we're going to save money in the long run because I watch it all the fucking time. It's it looks so, so good. good. Yeah, it is. I love it. It's amazing. And uh, Cersei's in it. Yeah, Cersei's in it. Carla Urban in it. Uh, so you got, you got a Game of Thrones character and a Lord of the Rings character. You hear that, you fat fucking dummies? Dread. You haven't seen it yet, you fat idiot? Put it on your list. There you go. Yeah. It's really good. I love it. I like Carl Urban. 
Uh, yeah, he's, in Star- and he's in Star Trek, too. And yeah, that's right. And he didn't want to go into Star Wars, even though they offered him because he didn't want to be in both. He said, I can't be in Star Trek and Star Wars. What? That's far too much money and success. No, thank you. <laughs> well, he, I, I met him once at Comic-Con. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I fucking, I fucking love. Uh, there was a show called Almost Human where he was a cop with a, a guy. His, his partner was a cyborg, an android. Sorry. Incredible. It's the future. And his partner is a robot. He hates robots kind of vibe. But it's great. There's only six episodes. It was incredible. And I was like, I love it. He's like, ah, no way. Yeah. I just got can't. I'm like, Can we take a picture. He's like, yeah, sure. We take a picture. And I'm like, oh, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. Yeah. He, he's like, yeah, thanks. I'm like, and bro, I got to be honest with you. I saw Doom in theaters three times. And he was like, now you're lying. Give me your phone. I'm going to delete the picture. <laughs> <laughs> totally joke. And I heard Doom he was is, awful. I, I heard they're doing. Yeah, I did. It was. But I just wanted to see that first person scene. I was stoned in like 16. Um, and he's apparently, I think they're doing a Dread TV show on Amazon, by the way. I hope so. I've heard those rumors. Like, yeah, like I'll, so I'll help crowdfund that shit. Like, 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 yeah. like if, if you start a Kickstarter or something, I'll throw a couple hundred bucks in because I want it so bad. I'm a big fan of that shit, man. I really like it. Mm-hmm. New topic? I, uh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. We can move around. Uh, Zach, would you pull it up? This thing, I fa- you, you got to make the picture bigger. This was in the Aged Like Milk subreddit. And so they're doing a memorial for that guy whose picture is on the ground. And the guy on the far left murdered him. Number 38 was the killer. Number 38 was the killer, and he's just like the look on Wait, his face. What and, happened? Hold and on. then the, the photographer was killed right after this picture take it was taken. Number 21 was the killer. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at 21. Oh my god. So so here's the deal: the dead guy was dating fucking whatever, number 38's ex-girlfriend. So I guess he didn't like that a, you know she moved on to another teammate and he murdered him. And a lot of these guys had their suspicions. They kind of knew. Oh, they thought that it was him? Some of them did, yeah. Oh, my God. They're all, like, mourning their teammate, but kind of knowing their other teammate killed him. And this picture, I don't know. I'm looking at all the faces. Number 21 knows. Number 21 knows this is a farce. Uh that guy behind number 21 knows that number 21 knows. He's scared know? of he's so scared of 21. He's, <laughs> like, he, That's so wild, bro. This is crazy. It's like I feel like he's like sitting there and like like it, it, it's like, like I don't know. I'd be like, yeah, no, for real. I'm memorializing it from over here though. Right? You guys what team back here? What is this the Oh, I Hur- see Miami I see. Is, Hurricanes. Is the Hurricanes. Yeah, I got a friend who's like diehard Canes fan. Okay, this makes Okay, I see the helmets now. So but yeah, I don't know. Is in the age like milk subreddit, and looking at all the faces, I found it totally captivating. Knowing that that guy on the left is now in prison for his murder, and what is he thinking in this pick? What he looks? Can like I a have deer the flag? The headlights. <laughs> uh, it's so crazy. How did they like? What? How did? What? what I need to read something. I'm this fucked up, bro. There was That's a crazy. TV and I can't show. He's sitting but, there like, with it in front of him, like right in front of him. ESPN, I think, did a documentary on that guy's murder and how number 38 was the likely murderer. And then the police like oh, the documentary him. even pointed that out. Yeah, and the police like reopened the cold case with sorry. This is old. This is 15 years ago. This is 2006. This picture. Yeah. 
Okay, so, I didn't know that. I thought this was like last year picture. No, no this guy. came up 15 years of fucking stressing about being a murderer and it comes back. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, let's see what, what Zach posted here. Former Miami Hurricanes player Rashawn Jones arrested in 2006 killing of teammate Brian Petta. Let's see how many. But yeah, yeah. So nearly 15 years after the crime, nine months after an ESPN investigation pointed out the missteps in the long-stalled police inquiry. So the police didn't really get it right. ESPN did a documentary on like this murder and what went down. The police reopened the cold case and they convicted this guy of murder. And that picture to me is just, I don't know. There's a lot of things going on. All those guys kind of knew dead dudes dating his ex-girlfriend. They kind of knew he was the murderer. They knew who the guy was. He probably knew he was capable of it. It's, it's deep. It's a lot of shit going on in those heads. That is crazy. Yeah. Look at the face in the foreground on the fore, on the far right. What is he thinking? He's literally like like these guys, like some of them, if they think about it, are literally like like that face on the far right looks like this is a farce. Like yeah. He knows he's like, bro, I can't believe that I'm I directly across. It's like he's okay, I see it right now. He's almost smiling. Yeah. At like how ridiculous it is. And it looks like like 38 is almost looking at him and making sure no one's making weird faces, like snitches and nope. snitches. <laughs> how did nope. he get killed? How did he kill him? Oh, yeah. How was he murdered? Shot in the head as soon as he got out of his SUV in front of his apartment complex, four miles from the Miami campus. Okay. <sighs> well, anyway. This, guy, I guess uh, this, guy's are, this guy's my age. He turned 37. It was uh, one week after his 37th birthday he got arrested. So he was 22. <sighs> 22 when he did that. That's like at 22 years old, you're not even sure if you want to start an OnlyFans, let alone. <laughs> you should really wait till you're 25 to do OnlyFans. I'd like to see a picture murder. of the girl that this was all over. Yeah. Like, like, what if she's like, like, this would kind of be funny if she was ugly, right? Nah, you don't date two Miami Hurricanes if you're not smoking. Right? That's she's true. a smoke That's show, true. I bet. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. This guy, like, like, maybe I can't. I don't know. Number 38 looks like a handsome fella, but. That maybe that's just a poorly made memorial yeah, flag, but I'm 100 with you. Number 38 looks like a baller. Number well, 25 that's, on the ground problem. there has a weight problem. Well, no, I clicked. <laughs> I, I clicked. Uh, I clicked his uh, like the little ESPN documentary for a second. Like he's fucking big. Like he's jacked. Yeah, she traded like, like a wide receiver for a fullback or something. And when you say that, and you're like, how could she have a type? We know what her type is now. We very much know what the her type, type is. is definitely oh. black football players. Actually, I see the dead guy now in the article that Zach linked. Better looking, way better than the airbrush picture. He he was he's got it going on. Although he yeah, had gold if, lower if, front teeth. If I ever die, don't make an don't, don't cheap out on my flag, man. <laughs> Come on, like like either no flag or like a good one, right? Like like yeah it's, yeah. It's, it's a binary decision. <laughs> don't oh, let Chiz be be like we found one for nine ninety nine. If we'll give him a mention, <laughs> like don't do that. <laughs> Uh, I started watching this guy's channel. Um, you don't need to pull it up, but just so you guys have it for reference. Uh, uh, this guy, guy Spencer Spencer Cornelia. Uh, I saw this video, the biggest reason NBA athletes go broke. This guy's channel is so funny. It's just a little different from other people, the way they do it. Like he he just like he just stands there 
and kind of breaks people down or breaks down their scam. That's how I got to him with scammers. I went on a scammer tip for a minute. And he just kind of pulls up like charlatans and fraudsters or whatever. Uh, but then he'll just kind of like go off lately. He's been going off a little bit more. And like this biggest reason NBA athletes go broke is such a funny video. It, it doesn't seem like he's making jokes, except their jokes happen constantly the entire time. Um and he's not like other creators, the vibe of him or whatever, but he's just sitting there and ripping it. And it's like he's breaking down this girl and you're just like, damn, like she really made a fucking job. A career path was finding a, an athlete to put a baby in them. Like <laughs> that's the career path. And like, why did they go broke? Did. What was it like? So I hope it's not dumb things like Allen Iverson had. Used to be Timberlands. They're like a work boot, but they were no, super. This guy in pays style. millions of dollars every month to this person, to this girl, they, because she put a baby. He put a baby in her, and she's just a random Instagram girl. I was saying, Alan Iverson had, I think, 138 pairs of Timberlands in his closet, and then when he sold his house, he left them all there. But that's not like a that's thirteen thousand dollars, Woody. <laughs> it's it, like, but it's an exa- but there, okay. it's things, yeah, it's things no, no, but, like, it, it, no, but it, it points it points out like a certain thing. Like I remember, like Master P, every day would buy a new pair of Nikes, white like Air Force Ones, take them out of the box and wear them. And you look, you're like, yeah, you could do that. One hundred times three hundred sixty five. I calculate that you could do that. But that type of decision making permeates throughout everything in life it's like that's what you do with the shoes imagine like cars and gas money or whatever and some people roll with like huge entourages like uh you know like some people like they're like they want to bring all their boys with them you know what i mean uh and they do and they do bring their boys and like people get end up on payrolls and then they forget that they have someone on a payroll and everything is just automatic and the money comes out and it goes to things. And if you don't care to pick up your $13,000 of shoes to bring with you, you probably don't care about like the random $8,000 charge on your bill this month. True. Now, the I interrupted you. We were talking about the child support payments. Was that like one of the big common reasons? Or just that was it. Guy? That was literally it. He was literally really? like, child support he was payments. literally like just pointing out that it's like some people just have like, uh, lots of kids with different girls or whatever. And like, this guy's like this, he's talking about a a basketball player who's like in his early twenties and, you know, nutted inside someone and has like a full on, uh, full on child. Now he's 23 years old. And the reason why people brought up that he brought up in his video, he talks about is like, this girl was like all over Instagram being like, yo, like, here's how you get an athlete and here's what you do. And he does it in a funny way. He talks about how she scouts athletes. You got to go to a team and find a uh, like a team with young players, but they can't already have a girlfriend or a baby. And they can't have like, they can't have like an older, older dude on the team. Who's like 26, 27 to be like, bro, trust me. She's fucking up. That's not the one. Um, and like how she just perfectly chose someone and got a baby put inside of him, um, inside of her and, uh, how much he pays now uh, in child support is 200k a month. Oh my goodness, 200k a month. So this girl, like her job was to do that, and now you just like get child support and 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 and, and for being uh, for for getting cummed inside of. Uh, and and when that's the plan, it's not like oh what happened? He took advantage. It was like that was a targeted maneuver. All I could think about. Is if I was a kid, 
and I was NBA come baby, Instagram model, when I'm 18, I'm suing my mom. Million percent. Oh, for taking all the child. You got 200K a month because of me. I want to see everything you ever spent on me. And I'm fucking sue you for it. That's what I would do. 100%. I mean, I'm already Instagram model cum baby. And I came to existence because my mom was like, I'm going to get cummed in by a basketball player. And I'm going to get money for my kid. I'd be like, no, no. We got money. We got money. Not just you. Me too, 100%. I come out. Imagine how good your genetics would be if your mom's an Instagram hottie and your dad's a basketball player. You're six foot nine with a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Unless it's mix. fake, it could be like fake it. too. <laughs> could be fake too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would like be like, yo, this is for both of us. 200K a month. Like if I'm going, if I'm, if I'm 18 and I'm seeing like, fucking designer bags and shit around here and i knew that you were driving this car or whatever i'd be like no you i i want to be living rich life i better be i better be rich as the baby i better I be a rich baby entitled to that like can he win that suit i don't know the how US, support works. maybe not but in the usa you could still take a crack at it well yeah you could take a crack at it but i i just don't know like I know that money's supposed to be for the kids. That's the intent. And but you never have, you don't have someone like her who is like, I got pregnant. I was targeting this. They never existed before. But the generation that comes up now will be like, look at all these Instagram posts my mom put up 20 years ago saying that she only had me with this guy so she can get paid. I didn't have the presence of a father my whole life because she chose a random dude. And yeah, I wouldn't exist anyways, but I want my money. And I just feel like it's like the ultimate. It would be the ultimate, like, you know, it all just a huge circle now. And it's like, you don't deserve this. You didn't you didn't carry yourself in your tummy for nine months. And it's like, yeah, well, you weren't with him when he was shooting at the gym. I was playing <laughs> basketball. So it all, I don't know. Best believe I was a fucking Instagram model, baby. I'm fucking suing mom for sure. <laughs> it's the move and i'm saying all this because i hope this kid comes up young man you ain't young anymore you're you're, you're watching pka highlights that some other person uploaded 15 years <laughs> after the pka episode aired you're checking the highlight now yeah you get yours sue your mom good <laughs> advice from harley seems like the money should be put in like a trust fund for the if it's for the kid right like like 100 like there should be child support like whatever that is, and I don't know. I kind of waver back and forth on what appropriate amounts of child support should be because how expensive is it to raise a fucking kid? I mean, everybody's like, "Oh, it's so expensive," but it's not two hundred k a month. It's not hundreds of thousands a month. Like, like it's not that much. It's it, it, we're about a grand a month or two grand a month. Okay, five. Oh my yeah. goodness, that's a lot. They but definitely have to show where they spend it. It's true because then you 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 could. I'm sure people appeal it after the fact. Like you yeah, must appeal it and be like, bro, I'm not making that kind of money anymore. Two hundred grand a month is silly. That's that's just silly. Yeah, one point two million a year. That's that's solid cash. I wonder where yeah. how taxes work with child support. Yeah, I watched um, in, in that show, Mister In Between. There's an episode where this guy's trying to hire him to kill this girl. He got pregnant, and uh, and he's like, well, what's the deal? He's like, he's like oh, she tricked me. Now she's saying that if I don't give her like two million dollars, she's gonna like ruin my life and she's going to tell my wife and everything and he's like oh that is terrible and he like goes and talks to her and he, he's like you're trying to rip dave off for two million dollars a year and she's like what i just i just 
told him if he'd help me pay for diapers, I'd really appreciate it. He's like, what? All right, this is bullshit. He like goes back to Dave. He's like, well, it turns out she only wanted you to help help her pay for the diapers. And he told me a big lie there, Dave. And he's like not having it. I, that's such a good fucking show. Check that out, Harley, if you haven't seen it. Mr. In Between. It's all over. It's only like three or four seasons. I don't I know. Will. I'll check that out. Sounds it's, good. It's it's like an Australian hitman. He's hard fucking core. Um, he doesn't look uh, hardcore, which he is doesn't look at me. He's I, scary I, though. Really, you guys all three of us beat up that actor. Have you guys seen uh, Barry? Yeah, Barry. It, it reminds me a little bit of Barry. I love Barry is also hitman because it's a dark comedy yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Barry's funny. Um, I, did Barry just get canceled or did he quit or like what happened? I think it's just COVID delaying it. And by the way, I pulled up. Remember that guy, that football player? Yeah. So the night that he was shot, the guy who was the suspect that got arrested, he said he never left his house that night, but his cell phone places him outside the guy's apartment on that evening. Well, how do you not arrest him then 15 years ago then? Why wait now? Yeah. Like that's everything. Yeah, that seems like kind of open up, shit. right? It's like you're literally there. It was 15 years too. And there was a strong sentiment amongst amongst all the holy shit. Amongst all the players. Did I almost just die? Did I get the hiccups? <laughs> um that apparently there was a strong sentiment that he had something to do with it. Um I don't know how they didn't fucking arrest him then. That is so weird and random to me. Yeah, I'd never heard of that story before uh before he linked it there. I guess I don't really follow that shit very much. No, I don't really follow. I don't really follow sports that much anymore. I know my uh, like the Atlanta Braves, our baseball team's doing pretty fucking well. We're leading our division right now out of nowhere. Might have to get into that a little bit. I do want to go to a game. I uh, I'm free in like 35 days. Let's see exactly what it is. Yeah, 35 days in one hour. Um, I go free, so I'm going to go to Colorado. But uh, I'd like to knock out a Braves game before I leave Atlanta. Yeah. You have to take a thousand milligrams. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to. Like two two weeks ago, people be like, "Yo, you see Kyle's transformation?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I saw it this last week." Kyle has to take a thousand milligrams of edibles. (laughs) Okay, bro. I know. I know. Too much, I'm told. Oh, it's so too much. It is a lot. I literally said he is going to be sleeping. Yeah, I'm going to do it on the show. I'm going to do it on the show. That's what I said I'd do. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, there's going to be an episode of PKA. I guess it'll be like October. Yeah, Zach says I'm getting. I'm going to get scared. Yeah, going yeah, to get scared. Let me understand. You're going to get scared because of it or scared in anticipation? No, because um, what I was saying, when I get super high, you take so many edibles that you get scared. It's not even uh, getting stoned anymore. It's getting scared because, like, you start to get paranoid about stuff. Like, you take a lot, and you, that's when you're kind of like, oh, I can't believe people are watching this. October seventh. Oh, Did I say anything bad? <laughs> October the seventh. That is fucking D Day. Um, not not literally. I think I think D Day is like day it's day. a different day. But uh, but it's gonna hey, be. Is that a thing already? Yeah, it is already a thing. Yeah. Um, but but it's gonna be rough. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting no matter what. Wait, ten years since Wings lost a one v one. When? Yeah, that that's. Yesterday, Yesterday was the 10-year anniversary Yeah. Wow. Yesterday was the 10-year anniversary of Wings' one. I remember where I was. Were you there? You no, I was there. in Seattle with White Boy eating uh, seafood, looking for some weed. 
<laughs> Zach asked why I stream that shit. Uh, I, I told him that he told me to right on the show. But in hindsight, I don't know that he did tell me to. It might have been my idea to stream it. Yeah, but everybody knew There's that. There's no way that we that shouldn't have been streamed. That had to be captured. It yeah. had to be. It was such it, a... Dude. I, 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 and honestly, everything I know about this moment, by the way, I know from watching that documentary that that dude made. Yeah, Mr. Medic. Like, everything I know about this, like, literally comes from that. Um, yeah. Wing's so the only Wing. guy that I used to be like, I used to be like, yo, yeah, Woody doesn't like me. But that other guy, Wings, he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Wings um, was given Syndicate a heart. He was insulting him all show long. And he was insulting him at multiplayer. And I didn't realize that Syndicate was really good at multiplayer. He was a multiplayer player before he was a Zombies player. And he's really good right now, by the way. I sometimes catch his Twitch streams. But um, uh, so he was just sort of putting him down. And then Wings said that he was better at Zombies than Syndicate. Now, Zombies was literally, I'm sorry, Syndicate was literally ranked first in the world. And he's telling him that he's not that good, that if he were to do it, he would be the best in the world. And not best on YouTube, mind you. Like there are the zombies world. rankings, right? He's the best player at one point to have ever played the game. And Wings was, eh, it, it thought he'd be better. So at one point, they sort of decided they would play against each other. And I was the host. Like my Xbox was the host so I could view it and stuff. And I knew that gave Wings a pretty significant advantage with the way latency works. Right? I'm in North Carolina. Wings is in South Carolina. Syndicate is in England. And, you know, that's just some Wings' shots all right. It's 4,000 miles versus 400 miles. Right? He wins every tie. But um, And then Wings set up the rules to be his advantage. If Wings is really good at something, it's long-distance accurate guns where you have to, you know, only a pixel is showing from behind the barrel across the map. That's Wings' forte. He wasn't really good at rushing and beating you by meeting in the hallway he was good at that long distance shot so he does bog m16s across the map and uh red dots he, he set up the whole kit he determined what you had to use in the in the game so he had every advantage but um syndicate got into an early lead and then because he got that early lead and there was a timer wings had to make bad decisions to you know push it because he otherwise you just not anger, engage and lose anger works against you in those anger i don't care what anyone says anchor absolutely works against you in those and the clock right like yeah. if i'm beating you whatever five to three i have every incentive to just disengage i'm going to take a spot where you have to come at me and uh otherwise i'll just win five three fine that you know I'm, i don't care what score i win with so wings had to push into syndicate and he kept getting beat and you know in syndicate's defense he didn't hide very much he was running around looking for action it was a fair game, and Syndicate yeah, he just, won. He just ran the trash pile. He, he got on the trash pile. He ran it. You it know about a... uh, you know about the man in the high castle. You heard about that? Yeah, it's like uh, a book, and then it's a show. It's mm -hmm. like, what if Nazis won the war? What would the universe be rate right today if ten years ago, like Wings ten and owed that <laughs> that one <laughs> one? It's like I'm sitting here with him. He has like a six pack. <laughs> and he's jacked and he's like holding him down. I'm you know what I mean? The show. <laughs> uh, that yeah, that clip that you yeah, exactly yeah. yeah. <laughs> that dude. So wings would tell you an alternate reality that losing that one v one was the thing that people watched him for his gaming skill and it you know deflated that balloon. I don't know if he still believes that, but I never did. 
you know, they watched Wings. Everyone watched COD for the commentary, mostly. And uh, the skill you know, made it, you stand it, it, out, but it's not why people came back. It's I had never to, why people recurred. Machinima once said, like, there's three pillars to this stool. There's production value, commentary, and gameplay. And you really only had to be strong in two out of the three. And hardly anyone was strong at all three of the three. But anyway, um, yeah, so Wings just had to be cool about the loss. If he was gracious, it would have been a non-story. But really, flipping out on me, flipping out on Syndicate, and then he tried to bribe Syndicate to purposely lose. Oh, that's the part. That was the part. That's it. Was, the other part was not. That is the part. That's the part because that's con- entirely. That's a whole other thing. Really, I not think it, the reaction. That's the part that not that many people even know when about. He, when he called he he called me the F slur, and uh, I think that went over. He's really right poorly. though. Well, no, yeah, I'm but he I'm didn't kidding. know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he called me an, an effing F slur. And, uh, or fucking Efsler, I guess we could say one and not the other. And, uh, you know, he just flipped out on on Syndicate, and he was the sorest loser that's ever lost. And I think that's the big deal. The trying to bribe him, like Keemstar tried to get in it and, uh, you know, be the center of the rematch or something. He was always attention whoring at the time. Um a lot of people didn't know that. Like that happened on Twitter, and that wasn't the middle of the universe at the time. YouTube was, but it didn't help him. Yeah, it's like I, I think like you know, I was talking about Jake Paul earlier, um, and like what he does, like what it is that he's doing. Like I'm not saying like I like Jake Paul. I'm a Jake Paul. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can't knock at what he's doing. But I will tell you one thing: if you took Jake Paul. And you put his brain into Wings today, right now, with everything that is going on and the attention that Wings does get, there is a way to leverage that and make success out of it 100%. Because if people are that passionate, even if they fucking hate you, you have to turn it into something. And it's like, and like, uh, no disrespect to him, there is so much that he is like not doing right about it. And that compounds on itself and probably <laughs> compounds on him mentally. And like, that's hard to deal with for sure. People come in and they're just going to constantly what? hate on you, but you have to leverage he that. Just that ignores his stream the whole fucking time. He, he, I see him live stream and I'm like, Oh, wings is streaming. I want to watch his stream. And then it's as he's so, he doesn't either. He doesn't give a fuck, or he can't be bothered to give a fuck, or something. But it's almost like he intentionally puts on the worst show he can in his stream. And there's all this stuff happening in the chat that's like you know blowing up and poking at him, and he just wants to not interact with everyone. And like like people are supposed to watch him slumping in his chair playing an old game. Ban that guy. Ban him. <laughs> like those are. I'm like yo. Welcome to Ban World. Sometimes someone will say something and he'll be like, ban that guy. And I'm like, no, that guy's that's like that's a low-key ambassador of your brand. And you didn't really like that. <laughs> like that guy's valuable. Um, like honestly, like I like like people that get banned from his stream. I wish I had audience like that. Yeah. One, one banned wings viewer for money. One banned <laughs> yeah. you think it's fun, but you truly wouldn't like it. No, you're right, you're right. But like you're already there. If you're already going to be there, already doing the hard part, putting yourself in the line of fire, 
then you got to maximize it. And like one bad stream viewer is worth like 10,000 viewers on TikTok. <laughs> like that guy's out here engaging. He came here. He's got your notifications turned on, you know? And like, True. listen, you got like, if, if you have like 600 viewers because you never banned anyone, no one ever got banned in history. And they're all there like, fuck this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And like quoting you and shit like that. And like you're like you just milk it, and you just get to play the fucking bad guy like it's wrestling. People will come in that have never heard anything. They'll be like, "What's going on here? Who is this guy? What yeah. is it?" There would be like some fucking like score esports, like the most curious streamer that exists, and why does it? And like whatever, there's mm -hmm. absolutely a way to do it. And I'm not saying it's like easier than I would know how to do it. But the heavyweight champion of douchebaggery wins. The <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't yeah. have the answer, but Jake Paul has the answer. Kyle yeah. once said this, and it <laughs> registered is so true to me. He's like, you know, Wings might be a streamer who pulls, I don't want to insult his numbers, but you know, 500 to 700 people typically. I think that's rightish. He's like, but he is way more famous than that. You know, he is as household a name as Shroud is, I would argue. Like, he just his long history, all the people that have seen people hear Wings of Redemption, and and there are a hundred million of them who are like, Well, yeah, what's that guy doing now? My girlfriend knows who Wings is. Yep. My, all of my girlfriends know. do because I yeah. make them watch. <laughs> yeah. But they like it. She likes they like it. it. Yeah. She likes it. She watches him and she likes it. And then I'm like, so what would you think? She was like, This is funny. Let's get some Wendy's. <laughs> chili man. wendy's i got a craving for some of that chili yeah if yeah that's interesting i hadn't really thought about him working and leaning into oh it. i wish like he he did because i watch him like please handle that guy handle him better than ban him there's a way like there's a way like even if he went on stream and came out in character doing something if he came out like in a fucking like a a, a suit and tie and a top hat and did some bit people would be like <laughs> I wanted to dress up as Wendy's Chili. Oh, he's literally on Twitch. Did he get? He didn't. Get yeah, Twitch something like that. No, I heard yeah, something yeah. like that. Speaking of that, I'm going to be streaming tomorrow. Or I think we're going to kick it up at 5 p.m. It's been a minute because I've been waiting on my laptop, but I'm fucking psyched because UPS finally came through, and sure. I got this motherfucker, so now I can run my stream off of this. What do you got to play? Uh, probably, probably hot zombies. If you want to join in, I, I'm, I'm psyched to get this thing going and do okay. like a PC setup because Will I got to be there. Maybe it's up to him tomorrow night. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I got, I I got a uh, ROG Strix Scar. Uh, so I've got a 3080 and a Ryzen 9 to run the stream off of. So I don't think we'll have any more issues. This is the cool. Don't say that. We'll do that later. His laptop's Yo, talking to him. Yo, fucker. That's Cortana. We'll, we'll, we'll do her later. Do you think Katana would go out with you? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Show Katana your shirtless pictures. I think you said Cortana. She's still going. Cortana. Like yeah. like Halo. It's not, is that it? Is what that am I Halo saying? Cortana? She's already seen your pictures. They're online. <laughs> she got it. Cortana. Anyway, um, I, I think that's a, one of the nicer laptops of it. She's still fucking. It looked really thin and light. Off. Oh, yeah, it is thin and light. I uh, I don't know. It. I broke cool. my laptop. It looks like it's been cruising on testosterone for a year. <laughs> mm -hmm. I I um I went on this trip. It's the Mid Atlantic Backroad Discovery Route. It's like thirteen hundred miles of back roads on a motorcycle, mostly dirt roads. And uh, even though I put my laptop like 
in a protective case and then that is surrounded by other things. When I went to turn it on, it wouldn't turn on. So I went to the Apple store today and uh, they need to mail it off to get it fixed. $600, $700, kind of a bummer. But I bought another one and I might keep it as a travel laptop or he was like, we do this all the time. We tell people to do it. Don't feel bad. Buy a laptop, use it. If you want to return it when yours is fixed, you can do that. There's no restock fee. It's like, okay. Or if you like it, you just keep it. So that's the plan. I How much time do they give you before you? 15 days. Ah. But the laptop will be fixed in like five. But this is an, as a MacBook that you're using here. That's right? what I like in a laptop. Now, Me normally too. I'd argue like they're a little tougher. They're a little better built, but I just broke one. So it's hard. No, to but I agree. I, my MacBooks are like my PC laptops are like fucked. But like that first few months, I'm like, yo, this is sick. The PC <laughs> MacBooks, they just they keep going. But I would say, honestly, I do that thing. I don't know. Move was caught with Costco all the time. So many things. I've gotten a TV. I brought a TV home and like mounted it and used it for like two and a half months. And then like another one goes on sale and I'm like, okay, pack oh. it up, bring it back, exchange it. Yeah. I, I feel bad buying something with even the thought of returning it, right? It's returning Costco, it is bro. something when you it pay doesn't... a membership, bro. You pay a membership to Costco. Oh, I, I, Every I year they take your money. Even I was if talking you don't get about groceries. me with this MacBook though. Like, like I bought this thing, bought it with the idea that I might not keep it. And that's almost like a guilt thing. But the guy specifically, like, we recommend people do that. Do it. You'll yeah. free. It's okay. So it, so it's okay, I guess. But um, something. Yeah. I think this I, time I'm going to buy, like, a Pelican case. My headset is dead. I can't oh, hear I'm anything. Sorry. <laughs> it's probably wireless. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. He's probably plugging in. It'll work in a second. All right. Let's all that, – that, that's – no. He'll, he'll be back in a second. Mic check, mic check. No, he's still doing it. What do you think he's doing under there? Looking for the headset port? Anyway, I'll just tell the audience. So I got a new laptop. We're going to try it. I think I'm going to put it in a Pelican case so it's really bulletproof for these. Yeah, it's Pelican case. Smart. Yeah. Pelican cases are fucking expensive, by the way. Did you ever expect that? No. I, so I love Pelican cases. I have a couple for guns and I yeah, have them for, I have them for lights and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they're just, I feel like once my stuff is in that case, you can throw it down the stairs. Like it's, they're, they're great. But there's a couple things that are four times better and 10 times as much as they should be. And Pelican cases are one of those. Like a, it's like a, um, a Yeti, the cooler, right? It's the cooler you want, the Yeti. You know it'll be a good one. It'll keep your ice frozen for five days. It's it's crazy good. And every so often, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to open up the wallet and get a good cooler. And then I see the $450 price tag, and I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. That's Pelican cases are kind of like that. Yeah. And everything with film equipment, every single thing. I like remember I went, I was like, oh, like way back when I first started filming, I was like, I'm going to get audio and we're going to have good audio. I'm going to get those like Sennheiser like devices. And I like went and I like was like, I'm going to get wireless lab mics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to get four of them. And I went and I like uh, grabbed four of them. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, these are the four mics. But for four mics, you need four receivers. I'm like, oh, okay. So I go and I get the four receivers and he's like, okay, so the mic is 800 and the receiver is 700. 
And I was like, $1,500 for the mic? And he's like, yep. And I'm like, hey, wait, I only want two microphones then. <laughs> so I like, put you back. I come back. I'm like, yeah, just these two. He's like, all right. I'm like, muscle glasses, your new thing is not talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm supposed to have a character who doesn't speak. <laughs> And knowing me, I was wearing both mics, so I had a redundancy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, uh, can I just uh, question? I'm like, can I just like get these second hand? You know, where I can get these second hand or whatever. And the guy was like, oh, like, what do you mean? I was like, well, these are so expensive. I want to get some old ones. And he was like, dude, the ones that you were buying right now are the ones that people use today, and they have not changed in 30 years. And I'm like, why is it so expensive? He's like, because they're the best. And I'm like, these fucking lav mics are literally, they look like they're like 30 years old. Everything about them. They have like a little clip flap and stuff. Like nothing That's about them right is slick. Yeah. Exactly. They're the, he's like, That's just, they're just the best. And I was like, fuck, man. What brand? I always use Sennheiser. Yeah, same. I yeah. think mine's Sony. Yeah, mine I've used Sony either. before too. But uh, I, I worked with, unlike productions where they use Sony's. But mm. I just, Sony I just, sucks. I, Sony I just sucks if you have a problem. I can just oh, see that they? Sennheiser logo. Oh, if you have a problem with Sony, it just sucks to deal with them. They don't care. They don't care. I don't and I've been, I was in Japan at the gym. Kyle, you're going to love this story. <laughs> so I'm like at the gym and I get there and there's like a girl working at the gym and she's standing there. It's just like really quiet. It's early. And I'm like, oh, yeah, to go in. And she's like, oh, uh, you're not from Japan. You need uh, your passport. And I was like, oh, okay, look here. I have my, my wallet. It has my Medicare. Here's my Medicare. Uh, same thing. She's like, no, you need a passport. And I was like, well, any ID works, right? She's like, no, just the passport. And I was like, what? I'm like, it, I pull up the website. I'm like, on the website, it has nothing about a passport. She goes, yeah, but I'm telling you, it needs a passport. And it's just like Japanese customer service. Like the customer is not always right. In fact, the customer is blocking the desk right now. Get out of the way so a new customer can come. <laughs> and I'm all like, well, let me speak to the manager. She had the best answer. She goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, are you the manager? She's like, no. And I'm like, well, I'd like to talk to someone. And she was like, well, no. And I'm like, well, is anyone else here? She's like, I'm working at the desk now. And it was the most like, this is customer service here. It was not about me. Like, you know the fucking rules. You don't know the rules too bad. And Sony was kind of like that on the phone. The one time I had an issue with a very expensive CD player I had way back in the day. They're like, yeah, you broke it. I was like, well, I didn't break it. It just doesn't work anymore. They're like, but when you got it, it worked. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, and then something happened and you broke it. I'm like, well, maybe on the inside something broke. <laughs> Who knows? But then when I ended up going to get my passport, just side note, I went back to the place. I was like, hey, here's my passport. She goes, take your shirt off. And I was like, well, she's like, yeah, you have to take your shirt off. <laughs> so I take, i'm standing in the middle of the lobby there i take my shirt off and she walks around me she goes okay you can go and i was like what's that all about she's like you're not allowed any tattoos and i was like shit that's crazy even if it's covered but then i was working on thinking about it. i was like oh maybe that's like a yakuza thing i take my <laughs> shirt off and my back is plastered in tattoos yeah um we've got a friend Vavity who uh he's um he's in the military he's he's based in uh, japan right now and he, he's 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 got a few tattoos on his on his arms, and you know they're exposed when he wears a shirt or whatever. And uh, and he was talking about like what a fucking novelty he is, he is on like Tinder there as like a good looking like white dude who's fit, all tatted up like like he's a fucking like there are no others like he's the one, <laughs> he, he he's that one good looking white guy with tats and like a like a leader bike. Pretty sure he's doing pretty well over there. 
Yeah, I did yeah. terrible. They wouldn't look at me. They didn't look at me. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't, no, they didn't look at me. And I think they like, thought they thought it was rude to look five? at me. No, I'm huge, and I had a huge beard. Uh-huh. And like, it's not even like I was fat. Like I was in pretty decent shape when I was there. It's just they thought it would be rude to look at me. Like something was wrong with how I look. That's like, 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 like you were deformed. Exactly. They the were being polite. Was... The same way you would. They would treat an elephant man. They were exactly. <laughs> They I'll were being you. polite. They're like, oh, no, this part of his head sticks out too much. And he's got oh, so yeah, much hair. Yeah. And it's yeah. like his neck is so wider than his head. And his eyes are so close and deep in his head. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Or some <laughs> shit like that. So they weren't. They uh, they're, they're like, oh, uh, uh, Fukujima. Fukujima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harley, you said the, the beard hurt you baby. with women. And that's why you shaved it. You said, I'll quote you. You said it was pussy repellent. You're like, guys love it. Guys see that beard, they think it's the coolest thing. Like, yeah, neat. Yeah, it did. It did. That also was like a an, a long time ago, right? Yeah. A while back. That that uh things have changed a little bit. Uh, but what did happen was the beard brought when I first grew a crazy beard, it brought us a different type of girl out of the woodwork. It was a girl that like never spoke to me, but like I grew the beard, and then all of a sudden it's like like girls with piercings and tattoos and like a slit in their tongue are like, yo. And I'm like, Hey, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but like, they just like, like, I I gave off of, (laughs) 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 I gave off a vibe that unintentionally. They just give you that look and they're they're like, hell Satan. And and they're hot. (laughs) So you're just like, hell Satan. Hail him. <laughs> Hail him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's the same thing about getting fit, right? Like, like there's a certain we, Woody and I have talked about this. Like, not every girl likes a vascular dick root. Okay. <laughs> like, 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 I remember when I was cutting, I was like a month and a half into cutting, and I was I was showing Derek some progress pictures. And I, I was, I was like, these Adonis lines are kind of ridiculous, man. He's like, oh, just wait. There's gonna be veins crawling up them in a month or two. And I was like, I don't know, man. And sure enough, like a month or two, like there's like veins crawling up my dick root. And I'm just like, I don't know if everybody likes this, man. I know I don't. <laughs> I, don't I think, I think some, I think some girls don't want to feel like unhealthy or fat, or they want to be the fitter one. And they see you, and they're like, oh, I'm being judged on my belly. Like with me, if I'm, I'm. I'm slamming a piece on so my girlfriend doesn't hear me. If I'm slamming a piece into a girl, I'm like, my gut's shaking and my tits are bouncing. She's not covering her belly because she thinks it's moving too much. I am the gross one. But if I was fit and I was like, dish, 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 <laughs> she would be like, ah, my skin is moving so much. Just See, I, I've said that, Harley, in, in different ways. And like, I, I think that sometimes a girl won't choose the hottest guy. Because she just doesn't want to do that much work to be his equivalent, right? You know, like Kyle spends a lot of time in the gym. Maybe, you know, some girls like, I don't want to spend fucking six days a week in the gym. Yeah. So and the chicks I'll that do spend, the like it. the chicks that do spend that as much time as I do in the gym are so vapid anyway. Like I was, I, I've, uh, I've been working out more in the daytime and there's this uh, really cute Asian chick who's always in there and she must do something on Instagram because she's always got her like, boyfriend like filming her working out and she always wears like they're like bicycle shorts or something like yoga shorts like yoga shorts with exposed midriff and like uh like a like a yoga like sports bra thing everything is like skin tight and as thin as a fucking micron so you just 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 really cupping her pussy just lots of lots of fucking uh gooch showing 
and hmm. uh, and camel toe showing, and she's just working out so goddamn hard. She's a real butterface though, and uh, and and he's over there fucking like getting all the angles on his fucking iPhone, and I'm just like, God, what a hassle she must be to like deal with. Like, I bet he's got to edit that shit when he gets home. <laughs> I bet he's over there on a fucking iMac. Fucking Adding dragging. shadows to her fucking uh, labia. So yeah, like, like, this looks like a fucking hassle. Like, like I, I don't care if a chick is, like, super into the gym or not. I just, like, I, I was, like, pretty girls. Uh, I've never had, like, a body type I even cared about. Everybody, I, I get that question on Twitch a lot, oddly. They're like, they're tits or ass. And I'm like, I've never seen one who only had one. Like, 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 I didn't know it was a binary. <laughs> I've never met a chick with an ass that did not have tits or tits that just didn't have an ass. But I guess if we had to pick between one, it would be ass. I think it would be ass. Like, like, like if it was literally like one of them gets blown off in the war, um, <laughs> then I want to keep the ass, I think. Yeah, up until uh, that's that's how I was uh, 13 onwards. Up until 13, though, I was like, boobies, brah. I like you that. Can, you too. can't suck on the ass. And then at 14, I was like, yes, you can. You could suck yes. on an ass. Oh, you can, you can <laughs> suck on an ass. Yes, you can. I always had a trick answer. Flat tummy. Flat tummy. If a girl's a flat tummy, everything else is good enough. Oh, yeah. That's smart. If I can't see the individual vertebrae, I'm out. I want to see vertebrae in that back. That's very important. I also like it if I can see oh. like the individual bones in her forearm. I need that. Um, that's why like, like um, I, 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 I'm messaging that that corpse you guys linked earlier. <laughs> I was just looking every, up for I, every time I've stepped too. away. It's not to piss. It's to masturbate uh, uh, again. It's again. Coney. Yes, I've came eight times tonight just looking at looking at that poor poor young lady who I hope gets all the boxes. I shouldn't joke like that. I hope she gets help. She clearly has a mental illness. Um, good luck to yeah, you, you're Eugenia. Right. Good, good good luck to you, Eugenia. All jokes aside, I, I maybe try some fitness. The cum counter is up to eight. Thanks, Zach. Up <laughs> to eight. Put the cum counter up, up during his apology. <laughs> up during the apology. God damn it! Welcome to PKA. <laughs> Oh, we probably wrap it up there. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got stuff to do this evening. It's still, uh, still early. Let's see. Check. He's got to go to the gym and come. I am going to go to the gym and For come. Number nine. I'm going to go to the gym and come too. Then. All right. All right. Uh, Harley, thanks as always for coming on. What's your, uh, hey, what's your Twitch? Your Harley's Twitch is Harley Plays. That's hopefully, right. Uh, hopefully, me, him, and uh, yeah, you guys will see me when I stream with Kyle and Woody. Yeah. Uh, and mine is, uh, mine is FPS Kyle. Go and follow me. Follow Harley. You'll get a notification tomorrow, probably around 5 p.m. Eastern time is when I'm going to hop on. We'll play some zombies, hopefully in like a decent frame rate and resolution now that I've spent all this goddamn money. I also got a new uh, mixer, so I'm hoping we get rid of any hissing in my goddamn mic. I've spent a bunch of money this week, so I hope it's worth it. But uh, see you guys tomorrow. All right. PKA.